0: Previously on, Martini John.
1: The Shining is still scary to me now, and I'm 800 years old. <laughs> <laughs> like The Shining has stayed scary. What are forever. you, a wizard? Yeah, more or less. I don't know if they told you. They, well, they were aliens. No, do you think in real life there are aliens? Really? Well, I have a theory, but.
2: What's your theory? Well, since we evolved from like plants when the Big Bang happened, mm-hmm. well, I don't see why other planets can't do that either.
1: I like your theory. I think it's a good theory. It's mm-hmm. a very good theory. <laughs> right. I, I, I compl- in fact, I completely support and don't want, but, I want people to write back about this theory. And I want, the thing I would like is that also it makes sense.
2: that it started, we started as plants, and when the Big Bang happened, mm-hmm. so, probably so did other aliens
1: because right, that happened everywhere, right?
3: Yeah, it, yeah. If it pro- probably so, did other aliens? Yeah. So why would they have more technology than us? That's interesting. That's a good point. Why would they have like? Why would shi- they be Why would they have like shields and giant? They are non-union, and that just only compounds my <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's that's the Manhattan Bridge.
1: It's the one that goes And to, then
3: that's the 59th Street Bridge. Yeah, no,
0: I don't think it's on the I don't right think here. That's right. the 59th. Ninth. So it's not going across
3: the East River. So it's, <laughs> no, the East River is only the the uh, the George yeah, I don't, Washington. You know what And then about. the rest of <laughs> the tunnels, and then you have the Tappan Zee. You have the Tappan Zee. Thank team. you. At this point,
1: someone's like Luba. they're they're rolling their finger like this.
0: <laughs> Welcome back, Martini Giant fans. This is episode number eighteen which is our Walter Matthau episode. Some of you younger people may be wondering who Walter Matthau is. Uh, he is a uh, pretty hilarious and very good actor uh, who's also done some serious roles. Uh, and we really enjoyed his films and figured we should do a podcast about him, maybe reintroduce Walter Matthau to some people who, uh, who may have missed out on some really fun films. Uh, so we decided to t- cover two of those. The first one is the Taking of Pelham One Two Three from 1974, directed by Joseph Sargent. This is was remade in 2009 by Tony Scott, starring Denzel Washington and John Travolta, uh, and it's a very different film. But uh, but anyway, uh, you guys should watch the original one, the known one from 1974. Really great. The second film from Walter Matthau that we decided to do is Hopscotch from 1980, directed by Ronald Neim and also starring Glenda Jackson which is a great great fun spy film really funny uh and really good and also my grandfather's favorite film we decided that we were going to uh do this podcast because we messed up uh week before we were trying to do a hopscotch episode but we only ended up talking about hopscotch for 35 minutes out of the three and a half hours so we decided we shouldn't do a podcast where we mostly don't talk about hopscotch but nonetheless we did it? We recorded a great Walter Matha episode, and you guys should enjoy it. Uh, he is very, very fun. So, you guys, totally should check it out. Uh, big announcement uh, that you—I uh, want you guys to prepare for. For those of you who like who love the show and listen to it, go see if you have not seen it already, which I'm sure many of you have. But go see uh, "Once Upon a Time in Hollywood." Uh, We—I am sitting in the uh, in the editing bay right now at our podcast room. Uh, and we will be uh, recording a podcast about that film. And we want to make it as current as possible. So we are probably going to be releasing it as a bonus episode pretty soon. Uh, so you guys should totally check that out. And uh, uh, it's going to be a big film for you guys to uh, to digest. And a big film for me to digest as well. Uh, lots of opinions are going to fly. All I know is that Eric and Dan and I said we're all going to see it. We're going to have absolutely not to say anything about what we think about the film and sort of come to grips with it together uh, right here in the podcast room. So very exciting, very exciting. Uh, Go check it out. It'll be the first time we do something that's extremely current. Usually we've been doing a lot of 1970s films. All right, guys. Hopefully you guys will enjoy this great episode number 18 with Walter Matthaus Films, The Taking of Pelham 123 and Hopscotch. And We're going to have uh, something a little bit different today.
3: What is it? Yeah, um, I don't need to are you what you're concocting here. No, I'm recording. Yes. So this. Uh, By the way, um, your um, son said. that. So obviously, there's some like there are people in the world who want to know when they're being recorded. Yeah. Say, yeah, yeah. No, I
1: thought it was good. All
3: right. We're um, going to have a pink gin.
1: I have never seen a pink gin. I will I'll not be having. one. It's so
3: very
0: I will simple. Definitely enjoy watching it. It is basically one. gin and bitters. You totally gave up.
1: I have totally given up. Yeah. Forever. Uh, as I have given up for today. That's good. <laughs> he, he, he's, he's given
0: up for as long as he feels that he needs to give up. it's going to be indefinitely. Like <laughs> good. That
1: very well could be indefinitely. The only the only day I have to worry about is today.
0: That's so, is. so a pink gin is basically uh, Angostura bitters. There you are. Like and then, uh, and then we put some gin on top of that. that makes it slightly pink, and the Angostura bitters is uh, makes the whole thing taste oh. like Christmas.
1: Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice, nice.
0: And uh, I got this giant bottle of gin. <laughs> Seagrams. From from Lynette who had – she was going to have a friend over uh-huh. to stay at her house. And he says uh, he, he, he likes gin. Right. So she went on Amazon and just got a bottle of gin got and a, didn't, didn't realize it was a gigantic yeah, bottle. Yeah,
1: because of- you can't tell scale on Amazon. And that is about <laughs> the size of maybe, I don't know, an air conditioner. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So she says, "I don't drink gin, and it's been in my house for a while." So,
1: and and uh, God, I love seagrams, man, that's like that's like that's the that's the fancy stuff at uh, Walmart.
3: <laughs> the fancy it, is that a good brand? It's, it's okay.
1: It's, it does the trick. It it's, does a, the trick. It, it, it'll get you there. It's it's the top of the middle shelf. Top
0: of the middle shelf. That's middle a shelf. really good way to put it. It's not bad. That's yeah, good. It's, I mean, it's perfectly it's not, good. It's not Bombay or Hendrix, but yeah, 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 yeah. but she brought good. it in as like I is Bombay a, good?
1: Bombay's. is good. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, Hendricks, I think, is better.
1: That's I think that's my favorite of the of the Although, widely available. There's top now like
0: uh, a, a botanical one which is really good. Yeah, the infusion things yeah, they do are really, really good. Are really pretty great. Anyway, smell, smell so that, smell that. So, tell me what you think. It smells interesting, doesn't it? Smell different.
3: A little bit like a lobby of a really nice hotel in Tokyo.
0: <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> Excellent. Right? Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Well yeah. when you
1: said that you turned to me and you looked like uh, Bill Murray in um the sofia Coppola movie
3: <laughs> yes <laughs> it's it it's got a little bit of a pine pine salt to it <laughs> that's it that's the thing. It does smell <laughs> like when good. you get off the elevator because a uh, high ha- speed elevator like
1: ah yes, yeah they're, they're just right there with it for you. That's how you know do they it's have nice. they have high speed elevators in Tokyo, like the like the higher speed trains?
3: They do. Uh, I was there. Um, Get the mic close to you. I've been there a couple of times because my wife's Japanese. Mm-hmm. But I went with my my father, took uh, my daughter and I and my wife uh, two and a half, three years, three years ago mm-hmm. uh, again. And he had wanted to go and – my daughter had never been, so we went to all the great Godzilla stores, and I did all that night photography that's on my Instagram. Oh, it's gorgeous! Yeah, yeah. yeah and beautiful. so I'd go out. Everyone would go to sleep, and I'd go out to like three thirty four in the morning. Oh, it's yeah, and so then I'd come back. And so I was living off a thing called Black Boss, which is a canned coffee you buy on the street, and Tommy Lee Jones is a spokesman.
1: Oh, that's right. He's famous for this over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah and so like I would thing.
3: just chug the Black Bosses, and that's great. Um, but. It was the high speed. Uh, we did one on this Tokyo Tower radio tower, and it's uh, it's like two hundred floors, something ridiculous, and it's literally like twenty eight seconds. Right, right. I mean, they show the the numbers flickering. It's a like, and it's so that's smooth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The acceleration. And Have you
0: actually been in the uh, Hancock Tower in Chicago? Because that that's elevator is very famous, very fast elevator. Yep. That elevator goes 45 miles an hour.
1: 45 miles an hour? Yeah. yeah. Wow. You get to the top way faster Do than you. Do you feel like your ears pop? That, it seems like that would happen. <laughs> yeah, right. a little bit. Yeah. But,
0: but again, it's the same thing. It's like so smooth you don't realize because the acceleration right. is constant. Yeah. But like not – so you're constantly accelerating and then decelerating. To yeah. The yeah
1: so like once they reach the midpoint of your journey, then they start decelerating. Right. right exactly. Right. So it's like the moon, the moon uh, rockets. You moon know, rockets. Like halfway
3: through, you flip around. Yeah. Right. That way.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty good, dude. Now when you go to do you just go to Tokyo or you have been all over Japan? I've
3: been over Japan. Uh this one they were uh my parents were like, you know, they're in their eighties and they're like, We wanna head over there so they and do it, and they do it. And they like to travel. So they went for a month. Mm-hmm. and But I was like, oh, I'd love to join you. I said they sent us tickets. And I was like, all right. Oh, and incredible. they put us up at the uh, Mandarin Oriental, which was incredible. Right. So we yeah. had a suite overlooking like on the 40th floor. I'd right. love to go. And, boy, it was, and my daughter had a great time. And we yeah. went to the cool toy stores and electronics. I just said, let's just stay in Tokyo for eight days, and we'll just hit the Tokyo journey.
1: Uh, do you or your daughter speak Japanese?
3: My wife does, yeah. my, and she's teaching my daughter. But yeah. uh, so we got around uh, through her, and then. Uh, but it was cool because they got somebody to drive you around. So sure. It was, sure. I would just be like, "Hey, can you take me yeah. got to?" The be outside. It's, oh, that's cool. So I totally amazing. milked it for every, you know, moment. And uh, but I love it. I love Tokyo a lot. Yeah. I really do. And I was like flying home, like you know. I'm going to afford it. But I, I definitely could live there for a couple of years. Sure. Sure. It's I mean, yeah, really it's, cool. It seems pretty stunning. My
1: my brother loves Japan. He's been there a couple of times. Ah, oh, dude, you know, he you would dig it. Photos, and the, I couldn't
3: believe. The arts bookstores, the bookstores, the the museums of Japanese prints are mm-hmm. like, you look at these prints, it's like 1870 and it's it looks like Tintin. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it looks like a Tintin drawing. And yeah. it's like, that's 1870. Right. And right. then you see, you can see how uh, Gauguin or Van Gogh, yeah. uh, Tintin, Hergé, they all got influenced by Japanese. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's right. unbelievable. And I have some really cool books. Mm-hmm. So next time, I bought over there because I collect books. So uh, the next podcast, I'll bring them in. You've got to see some of this stuff. Uh, so we did a lot of museum stuff. And then we would break, and my daughter and wife and I would go to these cool stores, or like Pokemon stores. Oh, that's so great, dude! And then these five stories of, uh, um, uh, dolls or toys. Yeah. So they had a whole floor is all Godzilla, an old '60s Godzilla yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, the old cool one. And then yeah. they had bags, which was essentially for ten bucks, reproductions of the '60s stuff. And they're in plastic bags. It's like a grab bag. Oh, so great. I bought a bunch of those. Right. And uh, it's cool. Like the toys and the glass cases when you go by. It's oh, they mean-
1: get very serious. Like, <sighs> yeah, some really, really incredible stuff, sure. And the comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Insane.
3: So it's cool. Well,
1: because it- that's the, one of the things I love uh, about Japanese media is that like comic books over there are a whole different scenario than they are over here. Like that's a real – like it's, it's a it's a wide-ranging form of literature. Yeah. Oh, there. Yeah. You know, and like well, they'll, they'll, educational manuals and everything else like are all, are all done. Uh, the amazing done. thing
3: is I, I told – I was like with my parents and they're in their 80s. I was like, uh, we got to go to a department store. So I took mm-hmm. them to this department store in Shinjuku and it was all like a electronic store, mm-hmm. like the really good one. And it was like 15 floors, you know, like – Leica and Nikon on one floor, you know, it's just – but, you know, people standing there like, hello, yeah. look at our lenses. Right. And the Leica lenses were like oh, – yeah, sure. they were like $8,000. Of oh, course, yeah. And, yeah. But they had on the first three floors electronic stuff. Mm-hmm. They had a whole aisle. I'm not kidding. A whole aisle of, um, you know, the uh, strip uh, plug strips, strip uh-huh. plugs. really uh, yeah but they were different color combinations so it's like chartreuse (laughs) with pink on the plug part or reverse yeah right right but that's 10 feet 5 feet or you can get them at a 2 foot and it was just like it went on forever yeah and it was the, it was just plugs, and my father and I were walking down, and he's like, "What the yeah. god's name?" I was like, "It's just basically consumerism." Yeah, well, oh, you don't like you don't get them in,
1: in, in you know Home Depot when you get stuff like that. No,
3: it's like everything. Yeah, else. but you get it on Amazon. It's true, it's it's true, true. It's like to walk stuff down Spain. an aisle of just strip. What is it called? Power strips. Power strips. Power strips. Yeah, of that are different brands and combinations of colors and custom. I mean, it was. I'm not kidding. It was weird. It was right. like, wow, this is all. I wouldn't even. You what got, kind of plugs that I use there? They're they're the three
0: things. Oh, yeah. It's like the the European or they're like more like the.
3: No, no. It's American because when we bomb them, MacArthur changed the whole thing to our voltage. Right. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's all wow uh, so it's
3: basically the same uh ac like,
1: the european style is like it has you have to put that weird can yeah it's not it's the, not. It it's, then, the uh, it's the
3: regular right. plug right. i got i was it was interesting there.
0: because like i went to malta right and malta all their plugs there are uk plugs because they
3: were a colony oh right right, right, right and right. so they have sense. 240 volts do you there. like yeah. malta i've been there once it was cool i went once in 95 uh how uh, it treat you uh you know what it is i was uh just out of Grad school, and I was art directing a TV show. For, oh, we talked about this. Yeah, and yeah, it I was a TV show. Uh, it was Atlantis. It's on my IMDb. No, oh, nice. And um, Dick Crenna was the host. So, oh, I, Dickie Crenna, hanging out in the bar with Dick Crenna, and I oh, was nice. Like Dick Crenna, man, I wish I could talk like Dick Crenna. He's the best. Rambo. <laughs> it's like it's
1: absolutely a good supply. But he's, of body he's old bags. school. <laughs> yeah, bad. he's
3: old school and great stories and you know he's for me it was exciting because i you know oh I, yeah the dude's awesome he's absolutely great he's been around and yeah. he did really great movies when he was uh much younger he did did he do one with uh, audrey hepburn i think he was in yes uh yes i can't think which what it was but yes i can I, I have the image in my mind no was he not the neighbor of hers in breakfast at Tiffany's breakfast at tiffany's yeah
1: because it's what? It's George Pappard.
3: No, George Papard was the neighbor. Is the, is the neighbor. Yes. But right. the, he was in one of those Audrey Hepburn 60s yeah, totally sure movies. I'm totally sure. Because yeah.
1: yeah, he was like – he was a young, handsome actor. He was, in fact, he was oh, part it, of the, basically the Papard. generation.
3: Uh, that's right. Generation, he was you know, the big
1: stuff. deal. Yeah. 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 And then, then slowly he turned into a uh, sort of a
3: cartoon version of himself, but it was equally as awesome, if not slightly more now, awesome. Now, I had heard that he wasn't the guy originally supposed to do that. Oh, really? He – it was somebody else, uh, Char- not Charlie Sheen, but it was somebody – or Martin Sheen. It was uh, – and we'll have to look it up. And they were on it for like three days. Was oh, it a for the first plot? And they said, fuck that. And then he flew in. Oh, that's interesting. And had to learn his lines fast.
1: he's sort of like the one constant between all those movies. The first movie is actually quite George serious.
3: C. Scott or somebody like that. Sure.
1: Yeah, like man, that's that, – that, because like, there's a sense of realism No, first Kirk movie. Douglas. Kirk Douglas. Yeah, Kirk Douglas is more Kirk in the Kren- mold. Yes, yeah. he yeah.
3: said, fuck this, and he right. walked after three days. Yeah, I understand that. Because like, he was trying to rewrite it. and, and Stallone like, sa- I have to be sh- said, shirtless. Yeah, Stallone <laughs> said, you're not rewriting this, right, just right, learn right. the lines. Right. And so they fought, or not fought, but they conflicted for three days, so they called... Um, it's the, like,
1: screw this, I'm doing Saturn 3.
3: That may have been after... I'm not sure, (laughs) but he was—he's still alive. Did
1: I know? It's amazing. It is. uh, I think he's 99. Yeah, it's really something. Because like now, Michael Douglas and he look almost identical. Like they look that like. And Michael Douglas, I I love Michael Douglas. He's absolutely great. We got to get to the movie, guys. Oh, we're doing a movie night. I thought it was a hangout.
3: Yeah, Yeah.
1: but we're we're starting to get to the movie. It was a good little left turn. That's nice. We start with the left turn and then we straighten back out. Okay, All right. so what is the movie we're here to talk about today?
0: So, um, well, we, we actually recorded, we should let people know that we actually recorded... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: true. The music to this movie <laughs> is so good. We're, we're doing actually two movies. Two movies. Two movies tonight, but the one that... Both, does, both of them are...
0: are uh, the, the, the common theme between these two movies is Walter Matthau.
1: Walter Matthau
0: and who you um, may not know people who, may not know like, who people a lot of people i'm sure don't know yeah like what no that's true the, you and i like you were under old, 30 nobody knows no, walter not not, yeah You're not old yeah Get, There you got a little closer yeah a little closer a little closer so walter mathau is the common theme here um he was really great uh the reason i decided to do pink chins, besides the fact that it was convenient is the fact that it's a very english drink and uh, so there's a big portion of uh, hopscotch that takes place in London where they make fun of Americans. That's true. That's true. And so, so movie
1: number one it's hopscotch. Hopscotch is yeah. the first one. I, would, I said, well, like maybe you would have put beer and scotch together and that would have been hopscotch.
3: Wow. Uh, okay, how many people
1: just turned off? That's it. <laughs> Unsubscribe. Hopscotch. <laughs> yes, it could
0: have been Hopscotch. And then the other one is Pelham 123, which I had not seen. You had never seen Taking Pelham 123? No, I have not seen Taking That's our second movie for the evening. Yes, uh, which is also very good. Yeah, yeah. So, first, let's talk a little bit about Walter Matthau as an actor,
1: because he's quite unique. How did he become an actor looking like Walter Matthau? Right. (laughs) Stage. Stage? He did stage work, I think, in New York, yeah.
0: Now, his acting is – he's always Walter Matthau. He's like a big character. He has –
1: the only movie that I can think of off the top of my head in which he is not absolutely straight-up Walter Matthau is uh, Failsafe. Okay. He's the villain in Failsafe. Right. And he's sort of a really uptight, you know – Asshole who wants to bomb everybody, right? Um, and it's and it's the only performance of his that I'm just like, eh. yeah, like it's it's not him.
3: Wait you know, a minute, Larry Hagman was in that. Larry That's
1: Hagman it. and um, and uh, Henry Fonda
3: and uh, gosh, and, uh, oh, there, the voice for the Star Wars, the voice for the Star Wars, the 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 voice of Star Wars, the voice of um, Star Darth Wars. Vader. Oh, uh, uh, oh, uh, James Earl James, James Earl, Earl Jones.
1: Jones. No, James Earl Jones is in uh, the. Uh, r- the remake of Failsafe by Stanley Kubrick called Dr. Strangelove. But I think. <laughs> what? He's a bomber. <laughs> is he, is he, yeah, he's in Dr. Strangelove. He's yeah. a bomber. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's one flying, of the bomber guys. In, in Dr. Strangelove, he's uh, the guy flying with the Oh, yeah, Kong, yeah, no, no, no yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, that is Dr. Strangelove. Failsafe and, um, and uh, uh, Dr. Strangelove are based on the same book called Red Alert. But, and, uh, but
0: but but Doctor Strangelove does is it a, as a parody It's a
1: total comedy. Yeah, well, like right. uh, Strangelove was like when they adapted um, Red Alert. They, I think they I don't know how the rights situation worked, but like um, you know uh, Kubrick and Terry Southern. Uh, wow. Adapted this thing and turned it into what it is today. It's glorious, uh, but there were really Terry, Terry Southern, Southern. Yeah, Dennis Terry Hopper Southern. Yeah. tenor, yeah. yeah. Terry, Terry Southern. Southern. Uh, Terry Southern is a marvelous uh, a satirical writer. Yeah, and uh, he was friends with Dennis Hopper. though. Friends with Dennis Hopper. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and his, um, I think the thing that people most of them will know is uh, is Doctor Doctor Strangelove. They just want to. That he did it. Right. Uh, it's a and Doctor Strangelove is uh, if you haven't seen it is an absolutely miraculously dark comedy. Right. Uh, that we will cover at some point. But yeah, I of, think we should. Yeah, that's a good one. I would. Uh, I just want to throw out. I would love to propose Does he a write series. Five Easy
3: Pieces. No. Who wrote <sighs> no. Five Easy Pieces?
1: I thought. I thought Ashby wrote that. Did no, he? it's
3: uh, Raffleson, right?
1: Raffleson. God, I mixed it up last time too. It
3: could be podcast. Bob Raffleson,
1: but. I would like to propose a series, this is uh, off track for just one second, but, sure. uh, um, that I, I think there are pairings with Stanley Kubrick films that I would like to see us do, Failsafe and uh, Doctor Strange Love is one.
3: And then then uh, Thief and uh, Drive. Oh, that's a, that's a great one.
1: Yeah, good, like double feature nights. So yeah, we were going to do it with
3: uh, the guy that uh, did uh, T-Man with us.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. We should oh, right. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Rob, Rob Ruppel. Rob, 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 Rob yeah,
3: we were going to get him back to do that. Yeah, that would okay. be, be spectacular. Okay. The, uh,
1: the other Kubrick one I want to nominate is uh, I want to do a double feature of uh, uh, Full Metal Jacket and Stripes, which are oh my exactly God. the same film and one's a comedy. <laughs> That's, a good one. That's a good one. I, I do not them.
3: like Full Metal Jacket. You really? don't like Full Metal Jacket?
1: That's interesting. Why? Uh, do you like one half over the other or you just don't like the whole thing?
3: You know what it is? Because it does but, have several... Yeah, it's, it's
1: very, very clearly at two halves. Yes.
3: The guy that did it was when I was in uh, grad school. Anton First was the production designer, mm-hmm. and I thought mm-hmm. he was. Uh, also did uh, Batman. He did, yeah. and then he jumped off. Yep. Then he committed suicide. Yeah, uh, Santa Monica uh, Third Street Promenade. He really? Yeah, the parking lot there. No, kidding. one of the parking lots. Oh. And so he, but he did the production design, and I felt because they shot it in England, mm-hmm. I just felt like when I first saw it, I just did not like.
1: If you felt the Englishness of it? <laughs> yeah, I
3: just felt like it was there to... Now, he, you did it for convenience because he always right. shoots in England. Oh, he, he and always and he, did. Because he hated
1: flying. He didn't want to go out. He That's right. England,
3: yeah. So, But the convenience made it too easy for him, right. I felt, that... It could have been more of a movie because everything was so convenient. I just right. – the way he, he – should there, have gone – gone the There wasn't business. a barrier in his way. Right. And it I just right. didn't – it didn't hook me. And I, right. I blame it all on the production design, which is probably because he didn't want to fly or right. go to the actual yeah. – Now, the thing is when you watch Apocalypse Now, totally a movie, but still the same moment in time, right. uh, Vietnam War, uh, it's – there's such a realness to the environment. It's and like it's the, uh, the, the Philippines, right? Or, or it or Thailand, is, yeah? but yep. it's not – you know Cornwall
1: yeah no absolutely Because and, like, and the things <laughs> I mean like I I love Full Metal Jacket I'm a huge fan but yet the, you just uh, I agree with you I totally agree with you because Full Metal Jacket is very much a movie in my mind um, like it's a great movie and it's an amazing movie uh, but Apocalypse Now is a whole different event because yes. they were trapped there for
3: that's right and know, so when you see just like rubble and concrete right. with rebar sticking out in the foreground you're right. like okay he's covering it up and then the yeah. fake palm trees above buildings it's like and the sun the sun yeah. is direct it, you you pick up the sunlight and the right. way the hooker comes out and the sun off her glass right. it's like that's you're in england yeah it's good. and it was just like did you feel the same way about Eyes Wide Shut, which is also a New York I, shot
1: in uh Yes. Yeah. It was,
3: the street scenes were horrible. Like, yeah. I mean I kind of felt like it's that was like, on purpose. But yeah. Okay. It's like, it definitely it – it You know what movie. it was? It reminded me of like the dream sequence of like all that jazz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, Do you know what I mean? And movie. I love all that jazz. Oh, that and one, a but, yeah. teacher that I had at uh, f- uh, school uh, worked on that. And, uh, and um, I just uh, – It's l- just like God, I don't buy this. <laughs> i didn't buy it and right. i just felt you know maybe because it's so convenient with the sets it just the world you build yeah you're just not thinking it's hard but you're relying on real world grit right to get you to work with a story right. like the you know vietnam and everything and you're right. just kind of making it like a play right which i understand and i, I just for me i felt i was not engaged in that no, world okay. absolutely And sorry, right, hold on guys which one are we the talking reason, about tonight?
0: The reason we did not post or d- the other podcast is because we, we did not talk about the we, damn movie. We we're we're oh, talking a about a movie. We're, we're not talking about the movies we're supposed to be talking oh, about. Oh, well, then clarify am, that. I, you oh, said talk, a, about yeah, we to, say no, talk about movies. Did not just say talk about movies? No, because right. we're 20 minutes into this damn podcast right. and we haven't even started. And so, in fact, we didn't okay, even no, get let's the let's, name you're,
1: right, so which is, by the way, is not Pelham123. It's Married to the Mob with Math Modine. No. The
0: taking of Pelham123. Taking of Pelham One Two Three, which was also made uh, a remake, so some people may be confused. I, no, I, I put almost, 1974
3: on our the, on
0: the yeah. website. Yeah. I understand that. Who was in the remake? The remake is John Travolta, like and and Denzel
1: Washington. Oh, I love Denzel. Denzel's great. And I also I Tony Scott did that or no? I have no idea who did. Yeah, I feel like it might be a Tony Scott picture, really? or something like that. Yeah, like I actually almost watched that. I remember that. it, it There's existed. no way you should see it because it's just like and it's. I couldn't do it. No, I, at, I, I haven't I, seen it. I, I didn't even know. I, I mean,
0: honestly, it. so so here's the thing, right? So we did we did Hopscotch is something we actually did talk about. We're going to talk about it again because we didn't talk about it enough on the last episode. Right. We went for four hours and we talked about hopscotch for about thirty five. Gotta
3: minutes. be, but hold on a second. <laughs> so, there, is, right. <laughs> there is got to be material from that podcast we can use. Oh, there's tons.
1: Like, no, there is a lot. There's a to lot be there, like there's, there's a long Tarantino a- section that w- that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, okay, there was a, a huge a bit where I I talked about my um my uh, childhood and cried. Yeah. You know they oh, sell this wonderful did he stuff. Cry? Yeah, maybe a little. I don't know. Well, I'm not we, the one drinking. It,
0: it, it's <laughs> it's fine. So we need to talk about who Walter Matthau is and mm. why, because like we said, a lot of people don't know he's an American actor.
3: Yeah, um, he came up, you know, probably the late '60s. Yep. Yeah, he is very. He did for me. My first experience with him was Bad News Bears. Right. Yep. And then I kind of went down. Uh, back. I love a movie called A New Leaf. Oh, yeah. Uh, nice it's cool. one of my uh, – nice it's one of my favorite movies. Uh, he's like, probably dry m- most
0: well-known – Bad News Bears is a good one. But he's also probably most well-known the as couple.
3: The Odd Couple. The Odd Couple, sure. The Odd Couple was his yeah. first big With, thing. Uh, Jack Lemmon. Right? Jack no, he was in – no, he was in uh, – he's a couple bit parts. You can see him. But The Odd Couple yeah. and then he did uh, like A New Leaf. Right. Well I mean i would he's say, done a like, ton of movies though. I
1: would think that I would say that the the person if you know who he is then the character he's a character. That like that he there's made, no one made, the like, most, made the most money on is essentially what he created for the odd couple. Right. And then he rides that into but, the sunset.
0: But but yes, but he is I mean there's no one like him. No. Yeah. He, Not even close. Cuz he
1: doesn't I can't even imagine what he looked like. As say twenty years old, like it's right. imp- literally impossible. He just looks. He just looks like an old man with a big
0: nose. Yeah, like, he looks it, like it, Mr. Magoo.
1: Yeah, it looks like it, he looks. His face looks like a very <laughs>
0: Mr.
3: Magoo was um, Jim Backus. Yes, yes, yes there you who was also in also did, Mad, did, Mad, 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 Mad World. Yes. Yes. Did, did Walter right.
0: Matthau also do Grumpy Old Man? Or he something? did yes, later in his life. Right. He had yeah, a Jack Lemon. Yeah, because
1: was, that, and that's the connection to the Odd Couple because the odd couple, they right. sort of repackaged that thing. Buy, well, I by when last we did the. Podcast this version of it. I had I thought that uh, he had died right after Pelham One Two Three. No, after um, I'm sorry, Hopscotch. Right, and that's only because that's the last good movie he made. Right, right.
3: Was <laughs> so Hopscotch
0: after the Yacht Couple? Yes.
3: Um, okay. Yeah. Hopscotch is 7980. Yeah. Right. Yacht Couple 69. Right. Right. 69. Right. 69. And, and this, 69.
1: This dude, like, he is like, he is a he was a successful leading man in everything that he's in throughout the 60s and 70s. Right. right. And and he has absolutely none of the qualifications of any leading man should have no in at all, like right. zero.
0: But he, you know what he's got? He's got character. Like there is the amount of character, gallons of character and okay. wisdom. Yes. yes, and character in his face and
3: character and wisdom and, too. And, and he, you look at him like he 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 obviously is super smart. He well, has an enormous amount of experience. He, he comes off as, into a, his head.
0: as a character. Yes, yeah, like someone. Like yeah. you look at his face and it's like that guy. His face looks like
1: a really thickly upholstered piece of furniture. <laughs> 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 like it's like, yeah. it's like he looks like leather it looks it looks rumpled it looks like you could never you know, like you could if you stuck a straw on his ear and tried to inflate it His it wouldn't reach a real tense spot until it was four feet wide right like it's it's really 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 amazing and he is uh, you know he's got a, I don't know if he was a boozer but he's definitely got a big boozer nose yeah. you know he and, does
0: have a little bit of a W.C. Fields yeah, thing yeah. To him.
1: yeah and and his general character Jimmy Durante Jimmy uh, Jimmy Durante kind of style that's right and uh, his general character is um, a uh, beleaguered, I guess, maybe like he's just a crusty old guy. He's a crusty old, tired guy who just wants to get back to his easy chair and yeah, and uh, and yep. that's that's about it. That's about it. That's the only goal. Yeah. But
0: but he tends to like in both these movies, he also is like unbelievably smart. Oh
1: yes, yeah, right. Which is great.
0: Which is great, and also like I, I was amazed by him because I'd never seen like I said Pel- uh, the Taking of Pelham One Two Three. Yeah, but uh, it is. He's just like seems so
1: chill about such a dangerous situation, right? Well, which one do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about hopscotch, or do you want to talk about Pelham 2 3? Because these well, are like these are kind well, of which two one was so 74. Well,
0: when was uh 10? Pelham 2
1: 3 or 74? Okay, so let's talk about that one first because I hadn't
0: seen that one and we can right. go get on to hopscotch. So let's let's give us a, a, a synopsis, a real one, right? For the way it. First of all, the way I see this film, it is not a, a big, heady film.
1: No. Right. It is
0: not. It is it is an action it's an, film. It's an action film. It's an action film. Yeah. Uh, and I would say it seems like a film that you would Lethal watch. Lethal Weapon. Yeah, sure. It's sure. On the, it's, on, it's like a little a long, bit of
3: humor, yeah. a lot of danger, a lot of likable characters. A lot of likable characters. big crowd-pleasing kind of film.
0: But a very straightforward plot mm-hmm. that would be a great like TNT Sunday afternoon type of movie. Totally, totally. You know what I mean? The basic idea, and it start, it goes right into it, right? Is that these guys are going to a New York subway. This is all about New York subway system, by the way. Mm-hmm. The n- title is Pelham One Two Three, which we find out as we're watching a movie. Is the name of the train? Right, that name ra- number of the car. The so so the, the line, the line, the line. So Pelham the is where Pelham, line. Pelham is where it's starting. Mm-hmm. That's where the and then one two three is when uh, that that. Train starts. Right. So it starts at 123 is when it leaves the station. Right. So that's when they give these cars names, right? So you're Pelham 123 because Very you started forward, at yeah.
3: Pelham Station and you left at 123. So we. By f- the way, in the Deep Velvet Underground song, I'm Waiting for My Man. Take the subway – Um, take the Harlem line. One, two, three. Got to see my oh, man. Oh, nice. A quarter to yes. three.
1: I'm yeah, waiting for my man. God bless – I'm a grand man. Yeah. I think – I wish that we had the money for, in this podcast mm-hmm. to have music playing in the background because the, right three. there we'd have a needle One, drop. two, three. Just a, oh, a little Lou Reed. A
3: little Lou Reed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. Oh, man. Like we just let that
1: ride in the background. Yeah, well, let me ask
0: you guys this. Is, is, is singing a song, is that going to be copyrighted? No, you have to actually play the
1: actual. I, song. No, because it's actually it's a performance, so you can't right. do that either. So you can't sing. I, I think you're pretty much safe under. I think it was like thirty seconds.
0: But even if you're singing but it yeah. yourself, if Eric yeah. sang the whole song, would we be in trouble? We would we'd we'd be, be in, in trouble.
1: trouble.
3: Yeah. Really? Like, My no voice sucks, sucks, and, and I think I can do it'd it'd be be for about twenty yeah, seconds. Exactly. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, that's true. Right. There'd be there'd be, there'd be lots and lots. Cold of notes. dark
3: sea. Yeah. For stop! Me, stop! I don't want to get in trouble. I'm just saying. My voice is but. You know, you CID. do. If you, with a microphone, you can tr- really, like, the, the distance, because I sing a lot just mm-hmm. when I'm in my studio alone. And you could, with a microphone, though, really kind of get that inflection a little bit closer. Because a lot of those guys, like Keith and Lou, mm-hmm. Keith Richards, Lou Reed, they're, it's more about, like, uh, like the ambience of the Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Of, of the distance. It's, like, yeah, the exactly. They,
1: they're, because, I mean, all stylists. Like, the, the great, the really great singers, like, aren't. It isn't because they hit the note right. It's no, how that, it's how they sculpt it. You know, and Mark not Knopfler. Yeah, Knopfler. Exactly. Yeah. All right, let's get back to the. Okay, really? so we, Okay, oh. so I'm with, with on one two three is almost. the train line. The train line, and uh, we
0: follow these guys who get on the train. Right. Uh, actually, we. I really like the way it started because it pretty much introduced to. We you realized like the train is going to play a big part in this because it goes to a trainee.
1: Yeah. And he—he's the proxy for the audience to so he hear some stuff about. The so hears some you're stuff,
0: make. and he basically there's a guy who's training him, and he goes, "All right, do what you're supposed to do, and tell me everything out loud what you're doing." Right. Which is a brilliant way to put it in oh, the plot. Oh, it's awesome. It's great. And the guy does a really good job yeah. of that. Like, all right, I'm now turning on the thing and I'm looking out the window. I'm checking for this and looking for that. Right. Call go, out the stop. Calling um, out the stop. Right. There you go. And et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, and he messes up one thing or whatever, yeah. but he gets to it and goes, all right, kid, you're on your own from now. It's like, right. Oh, OK. Right. And then these guys get on the train. I and think there's five guys. Or something yeah. Like so that.
1: the the key people that uh, are that you may remember from this movie, if you've seen it, are uh, Martin Balsam, who is amazing. He is a, he is a uh, a likable older guy who used to work on in the subway, uh-huh. and he has a horrible cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martin Balsam himself is. A totally awesome character actor who you'll recognize as uh, uh, a character from the detective from Psycho, and also uh, yes. one of the um, one of the uh, newspaper guys in uh, All the President's Ben. Yes, uh, the Hector Elizondo. wasn't uh, he
0: also wasn't he also in like Goodfellas or something like
1: that? Oh yeah, he's yeah he, M- he's M- M- been, M- M- been M- in a bunch of in things. a bazillion things, and he's absolutely. But he actually
0: was interesting. I didn't I didn't completely recognize him until. The end, which I don't want to give away yeah. yet. Great end, great, yeah, great ending, classic ending. But so, so these guys and, get on. The- so I'm
1: just going to say it's, it's um, uh, Martin Balsam, mm-hmm. uh, Hector Elizondo, who is not famous then. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's playing kind of the maniac character. He's the he's the bad guy character, and uh, he's the loose of, cannon. He's the loose cannon, right? right. And um, and Elizondo you don't really get to recognize and know until he's much older because he's like he plays a lot of like nice older guys in Gary Marshall comedies like he's the right. he's the he's in Pretty Woman he's the um uh uh the the nice guy that helps Julia Roberts sort of get gussied up and you, you see this dude and you go I love him oh, right. and he is oh, right. which guy he's, um, he, he was the manager of the hotel he's the manager of the hotel which guy in Pretty Woman uh, Hector Elizondo is the psycho oh, yeah. right yeah, yeah. In, uh, in this one in Pelham 123 and right. then of course the and leader and Kiko
3: Paloba yes there you are I,
1: I love Elizondo he's totally awesome he's yeah. one of the great character actors and then of course the lead of the of the villains is Robert Shaw who you know is Quint from Jaws right and he is Good. He is, he is, this is one of my favorite shot roles. And he basically has a
0: very stern way of talking
1: with an English accent. And he's, and he's a nice parry casting wise to um, uh, Walter Matthau because they both have a sort of like disaffected, tired kind of attitude.
0: Yeah. Lots, like I've tons of experience Mm -hmm. as a, you know, in in Matthau's role as as a, as a, Policemen, right. right, and they're both
1: out of patience. Like right. they're just and like, it's like ah, I'm done with this. Yeah, exactly.
0: So the other thing that's interesting is, then you quickly realize these guys are there to hijack a subway car, mm-hmm. which is the, the whole. This is the whole movie. This is the whole plot. The whole plot is them hijacking a subway car, mm-hmm. right? And so it's very much – like you said, it's Die Hard on a train. Right. Right? They're
1: going to ask for a million dollars and then
3: they're going to get A million dollars. Yeah. It's, right.
0: so, it's so ridiculous. A and million I just, I, dollars. I just thought of like you know <laughs> Dr. Evil. It was right. hilarious. Like, <laughs> but the
3: thing about that – I think we talked about it. No, we didn't talk about it before. But that time was uh, in 74, 75, New York City was broke. Oh, close, yeah. Close to, it yeah. was broke. Right. Like when Ford told Mayor Beam – You know, Drop Dead was a famous headline because they were broke. And Street, with, the, subway, the, the streets are filled with trash. Right. Uh, they were fiscally broke. And so that was – to get a million dollars out of a broke oh, city. Insane.
1: Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, I mean like – and you're right to bring this up because – And really mayor the mayor was a jackass in this movie. Oh, yeah. And the and the, and the the third and main character it. of this movie is New York City. Like yeah. New York City should get top billing in this movie, like above right. the title. Because <laughs> yes. it, is, it is one of the most successfully New York films I have ever seen. Like it gives you and it's an all absolute like, view yeah, of this the, particular time in history.
3: Yes, and you really that and Ghostbusters,
1: yeah, absolutely, (laughs) totally
3: true, totally true. (laughs) Yeah, and you really get a sense of the city. It's like those are the type of subways where they shot, where like the Whiz and so forth. Oh, totally, and it was totally seventies New York, like downtown. This is
1: sort of like a a slightly lighter, slightly more fun uh, version of the setting from French Connection. Yes, you know, where it's just like it is. The city is in bad shape; like it's beat up. Yeah, people that live there are you know, are hardcore, <laughs> you know, so, like survivors.
0: So these guys yeah. have a very elaborate plan on how they're going to take the subway. Uh they uh they go through it. By the way, they all call themselves by Mr. Pink, Mr. like Yeah, right. It's where Tarantino got it. Tarantino. Yeah, yeah. That is that where he got that's it. That's where he got it. That's right. Uh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, so that's Mr. So,
1: Grey, Mr. Green Mr. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so they all call themselves by colors, which is where right. Tarantino got it from yeah. for uh for Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Uh, which is really funny. I was like, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, so I, I totally funny. forgot about that. Yeah. One. And then, and then, uh, so the, the idea is that they basically disconnect the cars and they take one car, the lead car, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, disconnect it and stall it. And basically, ask for ransom they have 16 people in the car they're going to start shooting people if they don't get their ransom by one they have one hour together.
1: right so they're like uh, uh, Mathau and the police have to get together all this money from them and get it authorized by the mayor and they right. have to get it all down to this one location within an hour
0: right and then meantime they're all because they're all running a subway system and they're like you're backing up the lines what's going on everyone's kind of annoyed because they're just like just trying to get through the subway and everyone's like no they- what do you mean they hijacked a subway? How the right. hell are they gonna get out? They're underground. They're right. trapped between two points. It doesn't make any damn sense. Right? And so,
1: like, so what's weird is that, like, uh, unlike any other modern action movie where they sort of like, you know, they come up with some like insanely complex reasoning for you know why there's greater and greater tension. The biggest tension in this film is bureaucracy. Right. Like, <laughs> like it's just yes. like, like New York City itself, there's so many layers of the city, there's so many layers, there's physical layers of the city, there's distance between streets they have to cover, and there's just layers and layers of, of uh approval and communication they have to do right. constantly in this movie.
0: So they have one hour to get this money. Right. And it's not like all right, we'll just get the money and get it under. No, no, no. They go through all the like ridiculous tedium to do it.
1: Yeah. Oh it's and great. the
0: first thing they have to do is call the mayor right. to get him to approve they decide they're gonna, they're gonna get the ransom money for and some the, reason. And the,
1: and the mayor is a cartoon.
0: The mayor, the <laughs> he's, mayor he's is basically yeah, he is a complete cartoon. <laughs> and the point is, the mayor obviously is highly disliked. Yes. By the city, right? Uh, obviously, never going to get reelected. Right. When he actually walks out in one scene, and he, he in the city. Right. Uh, uh, they all boo. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he that's, but that's
3: basically here. reflected. I think it was, it was Mayor Beam. Right. And so but didn't he
0: the, look like like Ed Koch? I, that's what I well, said. Well, no, Koch, Koch came there. in. Yeah. I know, but, that, but the actor looked like
2: Ed
3: Koch. He had a little bit of Koch <laughs> yeah. in him, yeah. but he definitely uh, – I think when Beam left, it was uh, – what's his name? Uh, Koch came in. Yeah, Koch right. came in. Right. How am I doing? Yeah. And he, everyone loved him and they still loved him.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I mean like this dude has played as He lived on
3: my block. the Koch?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. I
3: lived in the West Village, and he and his partner lived uh, on 10th and 5th. Did he ever come out? No. He never came out. I don't know. Ed Koch was gay? Ed Koch was gay. And he and his partner lived on 10th and 5th, uh, lower 5th, and I was on 10th and Bleecker. Oh, I didn't know that. And there was a restaurant across the street from me, and it was French, and it had the ducks on the – on the, painted on the uh, entryway and I forget the name but he was always there on summer nights having drinks and hanging oh, out. So, great. No. so when yeah, I was coming back like from the laundry day. or something, we yeah. are like, yeah, Koch. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I mean, it's I like one of those things like everyone
1: knew he was gay and it just, nobody talked about it. It's it was, like, his like, we business. Like, school like even in a very homophobic period of time, everyone just agreed not to say anything because they loved Koch. Right. And uh, Yeah, it's, uh, it's and I think that.
3: he brought his sister to the inaugural for mm-hmm. right. in right 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 yeah it's like, it's what's so, wrong it's... with taking my sister yeah it's <laughs> so good i love that stuff but like
1: uh <laughs> but uh, this guy is i agree very kosh like you right. know uh and, and he has
0: he has a he has a cold mm-hmm. right and and he's weak and annoyed, and he's watching like daytime soap operas or game, game shows. shows yeah and
1: do you think it's interesting that both two key characters in this movie have a cold yeah yes. like i think it's really interesting and they basically they're on on opposite ends of the power structure right. in this film yeah. and uh, and the cold is sort of key it's a it's a very important it's plot a very point. important plot point and it's awesome that the top and the bottom characters have like the, from the mayor uh, like there's a through line that runs down to Martin right. Balsam. I think that's a really I didn't catch that until this time. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um because of, like the strata and layers of of power in the city is part, definitely part right. of the movie. Um but yeah, the mayor is uh his his assistant um, you know, the deputy mayor Tony Roberts. Is Tony Roberts. Tony Roberts. Oh, oh, Tony all Roberts. The great always Woody awesome. Allen films. Uh yeah. and uh, Yeah. <laughs> are we going are we driving through Plutonium Max?
0: <laughs> uh yeah. <I laughs> oh love, my god. <laughs> I love Tony. That's Roberts. right. T- just so people know. Uh, Tony Roberts are talking about when the, the quote you gave was from Annie Hall. Mm-hmm. He- when um, uh, he was one, he was uh, uh, Woody Allen's uh, like best best friend. friend yeah, his yeah.
1: extraordinarily shallow best friend. Extraordinarily shallow. Do best best you friend.
3: remember he was in uh, Take Closer? He was in um, <laughs> Take the Money play, No, No, It against Sam. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, he, yeah. Everywhere yeah. he arrived, he'd like, oh, I gotta use your phone, and he'd be like, this is – I'd be at six two six. And he, everywhere he went, he would leave the yeah, number where right. he is. <laughs> it's so good. I,
1: uh, he's got such a distinctive voice. Like I mean, I don't know what I don't. Know what he's, I'm not sure if he's still alive. He's still alive. Yeah, Because he, he was. He does great.
3: stage, I think, he, in New York. He right, did. Right. I don't know if he does. Oh, anymore, he's, but he's, but a he's a s- tremendous
1: actor. Absolutely great. Great actor. And you see him, in, like, uh, uh, looking for Mr. Goodbar and much yes. of stuff. Yeah, he's really, And he's in, um, shoot, I want to say he's in one other notable serious thing. But yeah, like, mainly you know him from. The classic Woody Allen pictures when you're just like, oh, that guy's great. He's absolutely fantastic. But he plays the supporting cast a member of the um, uh, assistant mayor. Of the politician. And And he
0: (laughs) convinces the politician – he convinces the mayor to like, no, we got to make a decision about this. What are we going to do? Pay to ransom, not pay to ransom? And then finally convinces him to pay to ransom just because they 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 need to do something right, right. so a million dollars they don't know if they have a million dollars It's like we don't have a million dollars like you said city is poor right which is weird because no one thinks of new york city as being a poor city right but this uh, is definitely the bad definitely times definitely the bad yeah. times so uh but the guy makes and they had their the clock is ticking the whole time that's one of the things right the right? clock is ticking It is now you know 323 or whatever you have till 3 423 to get us the money right away right. and so they're like oh shit and so uh the the main guy who's talking to them from the subway system on the radio is Walter Matthau,
1: right? And he's just the direct, he's just like the director of no, know, he's a transit transit authority,
3: authority guy. No, he's a transit uh, lieutenant, right? Right? He's, yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. police guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, and he's and he's basically there, like he's just doing a regular. It's he's just, just a doing job, a job. shift, and it's like, right.
0: oh shit, what just happened? And right. now, and they have these giant microphones. They look like broadcast microphones that are all yeah. talking to each other, radio, you know. And he's talking to the main villain and negotiating with him in some way or shape or form does
1: anyone here do a good matho can you I do
0: can't it do a good can't luck. do one. can't no, no. do it no
1: because he has such a distinctive you know just like i ah, you know, and i can't do it but it's like it's so he's
0: got a very
1: distinct way yeah, of talking it's really really great which he's, is he's which is
0: actually really like when you listen to him talk you're like i could listen to this guy talk for hours yeah i mean and
1: so like it's and it's great that it's basically like a podcaster Saving New York City. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's hysterical. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So he's 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 basically negotiating with the guy to try to talk him off the ledge, at which point they get the money – they get the approval from the mayor, which took long enough because the mayor is an idiot. A total moron. A total yeah. moron yeah. and the deputy is like, oh my god, the clock is ticking. We've got to get this done.
3: You notice how every one of them or most of them um, – uh, also – Ben Stiller's mother is the assistant to the mayor. Oh no, kidding! Really, I didn't catch that. Yeah, Doris. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. No, it's um, Jerry Stiller. Jerry Stiller's the is and the his cop. wife. Yeah. yeah, she was the assistant, the redheaded assistant. Oh, that's great to I didn't the mayor, so awesome. in the meeting, but in the meeting where they said the vote, so they had all the different people the head of the transit authority, the port authority. Everyone's going to cast their vote their as to whether or not and they should they abstain. pay the ransom. Right, and they abstain. Right, right. But
0: but uh, also we should note that. uh, uh Jerry Stiller, Stiller is in it. Who's Ben Stiller's father, father right. also known as George Costanza's father. Yeah. On, on, father and, on, and
3: Ben Seinfeld. Stiller's mother is in it. Plays uh, the assistant to the That's mayor hysterical. for Tony Roberts.
1: But yeah, it's such a great scene with the uh, with the mayor. With like the thing that sums up the bit with the mayor is like the whole thing is whether or not he like he can't be bothered to get out of bed to go down and be present for the city in the time of crisis. Right. Right. And because uh, he wants to watch. Game shows. Game wants to watch game shows. And Tony <laughs> Roberts says, he goes like, he, like, uh, he goes like, uh, you know, uh, think about it this way, you know, if you go down there, then you'll get 18 more votes. <laughs> you know? Like, it's just Oh, like, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, that's right. That was like, well, what if I, what, what do I get if I pay the ransom? He's yeah. like, you get eighteen votes. You get eighteen votes, meaning like That's the, the people who he saves will actually vote for him because yeah. <laughs> he paid the ransom. Anyway, so 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 uh, they decide they need to get the money. Right. At which point they have to go to the bank and they ask for very specific you know denominations of money and they have to be wrapped in rubber bands.
1: Right. They got their whole plan down. Like they got it really. They got it right. They, they got, got it, it down. down.
0: Right. And there is a significant amount of footage of people at the bank counting
1: money. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it a is process. A, it's another process movie. I you're love realizing, process movies. You're
0: realizing like uh, this takes a long time to count all a million dollars in twenties and fifties. Oh, and they're not only they're using the machine, but they're counting they have, it but by They hand. answer
3: something too that the audience members are going to look at the bag and say that's not a million dollars. So one of the cops who's carrying it to the other cop in the car, once they get the money to deliver it yeah. downtown, he's like, that's a million dollars. It's, it's not how much a way is it. How, it's how much you can buy with it yeah, or something. Right, 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 so right. it helps answer some because there are people in the audience be like, that's not a million dollars. That's a million dollars. Exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're not, it's not in fives though. It is in fifties and hundreds or whatever. But yeah. I mean, it's a, but it's hundreds, a, it's, right? Fifties huh? and hundreds. Every little bit of
1: grit like that in this movie mm-hmm. uh, there's another brick in the building in this movie. Right. Like, I, I absolutely love all those details, the, the details make this thing hum. That's what makes it work. Right. Yeah, yes. But like, hold
3: on a second. We're going to go back just a step. I'm taking a left turn. You can. Don't be angry at me. He's angry. Okay, let's can. get back to it. <sighs> those little nuances that you talk about, mm-hmm. like the, the, the board, with the train lines lighting up and the yep. way it's the conical piece of glass. Right. Right? Yeah, and exactly. then the thin painted lines to show the lines against the black metal board. Yep. Yeah. How cool was that? Oh, it's awesome. That's not something you can build in Cornwall, England. Yeah, no,
1: this that's exactly right. I mean, like every little detail. I mean this like, is I'm a, very New York. I'm I'm a, I'm No, a,
3: but the point is just, going back to the Kubrick, design, yeah. Yeah, like great production or design. Or real that's, that's, environment right. helps build that world. And when you fabricate it, well, it's, like, it's different. It's like in uh, All the President's Men, they
1: shot At least the, for that period. In all, all the President's Men, they shot it on a stage. They had to build it on a stage. But they bought all of the chairs and tables from the post. Yeah, yeah, they're just like we need to buy those and bring them into the stage. Like, but there's it. a so, gritty like, thing, it has to the look tunnel exactly. stuff,
3: right. and yeah. like just the, the the overall vibe. Yeah, everything it feels. It feels. Everything, real. everything has
1: a texture and a and a flavor to it, and a history to it. Just visually, that right. makes that makes the whole thing feel very deep.
0: But it's also the other thing that was interesting because even, like the subway, is not very sophisticated.
1: No. Not at all. No, not at all.
0: In fact, it still isn't very
1: sophisticated. No, they are, ho- they are holes in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> like that's at, what it is. But even
0: just like the control center is not like some modern control center nope. would modern – no. It's like it's a board with lights on it and you're like – you know. And
1: it's not something you can update easily because trains run all the time. Right. Like It's not like you can just rip this place out and then update all Oh, that. but – Other great it's scene. Oh, we forgot
0: yeah. to talk about it. Before all of this started, mm-hmm. uh, uh, one of the hilarious scenes in it uh, and also – Slightly, actually, pretty racist.
1: Uh, was... Well, it's it's. I would say this. It seems to be racist, yeah. and then it reveals that it's it's turning around on on uh, and, and mocking itself, and well, and mocking him, right? Because like, So,
0: so basically, uh, what happens as we we're introduced to Walter Matthau's character mm-hmm. as he's going in, he's basically just like running the subway, or whatever, and then someone comes by. It's like there's a tour of you know Japanese men right. that are interested in. Learning about the subway. Right, At they, which point, he starts talking to them. He's and going to show them around the subway. Show them around, and he's asking this stuff, and they are not reacting. They're just taking pictures, and right. he and he assumes they don't speak English. They don't speak English, right. so he just basically just starts
1: rambling about whatever. whatever. And, but he also gets when, when he when he has to hand them off to somebody else once the problems start Mm -hmm. like he's i mean he's just like he starts saying to them things like okay over here dummies let's go yeah uh, you don't worry about these monkeys they don't even speak english right and then it turns out like there's like thanks very much for the tour right and all of them speak english and you're like you're a fucking idiot right (laughs) it's like and i think that mathau is what's really great in this movie is that even he represents a particular turning point in new york city right because it's not like he's not but he barely looks embarrassed yeah, like he, it's just like, it's, it seems like it's another thing. This happens with the, um, when later on there's a black detective, right? Right. And again, he gets in the car with black, de- and he's a, he just had a picture in his mind that the guy was white, right? Because Walter Matthau is an old white man who grew up in a basically deeply racist culture. Right. And so he opens the door to get in and he goes, well, Oh, uh, and it's like, what, what's wrong with you? And he's like, Oh, I was expecting a, a I don't know, uh, you'd be short. I don't, I don't know what I was expecting. I was like, expecting you to be. Shorter, yeah, and the guy's sitting in a car. Like, there's no way to tell how tall he is, right? But it's the awkwardness of like he doesn't seem. I didn't
0: expect you to be black. Is what he? Yeah, does. it's what he's actually yeah, thinking, same, right?
1: right? Um, but it, like the scene is played not for laughs about the detective. It's played for a character commentary on who Walter Matthau is, right? I mean, like he is a he's an, like he's not a racist person. He is just grown up in a very. like in a racist world, essentially the way that New York city is stratified seventies, especially. And so he's like, he's just caught off guard by things being different from the way that he grew up. And he tries to process it really fast and not be a jerk about it. Right. Like, he's just like, Whoa, I just made a, like I made a, he's like, you can see it on his face. Like I just made a really racist idiot mistake. Right. And he just tries to like get roll through it. Right. And I think that that's also basically what's happening for, uh, New York city, as it goes from the 70s to the 80s right when like it's like it's it's changing uh, you know like demographics are changing hugely and uh and all, and, and the city's relationship to itself is changing right. and uh and it's you know and you know ultimately it's going to be more connected with the world as it gets into the 80s and 90s uh and you see that with Matthew cuz is an old just an old crumpy white dude yeah you know and so when you see it with the uh uh with the uh, um the Japanese guys in the beginning like you know it plays it as if it's a regular seventies movie where you're just like, "Hey, let's have some laughs at it. And, you know here's the stereotypes of some Japanese guys, and we'll have some laughs right and then as soon as it turns around, you're like this guy's out. like Walter Matthau is just out of date, like you know he's just yeah. like he's just clumsy and doesn't not, talk to not with the times he's just not with the times <laughs> and right. the, the, like the but the they're movie. all
3: down on a hole too, yeah, exactly like everyone's got their own. Angle and, and I think you guys touched on that earlier, like the whole kind of layers of bureaucracy in New York is so and huge. Just,
0: and just some people just don't give a shit about their job. It was like Jerry Stiller's character at the beginning, he's, he's like, I character. can't bother. I'm busy. And all he's doing is reading the newspaper. Yeah, exactly. Like he's actually exactly. not actually doing anything. It's like, I can't do that right now. I'm busy. I'm right. like – you're clearly
1: not busy. Right. You're reading the newspaper. Yeah. Everyone's got their little thing they do. They've right. been living like this forever. Yeah. you know, And you can see it like even in the way they talk about like whether or not the cop that's on the train is a man or a woman. Like, you know, th- this, there's a couple of lines that go back and forth about right. this. And some people are sort of modern about it and some people aren't. And he's just like – and he's sort of in between. He's sort of like – you know, like who cares if it's a guy or a girl? You know, and they're in the same situation. Right. But even at the tail end of that, it's just like, of course, especially if it's a dame. You know, it's right. just like, oh man, dude. <laughs> like, and I love when characters like he's a really likable, amiable person, but he's obviously got regular, real flaws of a guy in this situation. Like it made him a very, much more believable personality to me, right. instead of just like I am a noble guy who's good to everybody and really, yeah. really savvy. I'm just like, no, this is actually a dude who'd be in this scene like he's probably yeah, had all he's, sorts of fucking out of tune ideas about yep. the world
0: and I like that yeah basically they, they give him flaws yeah exactly
1: and I uh, appreciate it it, ma- it makes them it makes them it make it feel more it real more real
0: it's true Now, interesting note about the the like you said there was a the plot point that was important that like there is a cop on the train yeah they mentioned that several times they don't know who it is but they know there's a cop on there
2: yeah
0: I oh, I was sure that it was the black guy at the beginning, Remember right. the guy who was singing, yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah. like, "That's got to be the cop," right? But it turns out it's someone who was not even revealed in towards the end. So yeah, it's yeah. not that right. person, right? right. But uh, but I was sure that I was the cop when right. I saw this. Um, but 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 not knowing l- lends tension to every scene. It lends like tension to every scene, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah and really so there's a there's a few random characters on there mm-hmm. that are kind of you know the, the hostages. You start to get to know them a little. bit since right. they're not that
1: many. Yeah, it's not quite as deep as something like Dog Day Afternoon, but you do get a good cast of characters yep. in the train car. Yeah,
0: there's, uh, there's, and and you also, uh, the, the 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 loose cannon guy is just a big troublemaker. He's yeah, like yeah. trying to like rape a woman. He's yeah, like, I could rape her. Out.
1: Yeah, it's really, really
0: bad. No, Victor Alanzando. Yeah. yeah. And he was great. He was an yeah. awesome actor. Yeah. And, and he's like, you know, looking at girls and leering. He's just yeah. being a real scumbag. Ass, scumbag. Yeah. And the main leader is basically like, I've got to run this like, an army bl- platoon right. and you guys you're fucking it up right, right. And it's like and they were they made a comment about how what an idiot he is it's like how could he be any good he got kicked out of the mob for god's sake you know? <laughs>
1: Right, right, right.
0: so they made a comment about that so the mob was involved in somehow yeah like, exactly you know, so they exactly. got all they got all the new yorkness in there right. which is great
1: yeah all the layers all the layers
0: and then the other cool plot i liked about it was when they they basically got the money together and then then it's like a, it's like a chase scene but not really as the cops are racing to, to get – To
1: to get to the train on time. Right. So they got
0: to get to the bank and then get to the subway station right. and get there on time. At which point they're flying through New York but yeah. dealing with New York traffic. Yeah. <laughs> and and trying yeah. to get
1: through Times Square and all that shit. I mean it's still pretty stunning to see a car driving fast in New York. Right. right. That's like – wow. It's like that in the 7-ups have like the two – you're just like, holy shit. Yeah. They really do that. <laughs> that's Yeah. That's, and, it's very, yeah, very,
0: yeah. very, very – right. It was, it was. It was a really good car car chase scene, but yeah. it, it, although they're not chasing anything, but yeah, the but time. It's, it's exciting. It's, it's exciting. exciting. Yeah. And then uh, the because it's crazy New York, and they're trying to get through all this traffic, they end up flipping the the cop car. Yeah, right. right? And they're not going to make the deadline.
1: Right. And, and then, then and the dude's going to kill somebody. Like, this, I mean, Robert a, it, will is, kill somebody. He says,
0: if you don't get it to, to here in time, then I could get it. Right? There's a lot of back and forth about it. He's a lot like, of no, back and forth. And, and no Walter Matho up. is like starting to get a little concerned about it. He's like, right. oh, you got to give me more time. I yeah. got to get through all this stuff. And he's God telling intended, him, why him can't, one, can't one, you blow yeah. yeah.
1: one two three yeah. one One, two, three. One lousy minute. You can't do this.
0: Yeah. And so he's getting frustrated. And then basically the guy says, you have to list time to get it to the subway station. Right. At which point it's not at the subway station. And he's like, I don't know what they do, and then realizes like, wait a minute, he's okay. in a subway. He, he has no idea where there. the money actually <laughs> is. The so yes. he, they're still trying to get the money to the right. subway station, and he goes on the on the radio and goes, "All right, it's at the subway station," yeah. but it's
1: not. It's not actually there yet. But he does The guy doesn't know. The, the, the guy doesn't know. And he's right. like,
0: "All right, we're trying to work. You know, get it to down the tracks." And, then right. he, and so that was that was really like, oh,
1: oh that's it's crazy. just great. It's such a, like that's like that is one of the great pleasures of the movie just in general is like. It's a. It's so straightforward that when something simple like that happens, it's really satisfying. Yeah. You're just like, like, oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. You know? The guy doesn't know that I'm not here yet. Yeah. Like, there's no sneaky bullshit. There's no, like, Hollywood trickery. There's no, like, yeah. you know, then he jumps the car off a ramp and flies into it. Yeah. No. It's just, like, it's a very easy solution. Right. A lot of the dude. A lot of that guy. Huh? That's it. Done. Right. You know. So, yeah. Like, they, they, they get the money, supposedly, to him on time. But then the... uh uh, but then, part two of the plan for Robert Shaw and the crew, right, right, is uh, is they want you know their escape route. They say is going to be on the train, and he wants a clear line. Uh, oh, right. Uh, to so, the end of the line, so he no red, green
0: lights all the way through. Right. Yeah, no screwing around. I want green right. lights. I want to get all the way to the end of the line. Right, right,
1: right. right. And what is actually happening is uh, Robert Shaw is going to uh, uh, move the car a little bit. And then everyone's going to get off or the bad guys are going to get off, leave right. all of the people on the train. Right. Right. And they have uh, fixed the dead man switch. So the train will just keep going anyway. Right. And then the train so the dead is, man switch
0: is an important part of the plot, right? And it's called a dead man switch, which means basically someone has to have their hand on the switch for it to move forward. Right. Meaning that if – the idea is if if a train guy – has a heart attack while driving a train and drops dead right. the train will stop moving
1: and, and and in fact, the detective that we earlier talked about that uh, he, the, that I was surprised was black mm-hmm. like he actually solves the movie in the first ten minutes like he like he, he's the guy who's just like well. You know, well, it, like, what if the what if the train keeps on going, right? Right. Like, like well, they, couldn't they just get off the train and leave the train on? Right. And, which actually turns out to be true. Right. You know, and, M- and math is like, no, 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 it won't be like that. They have a dead man switch, and right. like, like if they just listened to the detective in the first place, <laughs> the movie would have gotten solved. <laughs> right. So one
0: of the big other important people of the 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 the, the hijackers mm-hmm. is someone who used to be. A uh, a train operator. operator. This is Martin Balsam, right? And so he's an important part. Like, okay, they figured out like there's got to be someone who knows how to operate the train as part of this crew, right? And then they start as they ask basically Jerry Stiller's character. I I believe it was Jerry Stiller's character. Mm -hmm. Look up all uh, uh, train operators that operators that have been fired recently. For bad behavior right. or whatever reason,
1: then. comes up with a list of seventy nine people, so, <laughs> which is hysterical. That's a, oh <laughs> like, shit! Oh, and the element is like,
0: oh, we had a lot of crappy people operating <laughs> trains for a long time, right? So that's
1: a, such a good subtle joke right there. That was yeah. spectacular.
0: Yeah, and they had to try to eliminate all. Of those. Like, like most of them are like in jail right. or like li- literally like people that are operating the train our uh our jail and stuff
1: It's really funny uh, but they they sort of winnow it down to about ten guys right 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 and uh but they figure out uh, um, uh, Mathau figures out the basic plot and figures out like oh my god they've actually gotten off the train mm-hmm. and right. they and we have to go back to the, this stop and try to catch them uh, right and so mathow uh leads the crew Jerry Stiller Uh, to go and try and hunt down the bad guys that have gotten off the train with the money. Well,
0: hold on. There's a couple things I think we forgot. All right. So what happens is these guys uh, uh, figured out how to do the dead man switch, and Mm -hmm. the train is now a runaway train. Right. Right? right? And they're trying to figure out how – I forgot how it actually – how does it actually
1: stop? Uh, Because, like, at the end, it does have – like a stopping mechanism. Right. Right. But they're, they're like, no, there's the,
0: going to be a red light. There's going to be a red light. Yeah. There's going to be a red light. And there's a lot of tension because this train is going like 70, 75 miles an hour. 75 like so miles an hour. And, and, one of the, and
1: one of the guys on board the train is like, you know, I ride the train every, every damn day. I know how this works. Right. You know, and nobody else will believe him because right. it's just a scary hell ride. Right. Uh, in the end, they are saved. They are saved. Like it's okay. And they right. do not, The train does not crash. Uh, but it's an, it's an automatic thing that stops them. Right. And, uh, and Mathow. Uh, uh, goes after, uh, the bad guys with the money goes down into the tunnel and, uh, confronts, uh, Robert Shaw, Robert Shaw. Oh, and we should say that, uh, Hector Elizondo, uh, kept on acting like a creeper and a jerk until Robert Shaw kills him. Kills him. (laughs) Like he's had enough. (laughs) Had enough of this dude. Right. So it's just Robert Shaw really. By the way, at
0: this point they all have their, they all have the money Mm -hmm. and they've all are wearing vests. Yep. and so they split up the money in their vests, and right. so they all got their take. Right, and that they they're just gonna and they they tear off their disguises, which turns out they basically all wear mustaches and masks right. and, and glasses. Right. And that was their disguise. That's the big disguise, exactly. Yeah. And yeah.
1: Uh, and then uh, when Robert, so uh, Martin Balsam seems to get away, right, right? Uh, and uh, Walter Matthau uh, stops, uh, finds uh, uh, Robert Shaw and right. confronts him, right, and this is. Easily my favorite scene in the movie. It makes no sense. And it makes no sense. It's just great. It just, just makes great.
0: no sense, but it is great. Why doesn't it make sense? Well, explain what
1: happens. Well, he's like he, they get. He's you know, he identifies who he is and right. says, "Well, you know, uh, you're gonna have to come with me." And this is how it goes. Like they have a little trade of respect. Like, Why does?
3: Well, because Walter Matthau figured out that it was on the Fourteenth uh, Street. Yeah, right. Right. He right, right. figured out
0: which exit it was.
3: Right. Like they, they're basically. They're between when, stops, when they but there's an emergency.
0: But there's they're between stops, but there's an emergency exit to come out on Fourteenth Street, which which is where the guy gets away. He just comes right. up between the grates and like rip, slips off into the right. city. Right. But the other guy hadn't made it out that far. But Ma- mathau figures out exactly where he's going to be. Right. And confronts him there.
1: Right. And uh, now the uh, and they have uh, like I yeah, obviously have you know, sort of grudging respect for each other. There's a great little banter between them. Right. And Robert
3: Shaw knows there's no. Way out of this, yeah. But he's about to kill the cop, right? 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 So he's standing over the cop. Mathal comes down to the train level, uh-huh. and he's underneath at the doorway, saying, "Freeze, right there!" Sorry, because he's about to kill the cop, undercover right. cop, which right. was shot right. in their escape. Right. So, um, yeah, it makes sense that I he's there. It, I think it makes.
0: I think it plays. I think it plays fine. So, well, what happens basically is that as he's about to arrest him. Instead of giving himself in, he puts his foot on the third rail. He touches the
1: third rail. He asks him, do you guys still have execution in this state? And Mathieu like, no, 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 we don't. He goes, pity. And then steps on the third rail on purpose and kills himself. Right, yeah. he electrocutes himself. Yeah, it's spectacular. It's just spectacular. and it, his this is he's going
0: Arr! and his, there's smoke coming from his body yeah. and yeah. and Matthew goes oh yeah because
1: <laughs> it's yeah, exactly it's not gross but it's uh, it's uh, it just looks it, it's totally insane yeah and uh, and it's just like it, I think it's it's uh, uh, it's such a great like I love Shaw's character in this because it's essentially Robert Shaw like, he's just like eh, fuck it. <laughs> like
3: he's just like, I don't care. Doesn't make But any they set him up when he's having a discussion with Balsam in the ca- the cabin, the lead cabin for the controllers when they were riding the train. And he was saying, what did you do before? And he was like a mercenary in he's South, a mercenary. Am- South and, Africa.
1: And he and he constantly says things like, you know, like, you know, you're going to die of something. Yeah, like right. he's he is totally unafraid. But he to get
0: he seems very like military in yeah. his in his planning.
1: Like he doesn't want to he doesn't want to like he doesn't want to spend the rest of his life in jail. Like that's not acceptable. Like, right. I tried to pull off my big gag. I didn't get to do it. I'm out. Right. And that's that's basically his attitude. So he's dead. And then they just go on. And then all they have to then they're like, well, we have nine getting nine or ten guys to go to interview, um, to figure out who so, the last so man is. So pretty much.
0: All the guys are dead right. except for
1: uh, Martin Balsam. Martin Balsam. And Martin Balsam, cut to Martin Balsam, he's escaped. He's escaped with the money. He is rolling around with the money on the bed. He's so excited. He can't believe he pulled it off. It's amazing. Right. Gets a knock on the door. And it's uh, Jerry Stiller and uh, Walter Matthau.
0: Because they're doing the rounds, interviewing the 10 different people. Right. And right. he says, can you account for your whereabouts On blah, blah, blah. Right. And, and like he that. almost gets away with it. He does
1: get away with it. Yeah, he basically gets away
0: with he it. He basically gets away with it. And at which point, just as Walter Matthau is about to leave, he has a really bad sneeze. He sneezes and, sneezes and, he and goes, Matthau recognizes it. Goes in yeah, tight he- and goes, wait, because he's he's been talking to him on a microphone. He keeps hearing this the guy, guy sneeze constantly. Just like the mayor, he has a cold. Cold. Right. And the, it's a very distinct – Sneeze. Like right.
3: Matthau would have left earlier, but he was mouthing off to him, so he stayed. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's right. The guy he, tries to get – It's fun. like, <laughs> why are
0: you giving me such a hard time? Yeah, Immediately he turns hot here. and <laughs> cold. And it's yeah. like- he could have just like, all right, thanks, guys. See you yeah. later. And then gotten the hell out of there. Nope. Nope. But he, he stalled because he was like – he was getting cocky. Yeah, exactly. And basically he sneezes, at which point Walter Matthau stops from leaving, turns around, gives a classic Walter Matthau look of yeah. like – <sighs> oh, you Got, assholes, gotcha! And that, <laughs> so, and then it's a free, and then it's a and classic it's a freeze s- frame, freeze end, frame, end of movie, end of the movie. Yeah,
1: okay. And this, the thing is, like, this movie is fucking great. <laughs> like, yeah, they like, this is like we talked about uh, on the previous version of the podcast. This is a Sunday afternoon. Glad it's on. Lie on the couch movie, yeah, and it's supreme. Like this is, yeah, like when you brought Die Hard before, I was like, like, that's exactly the kind of movie this is, right? Where I'm just lethal like, weapon. like, yeah, lethal weapon, where you're just sort of like, you just like any point I tune into this, I'm like, I love this movie. I just ride it's it all the way. It's such a out. straightforward plot, yeah, so easy, so easy, so easy, and
0: it's and it's the kind of uh like with with lots of great tension, but you don't have to think about it too much, and
1: nothing is jacked up, you know, nothing is Hollywoodized. Like all right. the tension comes from totally believable things. Right. You know, and it's good much acting. more good acting, great characters and simple, s- simple struggles that could go either way. Right. You know? And so like, the, like it's like trying to get, you know, trying to drive like 25 blocks with a bunch of money before the time runs out. Like that's a movie. You don't have to do anything right. else. You don't have to have explosions happen or aliens show up. Like you, this is just one tense thing they got to do. The stakes are high and there, and there it is. Right. And meanwhile, like they're showing you this brilliant cross section of all these different kinds of people in New York City. Right. And the and the city itself. You know, which is like the the if there's a theme to the movie, it's that weird underground connection between everyone.
0: there was a, another really great New York character was the cop outside the subway station.
1: Oh, he's great. Yeah, that guy's the he's also uh, um Baron Harkonnen in Dune. <laughs> oh, right. Man. Yeah, he's terrific that guy. I love that guy. He yeah. was
0: so good at but like I got all this shit going on. And like there's there's something about New York characters. That, yeah. Like I said, like Ghostbusters was very much about like nothing phases New Yorkers.
1: Oh, it's the best. It's the best. Like, like New Yorkers, <laughs> like
0: you know, like, it, that, like that scene in Ghostbusters when. You know he's getting attacked by the by the gargoyle, yeah, and and he's like at tavern in the green, and he's like right.
2: ah,
0: right, and, and, and <laughs> everyone's everyone like the looks glass. At, he's on against the glass, getting eaten by a gargoyle. And everyone's kind of looking out, and then they just stop and just get back to they what just they're back doing. To, to dinner yeah, and, yeah. and
1: that awesome the, the, that that uh, glass wiping sound of his yeah. face, <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. But yeah, like that's the that's the brilliance of one two three is like everything like it has all of these great. uh New York style characters, like it's jam packed, but it doesn't feel cartoonish. Except for the mayor, who is a little bit over the top, right? But like it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a cartoon. It feels like a really uh, respectful, loving New York. I think that the mayor was a great. Parody. oh it's no it's perfectly like if you're yeah, gonna have someone be yeah. over the top have it be that guy yeah know? yeah like i think that's perfectly in tone like
0: it's and it's him good. getting shot in the ass by by the black nurse was so oh it's funny. incredible it's awesome it's so awesome. funny
1: everything everything is it's just all like it's like the movie keeps it light no matter what's There's an easy movie to get like yeah, i'm sure they did this with the First of all.
0: why do you get a shot if you have a cold i have no idea I, I think mean, it was just, think they it did just because they needed to, you know, like humiliate him in
1: some yeah, way. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's great. But in, like that's the the joy of the movie is is these characters, this place, these, these details. Right. And like like great – it's a, like all the great movies of the 70s are pretty gritty, dark movies. Right. And this is one of the very few that's gritty but pretty upbeat. Like it feels like a positive movie, you know? Sure. You know, it's like – it's not like a happy movie. But, like, it's, it's jokey great, and yeah. great connections between everybody.
0: And Matthau was so good in it. Him, yeah. The way that he's negotiating, I really like the way he was negotiating because he's so calm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is an important part of the next movie we're going to talk about. How 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 he just, like, the most stressful situations are completely blasé to him.
1: Oh, and like when his uh, the other guy is screaming his head off, just like, uh, Matthau's like, uh, what time does the so-and-so happen? And right. the guy's just like, oh, you mean the thing that screwed me over the blah, 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 blah. blah. Is that what you mean? He goes, yes, Charlie, that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know? right. It's just fantastic. I mean, like, he's, he's like, why do we have to add more stress? Oh, God, like, he just, just adapts and adapts yeah. and right. adapts. And which is also, like, to bring up again, like, you know, with the, uh, with, uh, meeting the detective, like he just adapts. Like he realizes that he messed something up and he adapts. Right. You know, and that's basically how he saves the day is he's like, I made a mistake and I'm just going to fix it. Right. And like, and it's very, very work. I a made day. a
0: mistake with the Japanese, uh, yeah. uh, you know, delegate and, and I'm going to fix it. I'm, I'm just, kind of like, I messed it up. I'm going to fix it. i didn't it. even fix it. He just, like, Oh, so, well, that's how it goes. That's how it I'm, goes. I'm, I'm, I, there it is. I yep.
1: Like, like every, everything and everything to do with the train is like, even because he does, like he does, doesn't mess it up, but he like, he does keep the thing from being solved initially. Right. And when he realizes it, he doesn't fight it. He just goes, well, okay, well now we got to do this then. Right. You know, and he just turns over on a dime because he knows that there's no point in making it about him. Right. At all. Unlike most heroic movies. Like the hero, the heroism in this movie is is a communal right. rather than just you know trying to make math out look amazing like he's he's totally flawed as a person he's totally flawed as a as in the job that he's doing yeah but he happens to be the right guy in the right moment for this thing
0: i i i is interesting because uh you mentioned you know when we talked okay so so again to, to reiterate we uh La- a couple of weeks ago, we tried to do uh, the hopscotch episode, which we're redoing now because of the <laughs> we kept going off track. We, we, we do
1: have like at least twelve other episodes we can knit together out of that recorded episode. A- absolutely, <laughs> yeah. But, but
0: also, uh, yeah, we could just basically turn that into a Tarantino episode instead. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but but the uh, the Walter Mathau one, uh, like when we talked about it, and then we said, hey, we should just let's just redo it. And we'll add uh, another Walter Matthau film, and you guys mentioned Pelham One Two Three. Yeah, I was kudos to Eric; he brought that up. I was like, okay, and I'd never seen it, but somehow I expected something different when I saw this. What did you expect? when you I expected to be like darker, more, more like French Connection, connection, right? Yeah, you know. And it's not as like, oh no, dude, this is such an easy, breezy, fun film to watch.
1: Right, even from the like the the music. The music like the is. The opening, you is like, I'm in love with this. This is great.
0: It's so simple. Yeah. It's so simple. Like I said, it's like an easy. It, I don't want to diminish it because it's totally worth watching. And Mathau's character is just like, that guy's fun. That oh, guy's yeah, cool. Well, the thing and is, like, this, flawed as he is, yeah. he's still cool.
1: And the thing is, like, it makes, like, the movie makes use of everyone and everything's flaw. You know, mm-hmm. it's just sort of like the city is a broken mess, mm-hmm. but that's why the movie's fun. You know, this kind of stuff. Jerry
0: Stiller doesn't give a fuck about his job until suddenly, like, oh, we have got a hostage situation.
1: Now
3: he's jumping yeah. into action. Okay, we'll get it done. You know, yeah. and like the <laughs>
1: and the and uh, you know, I like because like action movies today are more or less always terrible to me now. Like it's just like they just take themselves too seriously, well, and it's also just like this. They the stakes are so uh, like impossibly high. What's that? Open oh. the door for air. Well, you can, but they're cleaning crews there, so it could be a little loud. So we'll wait a f- few minutes. We're steam it up; it's gonna be good. But yeah, the uh, but like the the stakes that you have because of things, and you know we work in VFX, but it's like because of VFX, the stakes are now high, impossibly high, and you have too many executives. Yeah, like like going to be bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. This and bigger movie bigger. must have been pretty cheap to make. I assume so. I'm not really sure what the except for stuff. the chase sequences, yeah, which that's are the, the one like lock off the streets and do this thing. Yeah, right. right. But today it's just like this they would fast by the furious this There thing. are too yeah. many executives, aren't there? No. The producing list, is
3: so much
1: there's there's a great thing. I just like, movies vision are made by
3: lawyers movie. now,
0: yeah. they're not made by like creatives anymore. There's
1: but- I, I, I have to point this out my um, uh, I sent this to my friend uh, Dave who's a great dude and loves Star Trek. Uh, he is not a fan of the new Star Trek show and I saw uh, a video by uh, Red Letter Media. The guys do the great analysis of Star Wars. And they just happened to point out, like, next time you see uh, the new Star Trek show, just watch the titles and see how many producers they have. Right? Right. And so I was like, okay, watch the credits. I'm like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twenty-one producers in the opening credits.
3: (laughs) It was like... How is it even possible? <laughs> like, what's happening? It's just to move ahead with your career. It has nothing to do with content.
1: I like. I've, I've never actually watched that show. I was just shocked. I was just like, how, "There's no such thing as twenty-one producers on anything." That means you only. That means you have a producer and twenty other people that are doing much of nothing. Like I can't imagine that that would. I'm like you have an executive producer, sure, and you have a line producer, absolutely, and you need to get the thing done. But you have a couple of executive producers for money reasons, right? But like today, if you were to make Pelham One Two Three. You'd be like produced by and here's like a block of twelve people yeah right <laughs> you know?
0: well I, I think you're right, but yeah, it's a shame it's right? like,
1: they sh- like it's a, that's as shocking to me as seeing like uh twenty one directors like it's right. something like what the, who the fuck's making the movie?
0: well, look at what's happening with like in the big movies now, the big movies, right, the star warses and mm-hmm. all those things it's like. If you're a director on a Star Wars film, it's like being on a firing squad. Like they yeah. you know, like <laughs> are yeah, going exactly. to dare you. You better, you know, tow the company line and right. do exactly what the producers are telling you to do, or right. you're going to get fired. Out.
1: Yeah, exactly. There's no creativity left. Yeah, I mean, like every I think is it every Star Wars movie that's come out except for the the JJ one or the JJ ones. Like the people have been fired. Like Colin Trevorrow got fired. Right. The guy who directed. Uh, um uh Rogue One got fired yeah. halfway through. Uh Gareth Edwards. Took Gareth over. Edwards, yeah, yeah. Did he get fired? Yeah, uh yes. Yeah, like he well at least they reshot like uh half the movie with um uh, I mean, Tony, Tony Gilroy. Yeah. Tony Gilroy. Tony, Gil- Tony Gilroy. Yeah, I just um, I
0: just you know and who who Solo uh,
1: they fired both the directors? Right, uh, and, and same thing on the Marvel films. was the guy? Lego movie directors were fired well, too? Yeah, and the thing is, I would like. I was really. I didn't think Han Solo was a terrible movie. I thought it was because I like both. I think we've bro- talked about this. Yeah, yeah. like I like, I like both. I like Rogue One a lot. And I like. I like the. First I really like Rogue, Rogue One. Rogue One's really good, and uh, all the way through. Yeah, that's in fact, it gets Which better. Which one was Rogue One?
3: Rogue that's have, One it's is it's a –
0: Death a, a Star plans. It's, movie. A, it's a prequel to Star to Episode Four. Yeah. So uh, it's the, the guys who get the plans on the Death Star and give it to Princess Leia. Yeah. It's
1: yes. it's it gets it starts pretty good and gets very good by the end. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Like it re- it does the right thing. It does the reverse of what Solo did. Solo started pretty well and then gets pretty bad by the end. And yes. that's that's why I think Except really
0: everyone, everyone loved the train sequence. Train oh, I love great.
3: the train sequence. But yeah. it's
0: basically like because basically to turn on solo it's so all of the Star Wars films are inspired by a genre and tries to put it into like – so sure. So like Star Wars, a lot of it is inspired by World War Two aviator films. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Right? And this was – like Han Solo
1: was inspired by Western. So this has to
0: be a, a train heist of some kind. Right. Like where – why is there a train?
1: Does yeah. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't, it it doesn't matter. Who cares? I mean it's a great sequence. It's great, yeah. And I love all those characters. Like I thought all that stuff was like – I was like holy shit this is great. You know, I love all these people. Right. You know. Um but the like the basic like the the basic production on solo was uh the two guys the um the directors of the Lego movie. Or, they're very good directors, right? They yeah. they're very snappy directors. Uh they were uh directing a you know, they delivered their dailies and right. then uh, Kathleen Kennedy was like this is not working out. I don't like this. And when I saw an interview with those I'd guys, love
0: to talk to Kathleen Kennedy. It'd be
1: interesting to see what she's like what her process is in doing this Because I've heard a podcast with her
0: and she's brilliant. I mean she's one of yeah. the best producers. Of all time. Yeah. I know, but what I like the most about her is like she's not only brilliant, but she's she's actually seems I don't want to say this ironically because of what we just talked about on solo, but she seems like very low ego.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like I'm I'm really confused as to what their choices are with Star Wars. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me what they're doing. Right. Because like I think that they're – or at least I think that they're fighting the idea of the corporate vision of how to make an action movie versus the fact that you want these things to be distinctive and artistic because that's what made the first two movies like definitive – Right is that you know these are real works well, of art. Well,
0: I think what they, they 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 went down the rabbit hole of like we got to do nostalgia and, yeah, and, and do the
1: do the fans yeah. right. Well, it's, and you know me on this, I'm just like that's you know, the thing. It's the fans, the,
0: fan, the, the, the fans, fans, the of the, fans and, of the poison. Here. And, and it, we're gonna go on a ra- off the rails. I don't here. like
3: yeah. that. Let's stay on no, no. <laughs> let's do this,
1: Eric. Please, Up top of the roller coaster. Let's you. do this. I love you, Eric. It's gonna connect.
0: I back. saw let's a post. It. I saw a post today. By the way. Uh, about uh, uh, Joker, the movie The Joker that's oh, coming yeah. out, right? right. And uh, someone who we, you and I have talked to, uh, 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 Justin uh, Toby Fields, who, who was- Oh, yeah, uh, of
1: course. Right, yeah. and we talked about- I did, uh, uh, The Last Jedi Conversation over two parts, which is like five hours long. Right. Yeah. So we talked Hello, about- Justin, in case you yeah. happen to be t- uh, listening.
0: So he posted something, and I lo- like I said, again, I love Justin, but he posted something about the Joker where there was an article about the fact that the movie – the guys who made the movie about the Joker didn't use the comic books. They made their own, own interpre- their own interpretation right. of
1: where the origin story of right. the Joker that comes from. That gives me tremendous hope for this being a good movie.
0: Right. <laughs> At which point he said, well, that's it for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because is- they're def-
0: – the. Fans. It's like, God, God bless.
1: God bless you, Justin. You know we love you absolutely. So there's no no shame here. But like, uh, you are I, wrong. The, <laughs> come back on the podcast and we'll talk about it. Yeah, you are wrong, uh, the, Justin. And I, I love you. And I think. I, I think. And you is, came on for. for I understand. For, I understand the love that right. uh, that motivates that reaction. 100. Like I love the Joker. My daughter loves the uh, Batman and the Joker. Right. Like, and we look at like there's core comics from the Joker. Like. Uh, the Killing Joke is, is one of you know, like how he was written for uh, Dark Knight Returns and right. all this kind of stuff that really sort of fixed the idea of like what the character is and how it works with Batman. The fact that Batman's not even in this movie, like I'm wondering how that's going to work because Joker is designed to be a mirror, a foil to Batman. Right. But to me, that's interesting. Like, OK, well, how are you going to make this interesting? How are you going to make this good? Well, it's just
0: like the idea of like how would a character like this exist like in real life? Yeah. No, I think right. it's a, like, it's, it's, it a, it's feels a, much
1: more Chris Nolan to me. Yeah, in fact. It's, a, it's an experimentation to dig around. I'm not saying the movie's automatically going to be good because they're doing this. No, but like the fact that they chose to do it means they're in the right mindset to make a good movie. Like the chances are higher because they're free to do that.
0: Well, I, what I like about the idea is that this is based on a character that is that is part of the popular culture and a nostalgia for comic books, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Cetera, et cetera. But they said instead of doing the way that people expect us to do right. it, we're going to do it like Taxi Driver.
3: Yeah, absolutely. You know? And but get, we're doing that a lot like something else we know. What? Taking something to popular culture and putting a different spin on it. Like what? What's that? Less of the Great American Kids. It is. Oh uh, yeah. Do, do,
1: yeah. I don't know. Do you want to talk about that? Not yet. But okay. Someday. There's a project yeah. that's but out there. There's, that's. There's a that's going to be amazing. But prog- that
3: is the exact same thing. Yeah. Well, yes. the like that's that is the guy the, who created is super nice by the way. He's, he's a very
1: very handsome mm-hmm. and he's only I think thirty. Everyone months. thinks he's a douche, but no. I love him. No, 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 no. That, that's it's a total internet great. rumor.
0: Absolutely.
1: But the uh, but yeah, there's a little
0: bit like David Lynch. But also a lot like Tom Cruise, America Estrada. I always
1: joke with him. I'm like, you look like Eric. If you had the the machine from the fly and put those guys in there and maybe throw in a little uh, Jeff Bridges. This, from, this uh, podcast is actually foot, then you'd have uh, this person that we're talking about.
0: The, the, this, this podcast comes out uh, uh, after the one we did with Brady. Oh, yeah, but right. Brady, I love the fact that Brady said that you look like Tom Cruise.
1: I don't
3: look like Tom Cruise, but you, I didn't want to tell me you, sh- you should feel like you look like Tom Cruise. I know he's son. that's on. You don't look like Tom Cruise, but just you are good with kids, by the way. I love kids, kids are great. And that kid in particular was... I, I've always liked no, mean-spirited, a but I was like, wow, he's really good with kids. Maybe oh, man, he is not, not, mean-spirited. not mean-spirited. No, you're not,
1: no, no I, I saved that up for adults.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, absolutely you're great with kids. Oh, dude, no, uh, yeah, dude, you, dude, you, you controlled that podcast. No, that was the, your the,
1: little baby. He, he was, like, Brady was such an awesome, awesome kid to talk to. It was just, just spectacular. Speaking of
3: awesome, is anybody... This is a left turn, Chris. Here it is. Fuck it, I don't care. Back to Do it, Brady. The... The... Uh, don't move the the mic the new trailer with uh,
1: on uh, called Judy oh I heard about this yeah with uh, Michelle Williams playing no No, Renee Zellweger Renee Zellweger I'm sorry yes yeah that's right Uh, okay she Uh, looks exactly like Judy Garland and still does yeah it's
3: such a cool trailer really I can't wait I love those kind of movies yeah I'll do that she plays um, uh, Judy Garland in the last three weeks of her life oh wow Uh, that's intense she's Perfect spitting image. I would love really? like down to have the, the twitches back. and and the little fat yeah. buildup around the lips and right. just like and she's perfect, perfect. Watch I the think, trailer, th- and you're like,
1: wow. I think Zellweger is great.
3: I she's literally. going to win Oscar for yeah, that. I think she's, she's great, and she's got a huge fan base already for Judy Garland. Yeah, so sure. It's ah, just going to be I love like, Garland, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: absolutely. But uh, in fact, like, because that came up because oh, War of the Worlds came up when we were talking about, um, uh, Judy Garland, Wizard of Oz. Was it a was shot? The was a shot.
3: Yeah, yeah, it all comes back around. My yeah. mother had one of her cars. No kidding. When I was a kid, yeah. Wow. My father bought it from her estate. Aye, aye, and aye. gave it to her. And uh,
1: oh boy, yeah. And I always it. remember
3: that. I was like, wow, that was her car. Was and, it with,
1: like what? Was it with uh, Vincent Minnelli? Yes, uh, husband. Was it the same time period? Of uh, uh, it was the like, uh, seventies,
3: and uh, I just remember, uh, Dad. My mom never used it, so you know. So he uh, he sold it to uh, Joe Trump, Donald's father. Joe Trump, Joseph, I think it was. His I father. like Joe. Joe Trump. Joe, Joe his Joe, father. Joe, Joey Trump. Yeah,
1: Joey Trump. Hey, how you doing, Joey? Yeah, you get that car? Get no, that his guy father
3: that- was a big deal in New York. Oh, I imagine so. His sure. father was a big deal. Um, uh, you know, he was the spoiled rich
0: yeah, kid. Yeah, but but. But he treated his son like shit. He only gave him a fucking million-dollar loan. Of oh, business, yeah, I, I know. Kind of fucking thing is Am that? I getting it
3: wrong, oh, though? God. Is it Joe? Is I don't remember. He, I don't but remember. the point is he had a couple of sons. One died tragically and then – um, Then he got the shitty one. <laughs> the shitty one. <laughs> and then one became an artist, Sad. I think. But, uh, yeah, he was – Donald but, Trump has a artist brother? I'm almost 100 percent sure. Oh, 99.9 percent. Wow. Not all
1: artists are great. Hitler was an artist. Yeah, yeah. It's a of close <laughs> – and his invasion of Poland were terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the boy. invasion of Poland. <laughs> that
3: actually was successful. That, yeah, but still. It was one day he yeah. took over. Yeah, yeah. I but, want but,
1: peace. <laughs> yeah, I good, don't good want filler. war. I want peace. peace. Yeah, well,
3: I when, want
0: a little piece of Poland. A little piece of Poland. A little piece of France. France. <laughs> it's <been> time for <laughs> Hitler and Germany. Germany. Oh, I, I, that's what we should do
3: I like, lived that's with – when I lived in Italy and, um, as a uh, student – I lived with three other guys and we had this loft and uh, they were artists. And one of them had, James, had a t-shirt. It was the, it didn't make friends in the streets of Florence. But it Sounds said crazy. Adolf Hitler World Tour It's like one of those Concert t-shirts Oh man And it showed cool. the dates You know this date that's Poland cool. This <laughs> date, this oh. date. Oh. <laughs> Sold out oh, And sold. I just remember People would that's, just be You know walking around <laughs> By the Ponte Vecchio The apoplectic and Yeah he, you I, know, I don't, goes, I don't, that's I don't uh, No No, that's no. The, that's <laughs> that's I was like, like <laughs> that's He just walked 10 feet Behind me dude It's like me
0: walking Through the streets of Paris Is like the French salute With your arms up Yeah
1: Yeah Good times Yeah Good times But the
3: concert Concept of it, I, I was That's it was creative, like you know, That's those concert t shirts where right, it right, says right. Poland, the date Poland sold out, you know, da, da, da. and yeah. it's just the whole list of all its invasions, yeah. And uh, but I was like, when you wore the shirt, you'd be like eight feet in front of me, like, <laughs> I'll, I'll just look a little head, yeah, just keep let's roll, let's keep yeah. on going.
1: Oh, boy. So that's the offensive part of the podcast, taken care of. All right. A, a
3: but my wife is, said, don't say anything controversial. But it, it's nothing it's I It's nothing did.
1: controversial. I think we all agree that Hitler was a fucking oh, asshole. Oh, yes. But
3: the point is, <laughs> I just, when you brought up Poland, the first thing that came to my mind was James's shirt. I was like, God, he's going to wear Well, this again. is
0: good. <laughs> Eric, this is really good because it will allow us to segue into hopscotch.
1: Oh, yes. yes. It's, oh, perfect. Yes, spies. Before you Europe. start,
3: you guys, I want you to talk. I need to use... You need to use the facilities? Um, no. I just want to uh, double check with the cleaning crew, make sure everybody's good. Okay. okay. Yeah. See, if, uh, see what's happening. Make
0: sure that dishwasher is loaded. Uh, yeah. And if they are uh, done, you can leave the door open. Okay. So let's get
1: back to Star Wars for a second.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I know he doesn't want to talk about Star Wars.
1: <laughs> he's taking these out of the room. and We can just uh, settle on in. Star yeah. Wars up. Yeah, Star Wars. But no, I, uh, yeah, no, I think that's, uh, they, they stalled.
0: They basically said we're not going to make Star Wars. Yeah, they, wrong. they
1: really, they've mismanaged this, uh, brand, I think. Oh, it's really rough. They fucked it up. Yeah, no, and no, I think, uh, yeah.
0: I, I actually appreciate the fact that they all but admitted that they fucked it
2: up. Yeah.
1: Like, they, there's, uh, they realize like, they split their huh. fan base. Like, it's a, it's a, it's, I, I can only imagine it was, it's rough going over there in Star Wars land. Because, right. like, the thing is, like, as we've discussed before, like, I don't have, like, I don't think that Last Jedi is the worst movie ever made. I appreciate it's it was pretty darn bad. It's it's really broken. It's really really broken. I appreciate what they're trying to do, and I There's like the movie be they're a to be their new work. I mean,
0: yeah. I don't know what the new movie's going to be like. But they
1: got they got to get things back on track. And because like as you know, my theory. I don't know,
0: Justin. You have to live it up. You know? yeah, no,
1: Justin's gonna Justin's gonna come back on for the next one. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll have maybe maybe it's a big uh, healing moment. Uh, like maybe we all love the movie. and It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. JJ is a good filmmaker. Like he could do it if it's a good Did script. Did he do the new one? He's doing the new one. Yeah. Okay. Like, I mean, like if he has a, if he has a great script, then he can make a great movie for sure. Guar- guaranteed. Guaranteed. And yeah. the thing is, you know, like, as I said just before.
0: D- be done with the freaking. Skywalkers. The, well, the, the, not just the Skywalkers,
1: just the nostalgia. Yeah. That's, it's poison. It's, it's poison. It's the worst. It's the worst thing in the world. That's why I have a problem with nostalgia. I agree with you. You and I are on the same page on this. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, like it's the, because the thing is like, if I always say like, if this movie that, that uh, say like Last Jedi. If there's no other Star Wars movie ever made, it was just this one, this is a brand new movie called The Last Jedi, would there be a sequel? Probably not. Because it's not that great. And it's not it's not it's got a good director, it's got a great cast, and it's got a bunch of good scenes. Right. Right? But like something along the production of that movie fell apart and it doesn't hold together very well. And that's about it. And the only reason why people keep on, you know, uh trying to support it is because they love the concept of Star Wars but the reason why they love the concept of Star Wars is cuz Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back were great. Did you did you
0: see the uh the uh uh
1: uh, South Park thing about
0: member berries. Member berries <laughs>
1: yes. member
0: member 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 six million dollar man. Oh yeah,
2: but this, that was good. This remember is the, this?
0: Remember when we used to have slaves? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like this is the yeah, no, no, no kidding. That's so brilliant. But yeah,
1: the like this is the that's the that's the trap we're in right now. Where it's like I uh, you know there's no because like there's there's no bankable stars anymore really. Tom Cruise is pretty much the last of them. Right. So. Stars aren't brands that can sell a movie. You can't open a movie with, you know, um, Adam Driver. Like, that's not going to open a movie. Um, but you
0: can do it with Star Wars or Marvel. You can Marvel do it with yeah, a franchise. Exactly. With, with
1: a franchise brand on it, you can open it. and mm-hmm. But even that is starting to struggle a little tiny bit. Um, so, like, uh, everything needs to be pre sold, even if it's something people haven't even seen before. They just go, I've heard that phrase, it must be legitimate. It has a star that I know. I
0: actually think people get more excited about original content now. I,
1: I think that's going to happen more and more. But they're
0: not the, – the movie industry, the, the traditional movie industry has not figured it out.
1: Yeah. yeah. Or it's like
0: that. they're denying it. Right. My, because of their business model of doing movie theaters. So what's happening instead, the original content, the only way you're getting original content is through streaming now.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, incidentally, I'm just going to say right here. This we can define this part of the podcast because we're in between two movies. This is the, inter- this, the intermission section of the dialogue, right. so it's right. totally fair game what we're doing right, right now. Now back to your back to back to your seats. So, <laughs> why are you explaining
3: to him? Why is he, are, you, are we off track? No, no, no. no, no but on just i saying, you just got to keep getting closer,
0: dude. You keep getting further away from the mic. I'm good. I don't need yep. any crackers.
1: I'm close and crunching.
0: You are
3: fine.
1: Mm. You, you I'm fine.
3: pretty close. Well, you weren't looking good. Yeah. You are. <laughs> y- movies suck
1: today. Uh,
0: yeah. They. Well, franchise
3: uh, pictures
1: suck. Fran- big big franchise- movies are generally pretty bad.
0: Pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, and and they're they're placating fans. Yeah. And I think that Comic Con has poisoned the well.
1: Yeah. Like I'm I'm a much I'm as much when I say I hate the fan I hate the fans I am also a fan like I'm I'm as part of the celebration as, as anybody
0: I was I'm. Ex- I, Listen, I liked X Men comics when I was a kid. Yeah, I liked you know, I liked
1: Spider Man films when I was a kid. But the wrong the the wrong folks are steering the boat right now, and and like the fans should not be controlling. And the people what that are steering the, the we've
0: talked about this before, but the people that are steering the boat right now are people that are our age mm-hmm. and basically early forties. Yeah, so Suff- late yeah. twenties, yeah. a- and they are. Uh, they're basically using their own nostalgia to drive the boat,
1: right? And they're, and
0: they're like, you know what I liked? I liked Baywatch, so let's make a movie about that. Yeah,
1: let's use this. Thing and I just—I like also think face- they're going for
3: safe. Yeah, There's like a whole bunch sellable. of reissues of TV shows now. Yeah. All in the family is coming back. Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like these are like, yeah, these are all great. Are they not- really all
0: in the family's coming back? Yeah,
1: now? Yeah. yeah. No, they just. This is all they do. It's like this I- happened to Broadway too. Like Broadway is like original content on Broadway is like. Few and far between. It's usually like, oh, let's take this book, a movie, or this blah blah blah. We'll make a Spider-Man yeah. the, Broadway show. Exactly. Right. Oh man, I would like to see that. Though. That would have been great.
3: That you too did that. The Edge.
1: Yeah, and uh, just like Spider-Man falling from the ceiling over and over again and breaking his legs. That's yeah,
3: but, a Hamilton, great show. but
1: Hamilton was a huge success. That's that's true. There are some great. I mean, movies. He's a genius. Yeah. That yeah. All, right. All right, but All right. in any case, yeah. The to sum up with Pelham One Two Three, like this is the kind of movie that you could actually, if you were to redo. If you were to make an action movie today mm-hmm. for Netflix that worked like this, it would be a hit on Netflix.
0: Oh yeah, and easy
1: to make. And easy to make.
0: It's a, such a straightforward right. plot. So
1: you need so few sets. Like it's good, tight, awesome film with lots of great characters. Hopscotch. Right. Um, one, two, <laughs> yes, now, uh, yes. <laughs> hopscotch.
0: Hopscotch is a hard movie to make because of the locations. Yeah, it's that's, that's a, a little. Bit, that's a little more tricky.
1: Right. But like, we, before we segue into hopscotch, I just want to say, like, my vote for Peak Mathau is Pelham One Two Three. Okay, yeah. I, I still like. I
0: still ben like. I still, yeah. I still no. I still like hopscotch best. Yeah, Honestly, the hopscotch. Sweet. Hopscotch
1: is a very interesting. But movie, so I have
0: my it. own nostalgic reasons for it. Right. But before we get into it, you guys. Talk about something because I
1: gotta. Uh, okay, so it's round two.
0: Check on the uh, cleaning crew again. <laughs> okay,
1: let's see what happens. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing, dude. It's like I like I love I love big Hollywood movies. I love them, and like Netflix and and uh, like Netflix just said that they're pulling back from their big budget stuff because their big budget stuff, like um, um, the J C Chandor movie they did uh, with Ben Affleck, uh, like it didn't perform very well for them. So now they're backing off of doing big movies. And I'm just like, like now I get no good big movies. Like, I don't get them on Netflix, and I don't get them on, in the movie theaters. Because in the movie theaters, they're not making things. Amazon like them. really has some nice stuff compared to Netflix. Yeah, they've been doing a lot of weird stuff anyway. Like, they I really take it. stabs. I definitely agree with that. Love it. Yeah. Like, uh, like, it's a little bit more, their general quality is a little more random. But I like the fact that they try things that are a little bit weirder. And they got a couple, they have a Lord of the Rings coming out, and they have a, uh, um, they have a, uh, Wheel of Time, another fantasy series, uh, a book series. These are gonna be massive budgeted things. So we'll see if that that's see if that pans out. But it's just like, I would love uh, a big Hollywood film to be great, like, but they've turned into big CG, bullshit, bullshit, you know, and like, and that's nothing wrong with CG. It's in not the CG that makes it bad, little flow in, cross flow. open the door and uh,
3: a little cross flow. But yeah, that's the... Cause that's, pod, that's, that's just audio experts. The cross flow is the... little part. cross flow.
1: Yeah. A little cross flow happening. But yeah, that's, uh, that's the thing. It's like, there, Pelham one two, three is a great model for how you make a tight, exciting movie on the cheap. And because it is a uh, smaller scale, they put their money in the right place. It's a, good, it's a good action film with lots of great characters. Make movies like this, and we'll start to save the theater situation. Because my prediction is Endgame... Avengers Endgame. It's going to be looked at as the turning point for when superheroes and all that stuff started to not pan out. Like I think that was like is that it, the one with Brie Larson. That's the uh, it is with Brie Larson. Um, but it's, no, the, it's last, the last last Avengers just film. Last Avengers film. And but like, it
0: it was the second highest grossing film of all it, time. Un,
1: it underperformed slightly compared to their expectations, and to me that's a really? big deal. Yeah, yeah. Like it was, it would still made huge, huge money, an enormous it made amount. Made two billion dollars. Yeah, enormous. But they were, they, it would, it undershot what they thought they would make by, I think it was like thirty or forty million, which isn't isn't much in the big scale. Actually, I don't think it did. I think it actually, in the first in the first weekend, they were predicting. I forgot what the number was, but it was definitely like under by ten from what they were predicting, and then it sustained under numbers consistently. Then because that's why they didn't beat. Uh, what was it avatar Avenger, avatar yeah right? and then they tried, they tried to release it again to try to beat avatar cuz they really want that standing but i don't know if they did i mean like it was and it was weird to like trying to go and grab that again i was like uh-oh that's weird like that's when that's like when uh, when you tell a joke twice cuz the first time nobody heard it and then the one person heard it the first yeah, time goes uh uh-uh. uh
0: re-release it like a few weeks after you
1: released it yeah no that's a bad that's a bad taste that's a bad taste to me and like it smacks of a little tiny tiny seed of desperation and i think that because i mean i didn't i still haven't seen endgame i was just like i don't i don't care they're all the same all these uh, i saw it twice yeah i'm sure it's good they're all fine they're all you know, it's not, like, not, i like that tv show
0: your kid i went with my kid and right. then we watched it again for work
1: yeah
3: they're all really well made you know they're yeah. fun a lot of v-ray well, huh a lot of v-ray
0: uh yeah, uh, more specifically um um character the the character yeah. Uh, Th- uh, Thanos was was all uh, well great the, work. The, the DD's version of Thanos was all V-Ray. Look great. And uh, he looked great. Yeah, it looked he looked great. great. Actually uh, the the performance capture was amazing but yeah. um anyway. In any case, let's I think, let's I think let's, that's let, it. let's get to uh let's get to this. So uh Hopscotch was an important movie to me because my grandfather loved this movie. It this was your grandfather's a, favorite how movie. Did of all did I? Time. Did
3: I dream that? I, I. How did I know that?
1: Because I because said we did it an entire podcast about it a few oh. weeks ago. That's right.
3: Wait a minute. <laughs> did we? <laughs> I had a dream that we had this podcast already. It was Unbelievable! Pretty intense. Yeah, we did business. it. We did
0: it a week ago. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's my grandfather's favorite movie, mm-hmm. and uh, my and he insisted on watching it. And I think he he bought the VHS tape of it or whatever. And we were all watching this movie, right? Uh, and I guess it was in the '80s sometime. 80.
1: 1980.
0: That's when it came out. Right.
1: But so you must have been watching in like '83, '84.
0: Yeah, maybe something like that. And then my dad, and and then I watch it with my dad. And Walter Matthau is a very funny character in this. And yeah, I think great. the only time I ever remember Walter Matthau was from
3: The Odd Couple, right?
1: Incidentally, I've been. I have to stop myself every time I want to say Walter Matthau. I almost say Jack Klugman every for this entire podcast. Yeah. But- yeah.
3: Different but probably same cut of the cloth.
1: Yeah, it definitely it's a, like and it's the odd couple connection. It's just right. like a like a, something that flips in my brain. Yeah. But yeah, no uh, um this is this is uh uh the uh the tail end of his great period. Uh, okay. right? And uh, and he's still cooking. He, he is like top the, notch. Yeah, he, like he's the more tired he gets the better he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he is beat down. He's like fuck it, I'm out. Like that's, right. his, that's where he's at, at the top of the movie. He's like, I don't care. It doesn't make any difference.
0: But that's actually – the irony, of course, is that that's exactly his character in this movie. It's bad. Yeah. Right. And it's, so it's, and it's a spy movie. It is a spy film. Mm-hmm. So it starts off in uh, in Germany, somewhere like Munich or – no, no. It's in Berlin. Right. Uh, uh, West Berlin. Yep. During a beer fest. During a beer fest. hmm and he's being very Walter Matthau with a very laissez-faire attitude, mm-hmm. wandering around the beer fest with a telephoto lens
1: because someone's going to be trading some microfilm right to the Russians.
0: But he just looks like a tourist, and you're clearly like doo, 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 doo. and he's like he loves classic music, classical music, which is a big theme in this this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Underlying theme is he keeps whistling opera and, right. and 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 different things.
1: This is this is a much more Complex movie than Pelham 123. Oh, way more complex. And it's a much more subtle movie than Pelham 123. Yeah. Like, yes. There's a lot going on in this movie. There's a lot going on. But that being said, the one thing it carries over is this movie could not be more easygoing. Like, yes. The, the plot of the movie tries very hard to make its argument that th- serious, deadly things are happening. And Walter Mathau's reaction to that is
2: Meh. <laughs> Okay. I don't care. That's fine.
1: Yeah. 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 So the tone of the opening it like it feels like it's a uh so it, looks it like feels a, like a serious spy movie it, it, setup. It's
0: a classic uh uh, uh spy setup, right? right? They're at the Beer Festival in in, in Berlin, right. in West you know, West Berlin. And Jason
1: Bourne is there. Yeah. And
0: so clearly, this is at the crux of the Cold War, right, right. in d- Berlin, right. right. So dur- dur- this, and by the way, this is during the Cold War, right. right? And so he's taking pictures of one person like secretly passing uh, micro uh, uh, microfilm over microfilm to, to another person. Microfilm. Oh,
1: microfilm.
3: microfilm. Fish. Yeah. Microfiche Microfilm. Is, is sheets. Yeah, and it's That's for what's in the libraries. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but yeah, the but secret of the passing library. Right? The size of it though is like the microfiche is like the no, microfiche, microfiche is about this big, and what we – he was um, microfilm is
1: like this big. That is one tenth of one fist. Right. Yeah. Right. That's <laughs> crazy. Using using our nonetheless
0: uh, it passes it on. There is it. The the information is passed on to a older Russian spy. Mm-hmm. Who is confronted, like, and and uh, Walter Matthau, you know, intersects him right as he's about to escape, and he goes, "All right, hand it over." Right, and the guy says, well, "I could run." He goes, "You, me, two old guys, we look like Laurel La Hardy." Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Come on, come on, just give it over. And this and Khashoggi,
3: what was his name? The, yeah, oh,
0: the, the 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 Russian, the spy. The spy I forgot his name. Khashoggi,
3: or the, yeah, uh, I the
0: I actor. No,
3: no, no, the the character. The, name. the character. I forgot.
1: Like, and it's clear that these guys are essentially old friends. They're on opposite sides. Yeah, of the Yeah, yeah. They've been War. doing this, but like, they've been going back and pa- playing ping pong like this for for you know, probably twenty decades. years. Yeah, yeah.
0: And so they're like, "Come on, just, just," and they're like, "All right, all right, here you go." And then, and but, then he just lets him go. He right. gets the information, but he lets the guy go. That's he's like, not the
3: same type of thing. Also, in Pelham One Two Three, where he's just, you know, a seasoned work guy. It's like, mm-hmm. All right, yeah, this, uh, yeah I'm just this, doing the job. This is the ticket. Yep, muddling
1: on through. You know. And, like, there's a, there's definitely a sense – there's a great sense of history between these guys. They like each other. Uh, yeah. at, like, at a sort of a root level, they respect each other enough that they like each other. Yeah. And um, and he lets them go and uh, gets the microfilm and brings it back to the, what, CIA or whatever they're uh, – whatever he's working for. And the CIA is not psyched. Like, led by Ned Beatty. Ned Beatty. Oh, he's my God. Off. He's Ned- like, why'd you let that fucking guy go? He's, like, one of the top guys. But Ned Beatty is introduced to us. Is he like- still alive? Beatty, yeah, uh, yes. I'm gonna say yes and be wrong, but yeah, I think so. Okay,
0: Ned Beatty is introduced to That's us a great like t-shirt. they do. This, they do this say great, yes and be wrong. It's a <laughs> great <t-shirt. laughs> Say yes and be wrong. I'll say yes and be wrong. <laughs> it's like it's like Cuddy uh, Stark. Drop the anchor fast. Wait, what? <laughs> That was. I love that, Eric. Your your drop the anchor fast situation. Oh, drop I said that
3: quickly. too. I forget what I say. Drop the. Drop. That's why the you wake quickly. up in the morning? You write things down. Yeah, that's right. Drop the anchor quickly. That's do you guys
0: worry about your memory?
3: I don't remember. Yes, I do. My, My memory's you. shot. Me too. Um, but um, hmm. I forgot. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <that okay>? No, <laughs> I, know. I, I mean it's shot. But I. I forget names all the time. All I am time. pretty good with names.
1: Yeah, I'm lousy. I'm lousy with names to begin with, but like I you will, guys like, are really good with names
0: because you guys name almost all the people that we need to know. Along well, this. like
1: I have to come at it from kind of an angle, though. I'm like, bad I have, with people's names I work with, though. Uh, oh, terrible you're terrible. With I've that. always been terrible. Oh, yeah, I've always been terrible. But like, I, like I'm uh, like when I'm like when I'm trying to think of an, uh, someone from a movie, like I my technique is to think of someone tangential to that person, and then their name will appear correctly. Uh, if I try to think of the name directly. Oh. It doesn't work.
0: It's like the rods and cones in your eyes because the the, 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 names to you are like uh, 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 rods. Right. You can see them from the periphery. So you have to look to the side (laughs) for you to focus on this. What
1: movie was that rod in? Oh yes, that's right, <laughs> Shirley MacLaine. It's a weird, weird, weird <laughs> analogy. All
2: right,
0: so back to back to you. Uh, okay, back to the, to the story. Right. Uh, w- one of the things I loved about the Ned Beatty character is the way that he's introduced, mm-hmm. which clearly makes this even more comical as right. we're going along. So Ned Beatty's character is introduced as someone who's pissed off at the situation. You mm-hmm. just know that. At which point, Walter Matthau, who is by the way the head of the CIA, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Ned Beatty is. Ned Beatty is. Yes. And uh, Walter Matthau walks into his office. He knows he's about to get chewed out. Mm-hmm. But then Ned Beatty says, excuse me. And he wants to do a little little power struggle situation and says, I got to get on the phone. I have an important phone call to do. At which point, Walter Matthau does the same thing he was doing at the beer festival, which is to whistle classical music right. while sort of wandering around and looking. Well, and- Beatty is making him wait. For some fucking phone call that he's on, in his office, in his office, and while he's doing that, he's looking at all the pictures on the wall, right. which in, basically is your character development for Ned Biddy, right? Who is seen as an asshole
1: Republican, yeah. Very this dis- is very distinctly, politi- very distinctly, distinctly Republican,
0: right? Yeah, he's got a big gun, and, and he's got a gun
1: Re- Reaganite Republican, right? And yes. he's got a big no Nixonite. Oh, actually, literally Nixonite, but it's, right. a, it's no, a, it's, it's a, eighty. It's, it's, but the film, the film itself is, the, is, a, a, is an anti Reagan
0: movie. Anti Reagan movie, but so that Beatty is like pictures of him pointing a gun at the camera, like right. he's firing a gun. Then next to it is a bunch of targets that he has shot, where he's shot a bunch of bullseyes in right. his target. Then there's a picture of him with Nixon, right? And it's all like, clear, okay, you're setting this up to show you like the asshole Reagan guy yeah, that right. this old school
1: uh, 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 spy is like, uh, this is the kind of fucking bureaucratic asshole that has ruined the entire thing. Is like, right. Like, like because like, he basically
0: like these, these spies, I, I believe that the spies, both the Russian guy and Walter Matthau mm. believe that they've stalled the cold war mm-hmm. by just not engaging with each other and just sort of like, yeah, just chilling. Just chilling. Out. They're just like just get y- your turf, my turf. It's fine. Let's yeah. just like, no. There's no hurry, right? And Let's then, let, but let these cool guys him. are
1: like, you got to get him. Yeah, like Ned Beatty is treating the Russians like they're cartoon villains, right? And and, uh, and so he's incredibly pissed off that that Walter Matthau would just let this guy go. You know, when who is um, who is one of the big spies for right. Russia, right? And uh, and during that phone call, it's really great because like you get the set, you get the backstory of Ned Beatty, but yeah. also Ned Beatty's phone call sets up. A good bit of information about Ned Beatty's – one of his main interests is his house that he's looking to rent out.
0: Right. And, and the phone call – right. Ned Beatty gets on the phone uh, uh, with his, a real estate agent who's trying to rent out his summer house in North Carolina or
1: something right. like, like that. Right? Mm, Virginia. 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 Thank you. Thank right. you. And he's very specific that he does not want this rented to a Democrat. Right. right. Like, to, a repu- uh, oh, to a Democrat. Yeah, to a Democrat. Ahead. He's yeah. very, very against this concept. So it puts this idea in your mind about Ned Beatty's house and how much he hates Democrats. Right. Yeah. We move on from the movie and Ned Beatty chews out uh, – chooses out Walter Matthau. Walter Matthau. And then Tell,
0: tells him that he is basically going to spend the, uh, the rest of his time uh, behind a desk until he gets his pension and then kick him out of the CIA. And that's it. And and, and, then,
1: then, and m- we meet uh, – no, Ned Beatty's sort of assistant – is Sam Watterson, who's a younger guy, but he's also no, been trained I, by Walter Mathau. Yes, right, and so he really likes Mathau, and he's trying to like he's saying Mathau like what What are you doing? Right. Like, just play ball, you know, like t- take it easy, you know, it's like right. you know, he's trying to like trying to smooth everything out. But Mathau is Sam Waterson is so good in this. Oh, too. he's great. Yeah. He's really charming. He's really and he's a good guy in the movie.
0: Those uh, of you who don't know who Sam Watterson... well, you guys will know Sam Waterson from L.A. Uh, not L.A. Law. Law and Order. Law and Order. Yeah. He's a big character in Law and Order. He's in Woody Allen's Interiors. Yes. Uh, he also does all the- The uh, Killing Fields. The
1: Asperger. For, killing for, Fields. For, for <laughs> T.C. Waterhouse or whatever it is. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and he's gone from being- Price Waterhouse, right? Uh, Pricewaterhouse, yeah, Price Waterhouse. Price yeah. Waterhouse, yeah. He has, uh, like when he was a young man, he had sort of a voice like, just like this. But now on uh, uh, whatever the cop show is or the law show- Law and Order. He has the real- warbly orville Redenbacher style voice. a little bit a little bit <laughs> but he's a great actor across the board he's always yeah. been great
0: and he's got a very calm demeanor to yeah, him too that's his... which is also a really good part of this is, is how calm uh he is throughout the situation yeah ned beatty is an asshole an asshole to an like to a caricature which is, makes it even
1: funnier. Yeah, he is, he's over the top in the most pleasurable way. Yeah. And he is the only one in the movie who swears all the time. Right. Like he's swearing like he's looking like in a Tarantino movie and everybody else is in the nineteen seventies movie. Right. And so he's just like, those motherfuckers, blah 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 and you're like, Whoa dude, leave a <laughs> yeah. room. You know? It's it's such an awesome way to sort of push a character over the top. It's really fun.
0: I think that was one of my, my, my dad's or my grandfather's like favorite. Lines from that movie was with the FBI when they. We'll get to that when they shoot up his house and <laughs> yeah, right. But he's like, now I know what the fuck FBI stands for. It's fucking ball busting imbeciles.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, <so> good. <laughs> yeah, it's it, Beatty is awesome. This is one of my favorite Beatty roles. Oh, it's so good! Absolutely hilarious, absolutely hilarious in this thing. And uh and man, because he was a fucking roll in the seventies, man. Like yeah, Beatty he was. is like. You know, deliverance, deliverance. Network, you know, just like bang, 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 one after another. He's just hit him out of the park. And then this one, like, very few people remember Hopscotch, but like, Beatty is one of the cherries on the He sundown.
0: is so good in this. Yeah, he's really, 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 really top good. Really
1: good. So, uh, Walter Matthau uh, basically says, fuck you. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? And uh, and he, uh, in leaving, uh, goes and steals all of his own files. Right. Like, gets all of he,
0: he he Well, he disrupts his files and right. then shreds his own files.
1: And shreds his own files. Right. Uh,
0: and then he, he quits. He's out. Well, he basically says, fuck it, and yeah. goes on a little mini
2: uh, a vacation. Yeah, a
0: little
1: vacay. And decides to meet up one of his old flames. Right. And the meetup with his old flame is one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Right. Because you think it's Eric, like a tell us about thing. the meetup.
3: The meetup meet of the old flame There's is play, that, who's Who's the flame? Uh, Glenda Jackson. Yes. And am I too close? No, there, you're no, good. No, um, but Glenda Jackson, so you basically are in a terraced – it looks like it's Austria.
0: I think it's Austria. It feels like Austria. It feels
3: like, like Salzburg somewhere. Yeah, 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 Salzburg. Yep. And um, it was uh, – A town famous for salt. Oh, my God. Salzburg. It, yeah. Yeah, makes sense. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> was it, was what, it was it at, at one point – Try the pretzels. One, uh, so at, yes. uh,
0: Salzburg was once the richest city in the world. Because of yes. salt. Because of salt because it was, was the America. highest – it was all about the price of salt. was was the main commodity.
1: There's, the, there's, a, uh, there's a nonfiction book about uh, salt that will make an impression on you. Has a, how the salt trade was one of the most important goddamn things that ever
3: happened. It's interesting. Yeah. What's yeah. A, is it – who did it? I can't remember Diamond? the
1: author. But yeah, no, it's not. Oh, I love diamond. Diamond's great, but no, it was not diamond. It's called salt, though.
3: That's cool. Uh, Eric Hoffer. Nope. nope. I went when I was in
0: Iceland. I went to a salt, uh, a sustainable salt factory, which was uh, pretty much two buildings about the size of this office. Wow. The entire thing. That's a great band name. What sustainable salt factory? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And the way that they made salt there was done by like two people.
1: <laughs> wow. And uh, is that really sustainable then? Yeah, it is. And I'll tell you exactly <laughs> why. Okay.
0: Because what they did is was, was in the fjords uh, of Iceland. And what they did is just, they just pumped the salt water right from the sea.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then uh, they heated it with the natural uh, Underneath, yeah, water, the, the, the geothermal water. Oh, that's and right. And, it, uh, and we went into the room where they basically evaporate all the water. Mm-hmm. And it was about 180 degrees in there. Oh, it was, man. like, wow. ridiculously hot. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. And just, like steam and stuff. And so they, they, they evaporate it till the salinity gets really, really high. Uh-huh. And then they pump that s- highly salinated water to another room. Which cold which, water. Not cold water. It just, it just basically settles. And mm-hmm. then because it's such high salinity, the salt just settles to the bottom. Because it's reached its
1: saturation point.
0: R- exactly. Right. And then they just scoop it up. And that's it. That's
3: it. Nice I don't job, understand why it's so freaking hard to make salt. You just got to do – You've been doing it wrong. You just but didn't know. Hold on a second. In the process, it goes really hot. Yes. Then it's pumped To so evaporate th- most of the water. That's mm-hmm. right. Then what's left is like slush.
0: Mm, just highly salinated water. Uh,
3: okay. And then that's pumped into another room via tubes. Yep. Or little cups that people carry, in. okay, and uh, little cups through the room. Like, yeah, of I, got, I got one cup. So, yeah. And uh, into there, then it settles temp-
0: over the course of about twenty-four hours or so, and it loses all the water. Right. Well, no, the water stays there, but the salt settles on the and bottom. And then they just
3: scoop,
1: because it, because up. They, they scoop the, it up. They scoop the, it up. The salt can't bond with any more water. Yeah. And so all, this, so the, all the salt that is now in the water is just that's what I figured. Yeah.
0: And they just scoop it up. And it's that easy. And then the drying process with the salt. Oh, right. And then and then they take the the salt that they, they make, and they said basically on and a they good day, throw it right, day, right
3: back in the ocean, that's and then it. they do it again. That's
0: that. the, yeah, double uh, double salted. Yeah. Oh, that's that's how you get yeah, double salted. Yeah, salt. it's, yeah. Like, it's like distilling it twice.
1: Yeah, it's, that's what I do with coffee. The,
0: so so the drying process takes another couple a day or so, but they mm-hmm. put it on these racks and they dry it in. But a the
3: heat room. comes from the steam geothermals. Yeah,
0: everything. Yeah, so so it's all it's that's all basically. Crazy.
1: So they don't even have to pay for, like, you know, a big power oven or something like that. No, it's all
0: done naturally. That's pretty – okay. So that's why it's sustainable. sustainable. Turbines
3: uh, for the geothermals? Is that it? Like the –
0: Uh, 75% of all power and heat in Iceland is geothermal. Because it is sitting on Running the turbines. It's sitting on 125 volcanoes. (laughs) And I'm not. That's true. Iceland is 125 volcanoes. Iceland seems like a very,
1: very pretty, slightly dangerous country. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exciting. You were just in Iceland. I think we covered this in the last one, but we should say that you put up some photos from Iceland that were pretty mind-blowing. Yeah. There was one that looked like it was in black and white.
3: Yes, and, and it, it was, was not. not. <laughs> and the kids had a good time.
1: They had a great time.
0: They had a great time. Yeah. Uh it's it's beautiful. The only the only big thing that was a big shocker for us in Iceland is although we were warned about it, but it was like, oh, uh price of food." Yeah, the price of hamburgers. Like ridiculous.
1: Like I mean, I'll pay a lot for a hamburger.
0: Well, I'll put it this way. My kids at one point were something and they're like, "Uh oh, we just need to get something." And it's like, "And you know, my it's like, "Can we just get a hamburger or something?" I was like, Fine, so I found like, there wasn't a McDonald's, but I found the equivalent of a, like a fast food place where you can get like
1: a hamburger. And there are only Rolls Royces in the drive-thru? <laughs> three hamburgers, three hamburgers,
0: uh-huh. fast food hamburgers, nothing's fancy, <laughs> right? Two fries, uh-huh. and three soft drinks. Okay, I'm
3: gonna guess $35. What are you guessing? I I would say per burger is probably 22. It was $65.
1: $65? $65. Ha- one hamburger?
3: Three hamburgers. Oh, okay. 60, so $65. Yes.
1: Wow. Of course, no, these are not dollars. These are Icelandic kroner. A uh, kroner. kroner. Yeah, I
3: said yeah. $3 or $20. Which is 120
0: burger. kroner to a dollar. But nonetheless, like, it was ridiculous. Like $65. Like, pretty bucks. much, you can go anywhere for, for a meal, like, lunch in what seemed like a diner. And mm-hmm. we had, like, a small, you know, like, little, like, 200 bucks every time. Every time. Wow, wow. So the price of food there was like ridiculous. Now also you realize that this it's an island where they, if you have fish or lamb, which is the only pretty much protein that they get there, right, you'll get it for cheaper. Right. Fish is cheaper there; it's half the price of beef. Yeah, right? sure. Beef is expensive there because they don't they don't because they don't got none. They, don't, they don't got none. So yeah. all, all the beef is imported. So you know, and since Americans like beef. Because oh, yeah. we're used to – we expect everywhere like, in the we world We can make to- some kroner on these the babies right here. It's right. going to be good.
1: Yeah. Because yeah, so like, I saw – I don't remember which show it was. Like an Anthony Bourdain show, um, one of his shows or – and it was like uh, visiting the best restaurants in the world. And I believe one of them was in Iceland. And it showed oh, yeah. just like this this miraculous restaurant. You had to make uh, reservations like a year in advance. And oh, I think you're counter- talking
0: about the Anthony Bourdain one where he goes to uh, Copenhagen. This is in Copenhagen? It's in Denmark. Okay. Where it was all sustainable, yeah. like I'm, all I'm weird so foods sorry. that he I'm, gathered locally. And uh, the seaweed and all
1: that. Yeah, because this is what I was getting to. It was, like the, it was just like, it's like bark and, and bits of moss. Yes. And I'm just like, man, maybe, maybe if a hamburger is 65 bucks. The moss makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I'll start eating moss. Yeah, at that, that point. was that was in Denmark. That right That's then. Denmark, though. But I, I'm I I'm famous for net, mixing these up. You yeah. know, um, uh, Justin Vanderleek. If he listens to this podcast, is going to beat my ass the next time I because I mix up Scandinavian experience and the Netherlands, the, like, Netherlands, which has nothing to do with Scandinavia. No, this I was listing. Sc- like <laughs> everything, I've, I've, I'm I'm as I'm as likely to start naming uh, McMurdo Basin, in Antarctica as part of Denmark. Uh, as I am actually recognizing, Denmark and th- Netherlands are two, are different, two things. different things. Yes, yes. They, and very I, different. I have never been able to organize this in my mind, and I'm I'm deeply embarrassed every yeah. time I make that mistake.
0: I've never been to. Uh, well, besides, I guess I could consider
1: Iceland Scandinavian. I don't know that's the closest thing. I've I am come to the wrong person to ask. Right. And absolutely, like, you, mean, you could say Alberta, and I'd be like, Yeah, no, I think that's. Uh, well, they both had Vikings. Yeah, there you go. Okay. That makes sense. I'll there. work with that. That's the fair All trade. Right. Let's get back to hopscotch. <laughs>
0: so. Uh basically he meets up with Glenda Jackson. Eric, take it away. So, so he, Salzburg. Yes. Salzburg.
3: <laughs> S- so basically they're in Salzburg in a terrace restaurant overlooking the valley. Na-
0: terrace. Terrace. I thought you said terrace.
3: terrorist. So. Ter- <laughs> terr- terr- terrace. Rest- a terrorist restaurant. It's really, really it. It. Yes. <laughs> and um they uh he sits down and she approaches him and she uh she they have a discussion about wine. And She
0: looks like she's a waitress or an owner or a host something, or something. something. Right. And
3: you don't know that they have a prior relationship. Right. And it builds up to that. Essentially, she starts to recommend him wine and he asks kind of coyly like well, – What kind of wine would you suggest? It starts to get suggested. Yes. And it starts to meander and they start to get actually closer and closer as though they're going to kiss and they end up kissing. Right. And it was just an act. Right, but as though I think she she wasn't a spy, but her husband was.
0: Yeah, I think that's, that's her, that. her 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 late husband. Her late, her late husband.
3: husband, yes. Right, and and, 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 the, and the journey. But of that the, scene. The,
0: what I love about it is that you the conversation they're having seems like a conversation that you would have as two spies trying to give like, themselves yeah. a code name. Right, like a code right.
1: phrases that each one has to identify, like. Well, if you get the borscht on Thursday, then obviously sp- – yeah, like yeah. you have to say these things. The swordfish flies then on we, Friday. Exactly. And then we know that we are supposed to be talking to each other and it's all legit. Right. It goes on like that for a little while and then it just starts getting kind of dirty. Like, oh, and yeah. then you're like, wait, wait what, 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 what's happening here? Is this, right. are we, is this spies or is this something else? Right? And then, uh, and then they end up kissing and uh, then we're introduced to her as a, an actual person. And then so they're like,
0: yeah. And then they're like. Great. So I'm meeting up with my old flame because I'll like, you know, at this point I'm pissed off at the at the at the a CIA and I'm just going to hang out at the house. Do you want another one? There's a I think I you that. put the cap
1: in there. No, no, the thing is still on there. Uh, Eric is shaking a Lacroix can and there is the sound of maybe a paperclip inside it.
0: We mm. don't know. Did you lose a tooth?
1: Mm.
2: Mm.
0: Should we check what's inside Is of it? Is it a pen cap? Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure it's safe. <laughs> I didn't put any arsenic in there. Don't worry.
3: I know, but there was something in there. I was like, I don't... It's, it's a kind ball of,
0: bearing. Yeah. A here. mouse.
3: A little, a little <laughs> yeah. paw comes up. <laughs> exactly. Oh, hi. A little silver Hi, Critter. Yeah. So they start... They meet. That's how you are introduced to both of them as a right. character. Right. Right, right,
0: right. And so he's at her house. Beautiful home. Beautiful home. It's beautiful dog. beautiful yeah and she has a dog. It's a big part of the plot. A big ass freaking doberman which yep. is the most like germanic yes. power play you can do, right? Right, right. Right? Beyond beyond the german shepherd, we're looking at like full on doberman, right? Right. Uh and very scary
1: dog. Yeah, it's yeah, sure, absolutely. Terrifying yeah, dog. Possibly the scariest dog. Right. I think that's it. And if it, I'm going to have a nightmare about a dog, it's this dog. Right.
0: Yeah. Not Cujo. This yeah. one's scarier yes, than Cujo. Absolutely. absolutely. Uh, and so uh, he ends up, you know, sleeping with her or whatever. And he's like, yep, you know, I'm just hanging out here. And then there's a – very chill. Very chill. Very, very chill. And I guess he's having breakfast in the morning or whatever. And then as he looks through, there's a – in the kitchen, there's a bottle of vodka mm-hmm. and a note on the vodka sitting on the table.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: At which point he goes, huh. He looks it up. And it's an invitation from his old Russian friend. Kislyak. Kislyak. The spy. The spy. The, the, the his exact, opposite number. His opposite number who – It's like, uh, I, heard he you,
1: I heard you got canned. Why don't you come work for us? Yeah. Or let's
0: have a meeting. Right. At which point they meet in a very public place. Yeah. Because they don't give a fuck. Because they don't give a shit. Yep.
1: That's
0: right. And at which point he tries to recruit him. he's like, hey, if you're going to leave, why don't you come work for me? And he goes, double agent? <sighs> can't do that. Yeah. Nice. Why would I do that? But, and then, and then at which point, because uh, uh, like, let's like, we're being washed by the way. And he goes. Yours or mine? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Which is great. Right. I love these. They recognize
1: the guy who's like, oh, it's the. He looks like this. And And uh, it's
0: like, it's like, oh, he's an idiot. Oh, that guy. He's a moron. I'm surprised (laughs) he even has the lens cap
1: off. (laughs) (laughs) So not a care. Like they don't care they're being public. They don't care about like. And they're drinking vodka together, right? Like and 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 being you know utterly. Flagrant in how they're uh, discussing all of this stuff.
0: At which point the guy sort of gives up. He's like, all right, so I can't recruit you. It's
1: like, well, what the hell are you going to do with your life? Write your memoirs
0: or something? And he goes, and was like,
1: oh yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Fuck those guys. I'll write my memoirs. And so he goes back to his girlfriend's house. So give me your typewriter. (laughs) He starts writing out his memoirs, and these memoirs.
0: Well, he writes and he decides that these are going to be very juicy.
1: It's um, an expose.
0: Expose. No holds bar. Yeah. Expose all the
1: stuff. That's and, going. and he's writing like, and he's having a good time writing him. Like right. he's just like, yeah. and he's
3: showing her the co- pages, and yeah. she's freaking out. She's
1: freaking out. You go, like, you can't and say this. Like you this. can't say this. You know, like, oh, this is this is classified. You're gonna get killed. Like you're gonna, And he's like, ah. and he goes, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> you know. And specifically, there's a lot of stuff that makes Ned Beatty look really terrible.
0: Yeah. But he, but he also is yeah, against everyone. So it's against the Russians, against the right. everything, everything. So, what does he do? He decides to write the first chapter. He mails it to Ned Beatty. He, he, <laughs> he mails it to <laughs> every <laughs> Everybody. He yeah. mails it to to the Russians, to Chinese, the the yep. the the. the, the like Italian, this is coming everyone. out. Sorry, and he and he has more to come. Right. At which point he knows, like I, I've, I've put that out there. I'm sick and
1: tired of all this bullshit and I'm going to blow it all up. I'm just going to let everybody know everything. He and
0: does. but he knows that like at this point everyone's going to come after him.
1: Right. Everyone's going to come after him for 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 doing this, right? Right, right. right. And Ned Betty is in fact incredibly mad. Oh. F- <laughs> furious, right?
0: So, they're on the hunt for him. Right. And a common theme in this is that they're all like he's one step ahead of or Several steps ahead of all of them. Yeah, all and the is time. and is
1: very very comically confident about this. He's completely confident. Like not in a com- come up Like in a yeah he's yeah he's getting away with this. Yeah, <laughs> like you, you feel as confident as he does. If in if, what's if he
0: shows up on the radar, it's because he wants you to. Yeah, know. it's all going the way he wants <laughs> right. to go.
1: He knows how to do this stuff. He's that was one thing that years. I like
0: after watching it. Now is like there's very little like.
1: Concern. There's very little. This is not a criticism in the movie. There's very little tension in this movie. There like, you go. The the like. What's funny about the movie is that the movie is very. As I said before, it's like the movie is very insistent. Like Ned Beatty and all this stuff. Like there's like he's like this is dangerous and we are going to come and kill you and this is bad. Right. And that that is pounding down on Mathow from every corner of the screen, and Mathau just doesn't fucking care. And right. it's hysterical. But like, you know, like, know he's Whatever. never in danger though. That's, that's what that's right. what I mean. It's like yeah, like there's like there's he is so confident that you know you know, like you have you have perfect confidence that this is all gonna work out. Because like he is so far ahead of the game, he knows the ins and outs, and he's just playing everybody. So
3: everything he learned, he's putting it against his own company. Right.
1: And it's and it's just watching the buffoonery of everybody around him that makes it isn't it very essentially
3: funny. though, nine to five?
1: Yeah. Oh, Good 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 comparison. Right?
0: It's just although like, nine to five, they they do have a moment in nine to five where like, oh shit,
3: our entire plan could backfire. Right. Yes, but the thing about it is just like disgruntled employees in a way.
1: Right, right. right, right. That's the same time period, I think. It could have used a little more Dabney Coleman. That's a good thing to point out. I've any movie could use more Dabney Coleman. A little more
3: dab. A little a dab of Dabney.
1: That's what this could use. But other than that, it's quite fine. So um but in any other movie uh Ned Beatty would have been David coleman that's that's the that's the uh, the one trade off i'd make.
0: so so one of the first <laughs> things he does is basically uh you know he he's on the run mm-hmm. but not in any like we mentioned earlier, not in any dangerous way, just like he's got a plan he's gonna yeah, he's and gonna, his plan right now is i'm gonna fuck with these guys yeah
1: i'm just going to make it hard for him because right. it's funny and and to give the audience an idea it's like imagine if Ferris Bueller was an old spy. Like, it's just like – (laughs) Yes. He's just like, this is going to work out. I'm Ferris Bueller. Like, there's no – there's not even a question in anyone's mind. (laughs) That's an excellent
3: analogy. Wasn't this done again? No. This concept, though, I'm trying to think. Ferris Bueller is an excellent example. it wasn't uh, Crimes and Misdemeanors. I'm trying to think of like – like he's going against the very system that he was with.
1: Oh, yeah, but there's in a like, comic
3: fashion. I was something else I'm thinking uh, of.
1: yeah, I mean, I think it's a yeah, there's a couple of examples of this I can't and they're not popping up in my head, but yeah, that's the uh the, like like usually like usually the way this stuff plays out is like uh you know someone's really really cocky and confident, and then in the end, it turns out that he he overplayed his hand, you know that kind of stuff like uh you know like the the tension in the end of like ocean's eleven is like I don't know, maybe Cluny didn't pull it off. You know, and in this, like, you know, I never felt that way—not even for a second. Not even for a second. you <laughs> You're Just like he pulls this off, even when yeah, there's like some shenanigans worry. where you might, it's might so go wrong. Now.
0: Fun. It's yeah. like it's like yeah, it's so great. Yeah. And uh, so, because this is
1: a comedy, this is totally a comedy. Yeah, a wry, laid back comedy. Right. A Sunday afternoon comedy.
3: So he, uh, it's the same in-laws type of feel though to the comedy. Oh, God bless. Yes. Yeah,
1: that's it. Excellent. That's it. Yeah, like yeah, like it's it's the,
3: you know, no matter what happens. It's light blue comedy. Yeah. Where it's just like you, no one's ever in danger, Yeah, but the dangerous moments are funny. Yeah, it's leisurely. It's like Midnight Run is part of the same kind of uh... – But Midnight Run had the grit because it had the liars. Um, uh, Joey Pantalone oh, yeah, was yeah. such it's a, a little devious liar. Yeah, yeah, uh liar. Some danger. Some, Some danger, danger. Yeah, where yeah. you just never trusted him. Right. But everybody else is a buffoon in – Right in hopscotch. Right. Yeah, I mean, it
1: it almost has like it's almost as if like the Pink Panther were played totally realistically. That's like it's like this kind of plot where you're like, yeah, I don't know, sure. (laughs) Like you don't even there's not even a dumb guy to follow. Like it's just sort of it's just sort of easy. So, uh, one of the
0: great comic pieces of this, it all ties together, Mm -hmm. and that the the part that confuse me because i i've seen this forever mm-hmm. uh is that the part where i'm about to talk about uh in, in terms of the house that he rents i it was such a pinnacle scene and so freaking funny mm-hmm. that in my mind remember it because i hadn't seen it like i brought i watched it again recently right. but i hadn't seen it for like 15 years before that in my mind i remember that as like the end of the movie uh-huh. Because it would seem like something you should do at the end of the movie, uh-huh. but it's not. It's like actually the beginning of the movie. Uh, so the the gag is, he gets on the phone with the CIA from a telephone booth somewhere,
1: mm-hmm.
0: on purpose, and they're all like, "Shit, we gotta track the call, we track the call,
1: seconds or whatever, whatever, been, we gotta yeah, track yeah. the call or whatever." Track the call.
0: And then and so he knows that they have enough time to track the call. and right. He's talking to Sam Worthington, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. At, uh, at which point it's like, w- what's going on? Where are you? G- you know, you're not going to get away with this. And it's like, no, nah, no, nah, it's fine. It's like, all right. I think I've given you guys enough time to track the call. I'll talk to you later. Right. And he hangs up. At which point everyone's like, oh, my God, he's in Washington, D.C. He's right here in Washington. Right here. Right. And like like almost outside their office. Right, oh, right here. Yeah. Like- and then they're all like freaking out and they're trying yeah. to find him and he's gone, of course. Right. Uh, at which point he's rented a house. Right. So he can do his writing for his next chapters of his book. Right. Turns out the house he rents is
1: Ned Beatty's is house. Ned Beatty's house. <laughs> and there's a great conversation when he's rent- uh, renting the place from the uh, from the realtor, and uh, she goes, "Now you aren't a Democrat, are you?" And he's like, "No, no, 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 no." And that's when you go, "It's fucking Beatty's house." Right, yeah, <laughs> it's so it's, great. It's, it's you so, realize yeah. that's what it is. It's like I, he's a great writer. He, he finishes I mean, writing his memoirs.
0: The other in thing house. inside of his house. So he's in this like sort of solarium, right? right? And I love the fact that Ned Beatty plays a character in the house as a non-character, as it's a through photograph, the photographs, yeah. through a photograph. Yeah. So he, there's a there's a framed photograph of Ned Beatty that's probably just somewhere on the mantle because he's rented this house, which he grabs and puts next to his typewriter as he's typing. As inspiration. As inspiration. Right. At which point, Ned Beatty looks
1: really cocky and confident. Right. More but writing. Cut back. A little less confident. So it's this,
0: <laughs> it's the same picture, but they use different pictures of yeah, him. Yeah, it's
1: almost as if they're animating the photo. They're animating. The they are so. animating yeah. the photo between yeah. the cuts, yeah. where yeah. he
0: looks like more concerned and right. more worried. As the, that's so brilliant. Yeah, and it's great until it's he's comical. Pissed. Yeah,
1: exactly. Until he's angry, because yeah, and rep- and it represents the kind of stuff that. Math I was putting in this is right. going to piss off Bate even worse. So then he, you start
0: realizing he's creating some elaborate plans which we don't really know what they're going to. But right. he's talking to some person about renting a seaplane. He's got a few other things going on, and uh, he's getting. It's cop. He's like, okay, see, there's an elaborate. He orders oil. Yep. Right, he right, orders right. oil. Yeah. He he got. Fireworks? He buys a bunch of stuff (laughs) and he's got an elaborate plan. He's like, okay, some big thing's going to happen because he's always one step ahead of everything. So he's still writing his thing, at which point he then slowly revealed that he is calling from uh, Ned Beatty's
1: house. Right. So
0: everybody – So they all come down to him, at which point you realize like, wait a minute, he's booby-trapped this fucking house.
1: And now it's involving the FBI – the FBI and, is there and, because yeah. because it's now uh, a local situation. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, within the states that's going to be the FBI. Right. Like a, so now the FBI has shown up with all their guns. and They're like, we're going to take this guy down. Mm-hmm. And uh, and inside the house, uh, Walter Matthau has set up a bunch of fireworks. He sets them off. <laughs> At which point it sounds like a bunch gunfire. of gunfire. And so the FBI blows the shit out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And Walter
0: Matthau is not even – Close to being inside the house. Yes, yeah, no,
1: he's long gone. He's long, long gone. He's outside. And then Ned, Ned Beatty loses his mind. <laughs> his because house the is house, house is apart. being
0: torn apart yep. by all this gunfire. Yep. yep. And that's which when is he says where his lines. Lines. he says his line, you know, yep. fucking ball busting imbeciles. Yep, yep. Uh, at which point then, Mathau escapes and goes to... I think that's
1: the point where Ned Beatty basically decides to kill him. Yeah. That, he... that, now it's like, I'm going to kill this dude. I'm going to kill this guy. guy.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. Can, I, can't, I can't stand him, yep. right? Right. Right. Uh, uh, there and then he get he hires this woman who's got a seaplane, and they're supposed to go somewhere. And then he changes her course right. to Bermuda. Right, pays her a lot of money at mm-hmm. the time, like five thousand dollars, which right. is a lot of money yeah. even today. Uh, and so they go to Bermuda, and then he's gonna he's gonna keep going right. He's gonna go do his thing. Uh, at which point, most of the movie is about him jumping around from country to country. Yeah, he's
1: like a really leisurely James Bond. Yes. like he's just he's like, We're over here, hang out with this woman, and I'm gonna fly over here, right? And they keep
0: and, and, uh, uh, what's also interesting is that his love interest, Glenda Jackson, they're not together
1: for a big portion
0: of this, this movie. Film. Yeah,
1: right. And and I really, uh, I this is one of my favorite middle-aged romance movies mm-hmm. because, like. They're fine. Like, there's no like big tension about whether they're going to get together or not. They just, you know, they just like each other. Right. And they, they're going to hang out regardless. Like, their love
0: story is that we're both very seasoned, very smart people. Yeah. Like, there's it's, and, yeah, it's and up there it,
1: with like Jackie Brown, like we were talking before. It's just yes. sort of like, you just go, like, these are people that have been around the block a few times. They know what's important and they know how to spend their time. You know, right. like, there's no, there's no like big. Heathcliff Heathcliff drama to it, like it's just like I know i'm going to see you again, so I'll see you again then, right and that's basically the attitude, but and if yeah. I don't see you, I then we've had a nice time so she she helps him out
0: uh whichever way she can mm-hmm. and she's being spied on by uh by the CIA constantly she's very aware of this, obviously she's been in the spy business herself, mm-hmm. and uh we also realize that the all the other CIA agents, and every one of them, except for probably Sam Watterson, mm-hmm. is an idiot.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, and yeah. Watterson is giving, is, you know, like, he's cutting them a bunch of slack. Like, he's, right. like, trying to, like, trying to keep them from going after them. Too he's doing hard. his job, he's though. He's doing his job. He's, he's doing his job
0: to try to find him, and he's keeping up
1: keeping him up late, but. But he also knows that this is a big runaround because, like, um, uh. He's Walter not Math- a threat, is what he Yeah, you know. He's not a threat, and right. Walter Matthau is intentionally leaving them clues all the time. Like if they don't go anywhere, he doesn't want them to go. Right. Like he's just throws the breadcrumb out and then they run over to the breadcrumb. And right. that's, that's how the path of the movie goes. Right. Like they never they, have the jump on him.
0: So as opposed to uh, Pelham one, two, three, this movie is a lot about, it goes all over the world. Like yeah, this exactly. is actually location wise. This is a complicated movie. Oh,
1: make. it's yeah. It is. I mean, like if, like if this were uh 16 times the budget, and starred uh you know Timothy Dalton it would be a James Bond film right like that's the but but instead it's like it does all the same travel and has basically the same kind of plot line right. but plays it like you know, you know all right let's do this right you know, it's it's like it's the it's the it's the completely beat tired i want to get back to my barca lounger james bond mm-hmm. and it's awesome that's what makes it so savory you know, because like you're also because when you think about like James Bond movies, you're also confident that James Bond's gonna win. Like it's, right. not, it's a fucking James Bond movie; he's not gonna get killed. You know, um, you're like you're like dun dun, dun he's hanging hang off the plane. Like you know, the only James Bond movie that ever had anything tense in it was oh, oh okay, there's the first Daniel Craig movie, but um, is the one where uh, uh, Telly Savalas is the bad guy, uh, and the James Bond James Bond is played by. George Lazenby, uh, right? And uh, in Her Majesty's Secret Service. And in the end of that one, like, it's all James Bond, fun, 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 meets a girl is going to get married. Make, I think gets married. And then Telly Savalas shoots her through the head, the end. And you're like, oh, shit. You know? Then there's 20 other James Bond movies after that where right. it's like, it gives a shit. And so this is like admitting that James Bond is an old beat idea, and it's kind of silly. Right. And we're going to cast this guy instead. Right, you know, and because like at the same time period, the James Bond of the moment was Roger Moore, uh, right? Right, and Roger Moore was about um, uh, his uh, was about Walter Matthau's age when he's doing James Bond movies. Yeah, Oh you're right. Yeah, you know, he's doing like uh, more handsome though. He's more handsome. He's a little more yeah, a little more handsome. Um, but like you know, you watch like Octopussy or um, uh, Moonraker. Moonraker, Moonraker, and all the stuff. loves like, me. Yeah, you know, like towards the end of that run, like he's getting old. He's an old yeah. man running around and it starts to just get like weird. Right you now. Whereas like uh, with this movie, they basically go, okay, what if James Bond really was this old? Yeah. <laughs> and he acted like that. Kind of. Yeah, had an adult viewpoint instead yeah. of just yeah. trying to, you know, go yeah. have sex with as many people as he possibly could. It's
0: the end of our man Flint. Like, yeah, exactly. The... Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, James Bond, uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not quite so interested in, in, you Know, uh, being the playboy, right? Yeah, so yeah, but still, Was it
3: Timothy Dalton that was after Roger Moore? Yes,
1: yeah, I believe so. And then, and then it's Pierce Brosnan, and then it's dead for a long time, and then
3: it's uh, and then it's Daniel Craig. Is it uh, Daniel Craig after a long time?
1: Yeah, I think so. Is there any, there's no one in between there, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I, no, I think
3: that's it. Pierce because,
0: Brosnan was, I liked, uh, who was before Daniel? N- no, the before one.
1: Uh, D- D- Dalton, D- Dan, Timothy Dalton. Sorry, Timothy Dalton. Who Dalt I did. thought was great casting for Bond. The movie, I did! The movies, the movies are not that great. Living Daylights. Been, yeah. Like where he's up against Joe uh, Who was
0: the, Bob, one, we, was the one? Where the was uh,
3: um, the one where he was where he was going against Christopher the, Walken was in it.
1: No, that's in Octopussy. That's in Octopussy, Octopussy yeah. yeah. yeah that's, not, that's Octopussy, right? No, View to Kill. I'm sorry. View to kill. kill. That's Voodoo Voodoo right. View to kill. Uh, a Kill. View Soundtrack by Duran Duran. But that's still Roger Moore. Roger Moore versus Christopher Walken. Which is it's a bad movie but that's a great – and cuz it all says Grace uh Slick. No, Grace uh, Jones. Uh, Jones. I'm sorry, Grace Slick, yeah. would be amazing. Grace Jones. Yeah. Uh Grace Jones looking amazing in that movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, she she is the villain. Yeah, she's awesome. She's totally and,
0: awesome. Uh, and a, and and she she plays the like the, the 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 muscle.
1: Yeah, she's terrific, man. I wish I I wish that Grace uh Jones had made more uh made more movies. I thought she was just dynamite. She's yeah, also in like Red Sonja and stuff like that, or right. Conan, one of the Conan movies. She's in a Conan yeah. movie. Yeah. Anyway. Sure. Oh man. She's well, she's fast, got that amazing body. Yeah. 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 One of those. Yeah. No, she's. I mean, she's was, got such... was her boyfriend. Yeah, that's right. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. like for that, years. That woman is so like back then like, in the 80s. spectacular yeah. looking in every way. Like she's like she. I would be absolutely terrified of her. Like her shoulders are nine feet wide. Fantastic, mean well, eyes, fantastic. She's also woman. got
0: um, such a uh, uh, s- dark dark screen color.
1: Oh yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. Her She's, skin color yeah, is beautiful, so beautiful, beautiful.
0: so dark yeah. that uh, that's beautiful. That her uh uh that the shine b- because of her muscle tone?
1: Yeah, and she plays this <sighs> up. Like this is definitely part of her yeah, like yeah. The, that was part of her whole makeup but, design But like that.
0: yes, but but incredible her muscle style. tone is so
1: strong yeah. and accentuated. And her physique is extraordinary, right?
0: But because of the dark skin color, yeah, you the see all shine, that the specular is the really, specular really really is yeah, it's really specular is really yeah, she, she played that up so very, she right. looks like she's made of, like, you know... Yeah, like, you see the the cover like, of a
1: couple of her albums, right. like, uh, you know, when she did uh, Pull Up to the Bumper Baby Island and stuff Life. like that. You, oh, if you, took a, like, picture, yeah.
0: if oh, you took a picture Let's of her... Pull Up against, to the Bumper. Yeah, Pull Up to the bump, Bumper Baby. I remember Pull up, up to the
3: Bumper, and I was at a club in New York. Oh, dude, that song is like fucking 80, awesome. It the early 80s, and I was out of my mind drunk, and I just remember, like just like badass in <laughs> unbelievable like semi middle of the dance floor like that's why she's so yeah. stopping she's so just like spacing out like wow this is the most beautiful oh, in she's song. So so and Chris she's James. got such
0: a great voice everything I, I, I but like, she loves, I also does, Christ a, Christ does Christ. a la via en rose,
3: Christ rose Christ. which is
0: incredible oh yeah. Yeah. yeah she does well she also is fluent in french as well which is yes. really but four if stars is amazing across the board if you take a picture of her against a black background all you would see is highlights oh yeah and it's amazing i
1: mean she was very aware of her uh, presentation
3: oh know, yeah really really leveraged she, it she's got really a persona is she still great. around yes yeah 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 she's still around I yeah, haven't seen it, her totally like, like, but she seeing, like, all right she looks alright she just did a show in London I saw pictures of it really yeah she looks alright yeah she's one of the most beautiful I most love the I the,
0: the, the 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 songs she sings which are bilingual English and French yeah. are yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: amazing oh, man. terrific alright anyway back to uh, but um, it would have I just want to point out it would have been great to have Grace Slick in a James Bond movie Sure, Grace Slick. Yeah, also excellent. Okay. <laughs> Just not quite as cool. <laughs> not quite as cool as Grace Kelly. Um, Grace, Grace Ke- Kelly, Grace Kelly, Grace Slick, and Grace. Grace Jones. Oh my God, is that Grace Kelly. <laughs> yeah. That would, if Grace we did Charlie's Angels in about 1979, that is a that's the top three right there. <laughs> <laughs> the, the three Graces. <laughs> the three Graces. <laughs> Grace yeah. Grace Kelly, Grace Kelly, Grace and Grace Slick. <laughs> that would be. I would. I would own that on Criterion. That is, that, that's, that that's is, private. talk about odd couple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh that would God. be
0: amazing, Grace Kelly and Grace Jones. Grace,
1: and the thing is, I mean, Grace <laughs> Kelly is another uh, another actor I could call. I mean, she's not, like the most beautiful one I've sure. ever seen. Incredible! I would say all the same things. It's just like she is the diametric opposite in mm-hmm. every way to Grace Jones. I, mm-hmm. I, I this is the future of, uh, by the way, filmmaking. Now that we have like all these amazing people, deep- and they <laughs> <ivory. laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Both of them are fantastic. But like, <laughs> you can recast people in movies now. That's by right. like you can, like they just released the uh, uh, the Shining only with what? a deep fake of Jim Carrey's face. I saw that. Like, I was just like, in three years, I'm going to be able to put, uh, like, and I, I tweeted this, I was like, in three years, I'm be going to be able to cast John Cazale in every single role in Godfather 3. <laughs> 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 and This is what I want to do. And now we can go back and have the Grace Jones, Grace Slick, Grace Kelly uh, version of Charlie's <laughs> Angels, with, uh, yeah. with, where, where Cameron Diaz does uh, the, the I Like Big Butts dance. That's, that's, then I'm going to be home free. Okay, that's my dream. That's my dream. Okay, if anyone, if anyone was asking, that's my dream.
0: We got to put that together. Or you can Photoshop that.
2: Oh, God bless, <laughs> Eric. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, put a Grace
0: Kelly, Grace Jones, Grace Slick. That's it, dude. Three Charlie's Angels. and just put Charlie's Angels on top. Oh my God!
1: Yeah, I'm really excited about this. I, I forgot we were it. actually talking about. <laughs> what were we talking about? That was the okay. It was a James Bond segue. Yeah, James, Bond, James segue. Bond segue. Yeah. Okay, there we are. So yes, yeah, so, um, which makes sense. So now let's go from. Uh, Grace Kelly and Grace Jones to Walter Matthau <laughs> <laughs>
0: Walter Matthau yeah which uh, is the it,
1: opposite of sexiness right and uh,
0: so the movie goes on for a while him, him constantly evading the situation and you are engaged honestly speaking as a, as someone uh, as an audience member this movie has got you riveted like okay what's gonna happen next what's gonna happen yep. you're not worried for him at all yep. you're just things like okay how is he going to fuck with them more? Like, what's he yeah, doing? Yeah, what's next? Exactly. What's and next? the other thing I think I like that I like about this is that there's a lot of him going in with to meet someone to create some elaborate plan. Right. But you're well, not – Everybody new- he
3: used in the business.
1: Right? Huh? Huh? Yeah, it's just going from person to person. Right. All the but, he, but you
0: don't actually know what the plan is. You just know like, okay, so he's meeting with some guy about electronics. Right.
1: And you don't know why. You don't you know, don't know why. the context.
0: And he's like, "Yeah." Can you? And then, and then you see him meeting with a guy about an about buying an airplane, but you don't know
3: why. Yeah, By the exactly. way, was that electronics guy that he goes to? Yeah. With the schematics, and he shows him. Was he in local hero? Is that that guy? Oh wait, I don't remember. You mean the mayor? No, he goes in the lawyer. Was that the lawyer guy in mean the, the bar? The, yeah, the lawyer. Oh, maybe. Oh, oh
0: my God! Hold on. You you guys keep talking. I'm That'd gonna be look it up. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. Cause he, he goes very, to get the plane
3: need, built, and he said, here are right. the schematics, and he's a uh, youngerish guy, yeah. English. That might be him. You guys oh, keep talking. I could uh, be wrong. Also, I
1: just want to say Local Hero is going to be available on Criterion. Uh, they're putting out a Criterion DVD because they must love this podcast.
3: I think so. I think that's what Here's happened. Here's the deal. Are you with Criterion online?
1: I am on the channel. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I got costs it. Plus, how much? Uh, 100 bucks for the year. Yeah, I did it yeah like uh, nine blah 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 a month or whatever it is I did it
0: yeah I, honestly speaking i w- I did it because I, I I should because of this podcast and everything else mm-hmm. it's not as i don't I'm not super happy with it it's not as good as filmstruck definitely has- first of all, it's very hard to actually search for things yeah they're, which- they're
1: not very they're not very clear about what they have, which is not helpful, right. and they're not very good about uh like alerting you to what's available. Right and uh, I mean they have great stuff i have, I have no complaint about that whatsoever, but like uh the way that whoever was managing the filmstruck version of the site, not only did they have sort of a slightly wider selection of more sort of accessible half of films right. um uh like criterion's a little bit is is a little bit more closed. You know, uh, has a little more closed attitude about what they're showing off. And I wish they would open it up like they used to. Well, first of all, because
0: it's called Criterion Channel, you assume that all Criterion movies are available on it. Which is it, not
1: true. Which is not even close yeah, to true. They yeah. They only open up certain things for a certain period of time. And, uh, and they're only available for like a month or whatever it is. Yeah. That being said, they are still the only place where you can get some of the very, very best things you can see on the internet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like the, uh, like uh, I have it on my phone and like, for instance, my library right now has uh, – Did you say library? My library, <laughs> uh, Bottle Rocket, Third Man, uh, Twin Peaks Firewalk With Me, uh, Malanoche, which is uh, Gus Van Sant's first film, uh, a hard-to-find film called Overlord, Funny Games – Fun and games. Uh, Funny games. Funny games, fantastic. Uh, And also- Heineke is one of my- Funny games, wait,
0: that's- uh, that's, uh, Michael Heineke.
1: Yeah, Michael Heineke. And also, because he directed both versions, the American version and the uh, European version. But
3: that's the one we were talking about it before at some podcast, where it was um, fun games and- uh, Funny games or funny games? Uh, Funny games. Funny games. Yes. Right? Fun, and it's funny games, but it's- Benny's video first, and then the actors are the same actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're older as psychopaths in the second one. In the second Funny Games, right? Uh,
1: But I do want to point out right here: we have uh, one of the best films I have ever seen, Army of Shadows, which I only just saw two years ago uh, because they have a whole bunch of Jean-Pierre Melville
3: wow it
1: is terrific i know we were talking about possibly doing some yes. uh i in would Melville. do that on a heartbeat i would Can say I, that.
3: i'm gonna sign up for this because for that alone hundred oh, bucks
1: dude it's it's so it's so worthwhile i know, I we, know have some, I, we have some critiques but uh but it is it is dynamite stuff yep. and i'm gonna say like yep. i'd
0: say if you guys are are, are listeners of this podcast you should really consider. Yeah, no, because I mean, I'm I not trying this, to necessarily sponsor them. I'm just saying, like, there's yeah, no, a lot we of. Have, stu- we have
1: notes. They could do stuff better, you know, like absolutely. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but this is a, this is a major, major source for us, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a good way to sort of like we're going to try to be a little more. Um, we're going to try to uh, sort of announce or sort of hint at what we're going to be doing mm-hmm. now, in the future, and uh, give people more lead-in time to uh, to catch up with what we're going to talk about before we right. talk about it. And criterion and the would be criteria a, good, is a, great way to do a good
0: way to do that. And for a yeah. hundred bucks a year, a year, yeah. that's not too bad.
1: Okay. Now we sound like an ad, but uh, I would say that like, if you do, if you do become a member, also write them and say, please make a better fucking app so we can find out where your shit is. No shit. <laughs> okay. Now we're not an ad anymore. <laughs>
0: and, just and, and also tell them to how you heard about this on uh martini
3: Joint. Yeah. Just, oh, I'm please, just
1: kidding. Yeah. We love you criterion. Okay, <laughs>
3: I love the way he disses them, and then like thirty seconds later, he's like, "I love you guys." I love that. I, I do love them. Oh my god! It was like if we if we didn't have Criterion
1: after Filmstruck died, I would I would. What was still the be... reason why Filmstruck died? It's uh it's complex. Studios. but I believe that it had something to do with China. Uh, yeah, like it has the <laughs> China like that uh, Warner. I think it was it's yeah yeah Warner's Warner uh, whatever it is whatever, Warner, the major, Brothers. The Warner Brothers. Warner well, Brothers major yeah you know, uh uh sales deal between. Studios. Um, Filmstruck was examined as a, like, whether this is valuable or not. And they looked at it and said, nah. And then they just canned it. They it didn't they realize it, didn't, it wasn't even it, losing money. They were just like, nah, well, who cares?
0: Well, they realized that they were like, you're just giving this away for free. Right.
1: Not for free, but. But yeah, we, when you could. This is
0: under, we could we could make more money on this by doing something else,
1: right? Because now their new plan, Warner's new plan, is to essentially they're going to take all their film data for like how popular this stuff was, and then they're going to make you buy uh, the same stuff only as a bundle with who knows like you know ESPN eight yeah. or whatever the hell it is, and then and then you're back to the cable days. Uh, so like uh, I was very vocally disappointed with that, but Criterion so came were, in and saved so, the day.
0: So were a lot of Directors, so was a yeah. lot of Hollywood. Yeah, like yeah. all the creatives,
1: like the Spielbergs
0: and those guys, were like, "What the fuck?" This was yeah, the best It's thing? like
1: it is such a drag. I think the like the overall impression that I got from all those guys, and I totally agree with, is like this stuff is like you shouldn't like this is this isn't just product. Like this is art. This is the history of filmic art, you know, for the world, and 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 like uh, and and we should make that uh, available. But not, here's uh, not hide here's
3: it. the deal. You, I think. One of the things that – it came of recent light, like the severity of all the, the original masters of so some of the greatest musicians, and oh, the best, yeah, right. right, in the universal fire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's right. And the guy really that ran it till about a year or two ago, this New York – LA Times article about it, mm-hmm. he was constantly telling them. He's like, we should have a better system for filing and protection of these masters.
1: Oh, without a doubt. Sure. Uh,
3: since probably 2001. Yeah. And they did nothing. Yeah, no, it's terrible. So in and the end, they don't care. That's why there are 22 yeah. producers making right. films. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's, they don't – but it's what's odd and it just – going to your – like when everyone says don't get rid of Filmstruck, the uh, – because we're very loyal to it in a way. Mm-hmm. And yet these are the people that care about Comic-Con and the loyalty of the fans. So they just basically make stuff for them. Right, right, right. It's yeah. a weird –
1: relationship well, but,
3: because yeah,
0: they're like, talking about like, loyalty. Because film you are right, because uh filmstruct is just as much about fandom of films. Well, yes. That's right. But well, it's
3: about loyalty. And they're yeah. saying, well, a lot of people love this. And they're like, well, fuck it. It's not making money. But we're going to oh, listen. No, no, no. no, no, they, no. They wanna, I don't they, think. They, no, no they wanna, I think there was like, we can they, make, we, more we make more money. We can make more money. No, we can they knew. We leverage this. was
0: like, why, why are we giving this away they,
1: so well, why
3: If easily. they wanted more money, why did it go because away? Because they want
1: to repackage this as a different deal that they can leverage your fandom. More money. But they're then really, why did it go away? Because it was giving away, they were they were ma- they weren't making money when they could be making money, and the way they make money is by making this stuff hard to get and more expensive. When like Filmstruck was just showing stuff all over the place, just like here you go, here's a bunch of great films, and they're like, no, 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 we can't have but that. But These are when movies that
0: were, no one was, no one was watching, right? But like they, no one's no, uh, there's not a huge demand for. Kind of like films, K-Tel. Right?
3: It <laughs> it's, KTEL. It was KTEL. <laughs>
1: Right. right What's well, right. KTEL? The, the the soul sounds in the seventies. KTEL. Uh, KTEL yeah. Records. Yeah, that's
3: right. I had a David Bowie KTEL album. What is a KTEL? York, KTEL is it. a
1: collection. They would
3: collect. KTEL would advertise in New York uh, radio and television, and they would basically buy the rights to distribute a song, right. uh, and put it on a KTEL album,
2: right.
3: Okay. So they would make a KTEL greatest hits of Bowie, Greens Clearwater revival. Um, I don't, not the who, but they would have bands that needed the cash right. and they would do it. So the, basically they're taking old product titles, right. repackage them, and make them the k greatest hits albums. Right. right. And that's essentially what Filmstruck is. Well, yeah. Like the thing
1: is that like, here's the, here's the deal. Like with Filmstruck, the greatness of Filmstruck was that because all this stuff was when you, you signed sign on a Filmstruck and then they just had an incredible bunch of stuff that you
3: could discover. I know, but they right? just
1: saw it as product. Yeah, well, I think that the people that ran Filmstruck saw it like they really curated it nicely. Like they did a really nice job. The owners of the licenses see it as product, like Warner's Warner Brothers. Who owned as Filmstruck? It was Warner and Criterion. I think it was Warner. Yeah, it's Turner turn uh, classic movies. We have to get some information. But yeah, like they like they'll we'll uh, ask Bill Hader when I see him yeah. next time. Oh God bless Bill. Man, I have just you saw you seen him? <laughs> he did he just did a uh a uh podcast called The Rewatchables, which I like listening to. Uh-huh. And they they covered uh, No Country for Old Men and Bill Hader talking about No Country for Old Men is both amazing and hilarious. Absolutely great stuff. But yeah, the um uh that the people who ran Filmstruck feel about movies the way that I feel about it, which is just like all this stuff should be available maximally. Like the best way to protect this stuff is for everyone to see it and talk about it all the time and to discover it, you know? And especially in a time right now where I bitch about it all the time, where it's like, this is one of the least artistic periods uh, that I've lived through. And for people to be able to go and discover really great material that they've never heard about and to be opened up to new experiences through, you know, stuff that's formerly hard to find is fantastic. But the way that the people who, the companies that own the licenses look at it is like, Oh, there's de- there's de- a demand. Well, let's, let's close it off and, and gatekeep this and charge a really high premium for it. And I'm like, that's bad in two ways. First, it's fucking over the people that love the movies. It's limiting the people, the number of people who can see great art, which pisses me off. And it endangers that art by yeah. not having it get out there. Like the best way to protect it is for there to be a zillion copies out there. That's well, right. They don't want people to be smarter. Ugh, it's a stress. It's a stress yeah. for me. Like I am, I am the biggest loudmouth about it. But like, wait a minute. Bart they don't the want people to be smarter. No. No.
0: no, smart people are harder to control. Well, of course. I, wait I a minute. You're I... sounding like a Republican. <laughs> I th-
3: that, that's what a Republican says. <laughs> that's, no, that's right. a, no, it's a smart uh, people it's are not hard- a Republican. It's um. Not an independent. What is it? Libertarian. Libertarian. Yes. Yes. yes, Smart people are harder to control. There was a big
0: speech that I saw freaking Donald Trump gave it where he basically said, I love the uneducated.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Really?
0: Yes. He said that because it's like we're winning with everyone. We're winning with the educated. We're winning with the uneducated. I love the uneducated. Clearly you do. Yeah. Because.
1: Less education you have. Less
0: education you have. The more likely you are. To, to vote for Donald to, Trump. To, to, <laughs> to vote well, for
3: Donald Trump. Y-
1: it is the way it is.
0: Y- no, yes, and no. But like, the harder it is for you to uh, to uh, uh, refute a
1: conversation. And the th- well, the thing is, this has nothing to do with people actually being smart or dumb. There's plenty of people like who are like 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 you're not dumb because you're uneducated. You're uneducated because you're uneducated. And right. When, and when you are uh, when you don't have a clear idea of. Whether or not someone is fucking lying to your face because you don't know the things they're talking about, right? Then you can get scammed. Well, like that's well, how that works. it doesn't make you dumb. It just one of the things
0: that okay, l- you like screwed. you said, like you can be very smart and be uneducated, yeah. right? But one of the things that education does give you is history. Absolutely. And it, if you have a good understanding of history, you would realize all the perils of everything that's going on politically right now.
1: Yeah, right.
0: But without an education, you don't have any con- any concept of what how right. how
1: like. The less you know, Adolf the Hitler
0: happened straight. for a reason, and if, yeah. with a good education, you realize, oh, oh wait, I'm not going, going to do this? that, which yeah. is why in Germany right now they have very strong education to make sure shit like that doesn't happen.
1: Yeah, and, and yet it still happens. Yeah, but Trump. here's the deal <laughs> on that. It <laughs> crazy uh
3: crazy. Uh, my wife said don't be controversial.
1: Here we are.
0: I already started, so it's my fault.
1: Okay. How bad? Is this a 1 to 10? How controversial? Well, it, look, we can go back to Walter <laughs> can Cut it out. Go ahead and say
0: it,
3: and then we'll cut it out. I'll put a you marker talk on it. Right, about, here, right here, marker. You talk about the um, the importance of education. I actually recall being at, before our daughter was born, in London at a, a dinner party with somebody I knew, a wealthy, wealthy uh, Englishman. Mm-hmm. And it was a beautiful home. And I swear, like at the table, the anti-Semitic comments were mm-hmm. so, and I'm thinking to myself, how, how does somebody who's so intelligent- Yeah, how does this even happen? How, how does after yeah. World War II, these conversations happen? Yeah, yeah. And there were all these kind of offhand remarks. And I was like, I was so offended, like how- these are educated people yeah
1: how, how you know because the thing is i mean you do like, use, like i question education because how met, does somebody met, that educated say I that met very smart people who are also they're like, so smart they're stupid is my yeah, old yeah, expression like, can, like there's and, no like because
3: my, i've run into so many smart people that are stupid yeah and i'm like how would you say that after what happened between 35 and 45 yeah no, it's, it's crazy it's but totally yet adiotic. they say it there's no, yeah, no like because, holding back
1: because the the what I, and i always say this is like i don't think it's education entirely there's well no there's like because i what I will oh, say what
3: no, you're what, right. Okay. What, no, I'm not, what, what, it, it what I mean, I just, they're educated yeah, like, and enormously wealthy and not inherited because, enormously wealthy. Because and they're saying anti like semitic comments and it's educated. like, wait a minute, why would you, can be you first of all, educated say that?
1: And stupid, right? You can, you can make stupid mistakes as a very highly education, high, highly educated person. Like you can absolutely do that. And you can have uh, like, because smart, there's nobody who can outsmart themselves like someone who is smart like they're the ones who can like you can you can figure if you need to see the world a certain way you can justify it you can move. justify it because you have the uh, the dexterity to figure out a way to lie to yourself to make the world work for 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 your point of view yeah. and uh and like so like I don't like that's why I'm like I don't you know like so many people on um you know like I have a obviously not surprising i have a, a very left leaning facebook friend list because i'm extremely left left leaning um but it is astonishing to me uh that people insist on seeing um uh, ever like trump supporters as like morons and idiots like mm. that's that's how we got here like yeah like like these are these are people and the chances of them being like all of them are are like you know, IQ of 10 are extremely small. Like, first of all,
0: in fact, I
1: actually think that that
0: my, my biggest problem is not necessarily the Trump supporters. It's the non, it's the anti-Trump supporters that are so narrow minded. Like, they're they're well, so, like, they're stu- so yeah, but,
3: stupid. You, you know, stand back for and I tell people this. It's like I'm not a Trump supporter. At all. Yeah, 0%. I didn't f- vote minus for 100%, him, even though right. I've met him once in my life. Interesting. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. We had the same barber growing up. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> yeah. But I was a wise-ass to him at one point in my life. Good for you. I said a, a snarky comment to him. But, but you've
0: got much better hair than he does, though. He,
3: we had the same guy. And he was handing out generals tickets, and I was like, I don't play sports, man. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I was you know, like, oh, he, maybe I was He too harbored douchey, that for a long time. If you saw your game, you'd be like, you again, In 1985 asshole. at Palma oh, okay. um, it was a great hair place too, man. I had French hairdo gel. Oh, so um good. Loved it, man. On Lexington. Anyway, the point is, nobody that I know, as somebody who's an independent, like says, well, wait a minute. Smart people gave us him. Everyone's so anti-Trump, and he's a fucking knucklehead. But how about Robbie Mook... How about Hillary Clinton? Mm-hmm. How about not expecting that they would get Wisconsin? How about going out there and yeah. and and earning that yeah. vote?
1: Uh, it's uh, like we said about Alcoholics Anonymous: like your best thinking got you here. That's, so that's what I why about can't she bear like, well, some God. burden
3: of the blame, right. saying, "You know what? We gave like it to everybody. him like, because you know, like, that me, was an like, easy I mean, win for her."
1: We we were in, we were living in a fantasy land, not thinking that he was going to do as well as he did. Let's
3: me. not go down this guy. So, well, I know, and but you're going to yeah. probably cut this. Yeah, but the, you're going to cut it
1: that's <laughs> no, fine We, we, marked, you we no we i don't
3: marked. want I, it's not saying i'm a trump supporter what i'm no, saying like is this, there's got to be two sides that's well, well all. this is
1: the, the the this is like the, the view now the biggest problem that we face right now is the uh is that the division that we have causes extremism on both sides and when you're an extremist right when you have like you are you are you, are, you are, there's a uh, psychological condition which is called um what is it uh uh it's like narcissism. No, it's not. It's close. Uh, Nichols, Uh, Nicholsism. uh, I forgot. It just slipped out of my hand. Anyway, the idea is basically like you, when you look at your reasoning for doing something, it all makes sense because you reason through it yourself. And even if you're wrong or you're, you're sort of shaping it. So it favors you like you have your reasons and it may be, you know, that's basically what's his name
3: in the war of the worlds, Tim, Tim Robbins. Yeah.
1: And like, so you have, like you've constructed le- like legitimate sounding reasons to do what you do. So you think it makes sense, but everyone outside of you who disagrees with you, you treat like a cartoon, right? Like they must be doing it for exterior reasons. Cause they're morons. Like they haven't thought it through. Like I have like, and, uh, and that, that basic condition on both the left and the right treat makes the right treat the liberals. Like we're a bunch of crazy people and it makes the liberals treat the right like they're a bunch of screaming nazi violent crazy you know murderers and because we think of the other side in those cartoon terms uh we can't uh agree on anything and we can't get anything done and we certainly can't have any control over the voting process because we don't find any common ground and that's how people like donald trump stay in power like they want you to fight against your neighbor All the time. That's how it works. And so when when Trump gets out there and he and he throws out these idiotic idiotic tweets day after day after day after day. That's just just feeding that's just throwing kerosene on the fire and keeping you mad and keeping it divided and that's how he stays in power. Like the way to defeat this
3: uh, fucking
1: bastard is to try to talk to people Rationally. (laughs)
3: Rationally
1: to construct a bridge between these two sides, so we can start seeing each other as people again, and start coming together on something. If you don't, if you don't do that, and I'm speaking from a, I am as crackpot left wing crazy liberal, you know Noam Chomsky, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, as I can possibly say, I don't expect my crazy ideas to be the winning idea. They're just my point of view, and I'll talk about them. And I'm happy to you know try to give people my idea about it. But what I do expect to do is. When I talk about them, I'm in a conversation with somebody who's an adult, and if we have an adult conversation, I'm going to say ah, I like this, I like this, and they're like, "Well, I don't right. like that so much," but we're going to come together on something and get something done. Yeah, that's where we got to get back to because right now it's like well, the the Titanic is 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 headed down. It's bad.
3: I actually think, and this is less about Trump, so don't worry, Chris. You're giving rolled eyes, right? Perfectly. I'm not not. I'm just anything. busting your balls. I actually think it needs to get back to. Uh, I, that division you talk about really gets back to—it sounds crazy, but it's the community, mm-hmm. like people get to know each other again in their own communities before we can unify as a large country. Yeah, well, it's part they're the same thing. I'm going to bring this. I'm going to bring one. this
0: back to uh, to hopscotch because mm-hmm. really, what it comes down to is. Ned Beatty is goodbye, good guy, bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Right? Ned, we, Ned, I'm
1: fighting against the
0: Ned Beatty viewpoint. Right. Ned be- and, and, but Walter Mathau and the Russian spy are like, yeah, let, let's be we're easy. on opposite sides, but we're basically but the we can, same person. Yeah, we can figure this out. We it's can figure this out. Let, let, let's make this work so right. no one gets
3: hurt. Right. Like there's they a, just these, don't
0: want anyone to get hurt. I can we're just, humans. Yeah. We're, we can work
3: this out. Yeah, and they're smart. Right. Okay, but quickly – that could go back to – because they're older characters yes. and they're mature. And, and they have maybe history. the level yes. of maturity and lack of history is what drives a lot of what we Absolutely. talk about. Absolutely. Right. I, I actually think history is like – or or ignoring history is a or big – Or What I find is that I feel like this is revisionist history thing going on because mm-hmm. I love history. That's mm-hmm. mostly what I read. Mm-hmm. And it's just like – you don't have to make up shit. You don't have to delete the past, oh, yeah, just yeah, learn yeah, um, from it, yeah. and don't make up, like, things about FDR, it's just, this is what happened. Like, yeah,
1: like, there, the, you can be, at, like, There's about- no, it
3: doesn't hurt, help us right. to distort history.
1: Right, well, and the thing is, I mean, like, it would... Well, we've it, been w- distorting history for years. It's yeah, bad. Like, at, any, at any point in history, we're still distorting history. We were still distorting, like, distorting like, like, you remember,
0: we, like, we distorted the history of Christopher Columbus for a course, long, yeah. long time. Of course, yeah. So it was crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, the guy's a brutal slave owner, yeah. and then the slave dealer, and... And, uh, incredibly cruel, um right. but that's like like the 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 way that we are encouraged to think about stuff now is uh uh not to think about it like just to accept it like this came from my side, so it's good, sure you know, and it's like it's short and punchy, and it came from my side, so I support it, and that's what both sides are doing like we don't give a shit whether it's true, we should give a shit whether we want to investigate it further. We don't give a shit We're like we just want to be the winning side because the other people are villains. And we have to beat the villains. And that's Ned Beatty in Hopscotch. Like, there's no reason for him to think what he's thinking. He's just acting this way. And it seems totally reasonable to him because he's him. Instead of being a grown-up or an adult or trying to take someone else's point of view for a second. Like, he's creating the story that gives him definition as a hero. And I think that that's our greatest addiction right now. Is like, everything we do in terms of how we interact with uh, the outside world and other people is we try to create a story for ourselves that makes us heroic and the bad guys clear. Okay. And that's terrible. So I want to keep going on this because we
0: actually are relating back to, to, to hopscotch in mm. a very interesting way. <sighs> right.
1: Yeah. We yeah. got it. We wrote
0: it back in. Yeah. We wrote it back in. in. We, you guys did it. You guys are awesome. You did it. You I did it just now. I that's love you guys. You're handsome. Because what happened is basically as, as the story goes on, it, it, there's a, one note I'm going to say is you, we – actually, no. Go. The the ending of the movie mostly takes place in the UK. Yep. Right. right? And the reason it takes place in the UK is that Walter Matthau's character – what's his name? I forgot the character's
1: name. Oh, I can't remember it. I tried to memorize it for the podcast, but I couldn't do it.
0: Yeah. Anyway, Walter Matthau's character uh, finds a publisher mm-hmm. that is going to publish his book. Genius. Who's willing to take a risk on some highly risk. sensitive material? And they realize not the top publishers because it's like you know me going to you know Random a, House, or something. A Random House or whatever is like not going to happen. But they find this guy is like, this is going to make us a shit ton of money. and We're willing to risk it and get a huge insurance claim to make this happen. Right. Which they also realize like they have to. They know that all the governments in the world are going to come down on them mm-hmm. and. But they really don't have any power to stop them in any right. other way. It's a very interesting thing. So it all takes place in the UK, uh, which is, by the way, an entire joke on the. Uh, there's a lot of jokes of, that are anti-American in this in <laughs> yes. this area, yes.
1: in a very charming
0: way. Very charming way. Yes. So the UK people are 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 have more history. More education right. compared to Ned Beatty, right? right. right. Ned Beatty who's comes down da- who's an oaf comes down on on the guys like you gotta give me He's like it's like, nope, I can't do that. It's, you know, we have an agreement. You you have no jurisdiction to do anything here, et cetera, et cetera. And he's trying to get the uh, the the, uh, the the British government to basically help them out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, where are you guys standing? He's like, the Hilton and I,
1: oh, of course you oh, are. Of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. The fancy place, huh? yeah,
0: making fun right. of right. Americans right. who stay at the Hilton, right? right? It, it is just the classic, like making fun of Americans, which actually, at that time in the you know late seventies mm-hmm. and eighties, was at the height of American tourism, right? Right.
1: Right. So, so they have all these sort of like you know, there's a like lot me going of, over there.
0: There's a lot of. <laughs> so i li- I was living I was living in Europe at during that time. And as an American, right? So American tourists were not seen favorably. Mm -hmm. As in any tourists that invade a country are not necessarily seen favorably. Right. Right? Like right now, I can tell, and I'm not saying anything bad about it, but right now, uh, Chinese middle class has invaded the tourist
1: industry, right? Right. Right. So – Lots of disposable income – their head that's yeah, so
0: so there's a lot of Chinese middle class out there. So if you go to any country, like I went to Bul- I go to Bulgaria all the time because right. my business is there. Bulgaria, I go to this this pretty decent hotel. It is constantly bus after bus of Chinese of tourists. Chinese tourists right. Right? right, they're all Chinese. Yeah. You go to Vancouver, it's all like half the menus are in Chinese. Yep. Right. You, I I I in Iceland, right? right. Like it's Chinese tourists, buses of Chinese people right. everywhere, which is
1: totally cool. Um, Absolutely but, fine. And, uh, the, but the thing is that, well, like when Ameri- well, like when the reason why I say uh, the ugly American stereotype has been was created is right. because when lots and lots and lots of Americans go on vacation to say France, well, you get a stereotype going. You do get a stereotype. <laughs> so the stereotype of the American, right, and, and still holds true, mm-hmm.
0: is that they are loud. Yep. Culturally illiterate. Yep. And uh, basically. Uh, history, like no knowledge of history at check, all. Check, and check. Right. So <laughs> right. so when they go there and like, oh, get me a picture of me in the Eiffel Tower. or What was the, 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 the quote that when I lived in Greece all the time? I lived in Greece, right? So mm-hmm. I lived in, in Athens, very touristy place to go to Athens, mm-hmm. go see the Acropolis or whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know, Parthenon. And uh, Americans would walk around and say things like, what is that in real money?
1: Yeah, right, right, right. Right. As so that is, is so culturally illiterate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like there's
0: no concept. Why don't you guys use dollars? What's And, and on top of that, it's extremely loud, right, right? right? So when I was traveling with my kids uh, in Iceland, I was like, bring the volume down. We don't want to be seen as the loud American tourists. So
3: would you take your MAGA hats off or just keep them on? <laughs> yeah,
0: we wouldn't wear any red hats. Make Iceland great again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make Iceland more
3: volcanic.
0: <laughs> yeah. Actually, Iceland is doing just fine. Do you know what Iceland did during the two thousand and eight crash? Do you know about that? um Did they take all the computers and then put them in cool air no uh so so Iceland actually had a uh massive massive uh, uh volatile investments in real estate right. because iceland was uh was had a lot of dispos- Icelandic people had a lot of disposable cash was it mm-hmm. the pension funds that did that? Well, they they invested in real estate like everyone else around the world, right?
3: right? Pension funds, though, the government pension funds invested in real estate, or I, the people. Individually? I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but basically, this is
1: actually covered in. If you see the a uh, great movie called with uh, Matt Damon uh, narrating. Oh, it's about the it's about the 2008 crash, and they talk about this very thing. I'm but sorry. I sl- yeah. Yeah. yeah, the no, one sl- with Matt Damon. Yeah, the documentary with Matt Damon. Narrating.
0: Oh, oh, oh! Uh, documentary.
1: Yeah, it's documentary.
0: Okay, um, the. But Iceland is a very small country, 300,000 people mm-hmm. total, right? So really small. So the entire country went into like – like, like, like whatever happened in the US, like it was escalated per capita in Iceland in terms of like we're fucked, right? right? And what Iceland decided to do, the entire country said we are basically tightening our belts and no loans are given out right, at all. You could not borrow money in Iceland to save your life. Right. If yeah. you wanted to buy a house, you had to have all the cash for the house. Right. Uh, the country pretty much shut down their entire by- banking system. <laughs> right. For like two years. Right. Or three years. Right. Which really hurt.
2: Yeah, I Re- imagine.
0: Yeah. Really hurt. And what they did when they did that is they recovered freaking fast. Right. right. Because basically they built up all their coffers really fast. Sure. And they rebuilt it, and now again,
1: and now they've put in some
0: sixty-five dollars for three hamburgers, right? Right, right? So, so they are they are a very rich nation again, right? right? Uh, and tourism, by the way, is now finally taken over as uh, thanks to Oblivion. That's yeah. right. Well, uh, tourism has gone just and just barely. What's the major source of income? Now tourism is the best source of income, but just below it is fishing, right? Right. So they 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 all the cod you eat, like you know, fishy Joes or whatever you're going to. That's all cod. And uh, Iceland is like the biggest producer of cod in mm-hmm. the world, right? one of the biggest. So Iceland's like very smart financially, very smart. Right. right. But they they were willing to like shut down the banking system and just say basically. You see what happened to no Deutsche loans. Bank today? No,
3: no. Wait, Deutsche Bank like just
0: let off thirty thousand people. Oh boy. Mm. Oh. Uh oh. Were they all working for Donald Trump?
3: <laughs> no, they Let's they're, not go back there. Let's <laughs> not go back there. <laughs> uh, no, they. But it's uh, worldwide. I mean, they just like pretty much most of New York Deutsche Bank. Really? Right. They're they're saying it's another Lehman.
1: Could be uh, because they didn't do anything to like. There's nothing put in place after that disaster to stop it from happening again educated people
3: making stupid selfish decisions this
1: is the thing man it's just like when I there's a great NPR uh, podcast about what happened and it's called it's called The Great Pool of Money it's on America, This American Life and when you hear that like you just go Oh shit! That well, was almost Mad Max. <laughs> we're like we almost lived in Mad Max. It was like, like if, what was the movie that, that that was the The Big Short. The Big Short. Yeah, was so good. Like, and then is like obviously we would never have been living in Mad Max because we were going to pay off the bank. But Damon in that it doc? happened, like, why didn't we do anything to stop this? From I, from I gotta ever look happen.
3: that up. And then what's it called the Great Pool?
1: Uh The uh, yeah, American. Uh, this American Life did the uh, the Great Pool of Money, Part One and Two, and it's spectacular. And it's uh, and it was it was it was produced during one well, basically while this was still going down and it really blew my mind. I was like, once you, once you, you have a very simple understanding as to like how the flow of money works just to get your paycheck, like knowing that would help, would have helped us make good decisions. Right. Um, but nobody really understands how that works. Like, like just to get your pay, paycheck at Walmart, M- Walmart, like where does that money come from that day? You know, and where, how does that, how is that, cash created to be available for you that day and why if we had not um bailed out the banks the way we did like instantaneously cash yeah i mean like yeah and the thing is i mean there's no way around it otherwise it would have been another disaster but what we should have done immediately after that was put all those idiots in prison forever and make laws that kept this from happening again but now we didn't at all nobody went to jail and it'll happen again all right. Because it's well, convenient. Well, we <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, okay.
0: Let's 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 wrap this up right. a little bit because I, I How long wanna... has it been? It's been 3. So, it's not bad. Yeah, it's mod- modest.
1: Modest. God, it who's goes Who's, zi- who's uh, buzzing? you buzzing. Oh, I'm sorry. It's me because I'm looking something up. Yeah. I'm looking up the Matt Damon thing for, uh, for the for people at home.
3: Can you hear me now? How Maybe is the this? voice level now? It's a little muted. Really? Yeah. How about now? Better? now you can you can hear you. You have headphones on. Yep, yeah, but the for true volume assertion and control, you have to do it to the person to your right. That's how they used to do in the old radio <laughs> days. That's a true story. Inside like, job. Okay, go go Inside back. Inside job is
1: the name
0: of the movie. Go back. Like
1: cool. one, one two three. Oh yeah. One I can two tell. three. One, and you're to three. my right. <laughs> no, see that's how you do, it, huh?
3: See do you like that? I just totally made that up. Yeah, yeah I know. It's like, kind yeah, of but stark. you know what? It, it's right. <laughs> drop
1: the anchor fast. <laughs> That's like um, my my daughter um asked me uh, when we were, when I pulled up to a an intersection and another car pulled up at exactly the same time. She's like, "How do you decide who goes first in the situation?" And I was like, "Right, I, right, right. I I do not know." And Actually, no, you I do. Up, it's, it to is, right. it is, it's to the right. It is the car, the right, car right, that right, is, right. the rightmost car. That's right. Okay, goes first, and then it goes counter. Let's go, goes let's go back. Ones. Let's go back to the European and, thing b- because but most, the solution it, to it, if everyone shows up at the same time, you're
3: on, your own. on. It almost, but,
1: it says that in the driver's manual. So uh, figure it yourself.
3: You just do this with <laughs> your finger. If you're on the steering wheel, you just do this. So yeah.
1: okay, so yeah. in Europe,
0: they don't have stop signs. Really, no. A lot of places in Europe don't have stop signs. No stop signs. So what you do is you're driving. If there's a street coming up and Mm -hmm. it's on your right, you have to yield to that street. You don't have to stop. Right. But if there's a street and that – if But you have to – Yield. And then that car that's coming on the street can just go right through. That sort of makes sense.
1: I'm going to say that that sort of makes sense. You
0: pretty much have to pay attention to any street that's on your right because that's actually easy. You can see a street to your right right very easily which is why you're on the right side. Right. That's you drive on the right side and you see a street on your right. It's like, is a car. Uh, okay. Another car. Just keep going. Yep. There is no stop signs, right? In the United States, there's stop signs everywhere. Mm-hmm. Because it's they a- like
3: to be controlled. What? Uh, what? Because there's so- What's the
0: mindset of Americans that we want stop signs? Yeah. Because we sued the shit out of people. No,
3: uh-huh. but not in 1920. It wasn't like that. Why was the need for the government to be a helicopter parent and put stop signs on every.
1: I don't know. I mean, it gives me time to
3: check my email on my phone, so I'm okay with it. (laughs) Don't go. I find in LA. Don't go when it turns green. Wait, don't, don't go.
2: No,
0: because everyone runs the fucking lights. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Wait, wait a second.
3: I checked my phone and it was green and I was about to go. And a dump truck with a second dump Why trucker. were you
0: checking your phone? It, we're we're, ta- we're at a stoplight, yeah, right? That's but what if you I do did a stop I would not be.
3: I would not be here because it was a dump truck with a second load and they attached to the meow. back. Oh, thank God you were checking your phone. Sixty miles an hour right yeah, through.
1: That probably would have been the end of that.
3: No, I would have teed perfectly. Oh man, it, it actually changed my life about a year and a quarter ago. I was like, but not just about stoplights. It's just like, ugh.
1: yeah, just take her easy. Yeah. No, no hurry. It was crazy. And so I
3: tell my wife, don't go on green. Right. There's just too – and particularly because there's so much construction around, uh-huh. they have to make the runs. And What's also interesting is in
0: most European cities, uh, they – you know how you have you know, uh, green light and then it goes yellow and then red here, mm-hmm. right? And then it goes green. In Europe, they
3: have – I'll tell you what. It goes – green and goes to nudity and then it goes to red. Yeah. No. Oh, wow. No. Right? It- <laughs> so it goes
0: it goes from, I think that's from what red. It they always have everything from, nude. From red. <laughs>
3: You're more comfortable with nudity. It
0: goes red, red, yellow combined, oh, which means what? get ready for green.
1: Get ready for green. Ooh, wow. That's wow. pretty sassy. The jamboree. So, yeah. <laughs> so people,
0: I've noticed like in Iceland, right? Where people, there's not that many lights there because there's not many people. But people, when it goes to... To, to red, red, yellow, red, yellow. People are
1: like, "Wait a minute, indigenous it? people or tourists?" I, assume, I tourists don't even know what the hell is going on. They're like, "Why is that both colors?" Right? Yeah, no, be, no, sorry, no. Be very Americans confused. don't know what's going on. I don't, I do not know what's going on. Right? What, what is this? I mean
3: I've been to Greece, but I can't remember what is the system in Greece because they're crazy drivers there. I don't remember. I haven't, I haven't been
0: to. I the last time I was in Greece the is nineteen eighty-eight.
3: All I remember is I was in Greece once. And it was crazy. The guy who picked me up—I was with some English girl I met—and he was driving crazy. And he slowed down and he turned around to both of us and he said, "No sex, catastrophe." And then he turned around and kept driving. I was another like another
1: great band name.
3: I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" And I wrote it on a sketchbook of mine, and it still has that sketchbook. And it says, "No sex, catastrophe." No t- dot dot dot, catastrophe. I was like. I don't know where that came from, but that was genius. But no sex, I was really, really nervous, though, because it was that. just like whipping around. He didn't care. It was oh, crazy Taxi hair. drivers
0: in Greece, I remember, they were crazy. They were usually – No sex catastrophe. They, they would usually just wear like wife beaters uh-huh. and they would play uh, yes. bazooki music. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? So it was like the music and they'd be smoking in the car. No, no Sex driving. Catastrophe. He was like, yeah.
3: I swear
1: to God, that's uh, that's going to be an album. No, st- no Sex Catastrophe is like, that's got to be. That's, we Genius. That. that was no 30, sex catastrophe. Martini. 30, 30 something years no ago. No Sex Catastrophe. I was like, thank you. 12 Hot Tracks. Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. What were we talking about? <laughs> we're
0: talking we were talking about uh, 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 the the end of uh Hopscotch. 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 Yeah, there we are. And, uh, the American tourist... Phenomenon in yes, the seventies. Right. That's how we got Net, down. Ned
1: Beatty is the uh, is the is, is the the ugly uh, American. It's the ugly American. Yeah. The
0: loud ugly American. Yeah, right. Right. At which point now, and this is the only point in a movie where uh, they're in London, where there's a slight sense of peril to Walter Matthau's it's character. It's
1: getting tight. It's getting tight, and he
0: gets a flat tire. Right. As that is the only, is, goes wrong. only scene. The where, only yeah. scene where something goes You're wrong. you are worried about him,
1: right? We're like, oh Dad, man, not according to
0: plan. Not according to plan. But he plays it cool. Yeah, he's like, ah, I got a flat. He's tire. a little
1: worried when, and he gets
0: stopped by the cops, and they're right. like, "What's going on?" I was like, well, I got a flat tire, guys, and, I, and they're like, "Well, we'll take you to the station. Maybe we can help you out." And he goes, "Okay," and right. he goes with them. At which point, the station, because Ned Beatty got with the the British. Uh, Police mm-hmm. or, or the British uh, Secret Service, whatever. Said MI six. MI six mm. uh, said, "You know, they're like, we just you looked like this report that we got in of a person that were of interest, but you can't be anything like him because he's supposed to be a really dangerous character. Because right. Walter Matthau is playing like, no cool guy. And I was like, I guess huh, he looks that's like interesting." Me. And it's like, well, it's like anyway, what any news on my car? And it's like, well we'll we'll get back to you on that. But he already is like mm, dodgy because there's a description of me and et cetera. And so he he does a really cool trick. I love he, that trick. He it, old British plugs, we were talking about that earlier, right? right? He uh, uh he takes a paperclip and puts it inside the plug right. to short circuit. Right. And smoke goes pl- everywhere. plugs it into the into the socket, right. at which point Create The fuse burns sparks. out, sparks, all the lights go out, and he escapes the police station. Right.
1: And the thing is, like, the big tension Steals here— Steals a police car. The big tension here is not that he's going to be in it, like, you know, th- not that he's threatened by the cops and not that he's in danger. It's just that a lot of time is being burned. Right. He he has a schedule that he he really needs to keep to. This is
0: about the schedule
3: to get out a lot. In order to
1: get, in order to get, for everything to fall into place. We already know, like,
0: he's an experienced spy. He's going to get out of this. These guys
1: are not a problem. It's just the fact that they're burning a lot of time. And Mm -hmm. I think this is part of, like, the, because they're so, uh, sort of, like, it's, you know, small town British cops. They're just like, I don't know, hanging out. Right. There's not a lot, not a lot to do here. How are you doing, sir? And Mm -hmm. and he's like, uh, you can see in his eyes, he's like, we got to hustle it up. <laughs>
0: right. Because because he's got uh, Glenda Jackson waiting for right, him. Right. Ned Beatty's supposed to be arriving at a specific time to do right. whatever he's going to do with him. Et cetera. Right. Anyway, he fakes his death. Mm hmm. Long story short, he fakes his death too late uh, by pretending to crash an airplane that As everyone Ned Beatty
1: is hot on his. Know, believes handles.
0: he's in but it turns out the entire airplane was a remote control
1: which he's been slowly purchasing all that stuff through the movie so when you when you saw him you know, at a place buying uh, an
0: airplane saw him with the electronic guy he's actually putting the remote control system right. into the airplane that's what it's all about right so
1: anyway and Ned, Ned Beatty chasing him in a helicopter shooting at him we think shooting he's shooting at yeah. him because he is
0: that pissed off
1: right and he thinks Ned Betty thinks that uh, Matthew is in the plane that they're chasing and in fact He's, he's not. not. He's right. remote controlling the plane from the ground. Crashes the plane. Ned Beatty thinks he's dead. Book still gets published.
0: Book still gets published. Number one bestseller, obviously.
1: Yep. Because it's a.
0: It, in the end, it's still a Hollywood movie.
1: Right. Right. And then the. uh And for,
0: then the mo- one of the weirdest racist parts in the. And this
1: is like unlike with Pelham One Two Three, which I, as I said earlier, I like. I don't think that's. I think that he the the char- uh, that his character has like he's been raised in a. In a you know in a racist sort of situation in the city, right? Uh, that has led him to make mistakes. But I think um, that
3: was an All in the Family type of thing.
1: Oh, absolutely! I mean, absolutely true. I think that I think that like the movie is uh, the movie itself is on you know on our side saying right. that was pretty clumsy, dude. You know that was like you deserve to feel embarrassed and awkward because you just messed it up, um, and that was super insensitive. Uh, whereas the end of Hopscotch it it ends on a genuinely awkward note. Which is not particularly defensible <laughs> which is that he is in uh he is hiding in London, uh and to, going to, sh- to different bookstores. To try to talk to booksellers about his own book. And he is dressed in uh a uh in a garb that suggests that he is, say, from India or something, mm-hmm. and he's in brown face and, do and doing a little bit of an accent, not not heavy duty. It's, it's not super, super offensive, but it's definitely like Wah, wah, right, right at the end of the movie. So let me ask
0: you guys this, because I am very entertained by the movie The Party. Oh yes, which has the same, which is this the, the same entire thing, gang, yeah, the whole right? Yeah. That, so yeah. Peter Sellers plays an Indian man. Yeah. It's Loser, a shtick, you know, and it's he's, a stick. yeah,
1: it's a bit, it's a. Is show.
0: that a bad movie for us to cover on? Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, well, on I think it's. I think it's like it's, it's like, the kind of thing where it's just like you can you can appreciate it. For being funny within its context of the time, but Blake Edwards it's is just so amazing. Yeah, I mean it's yeah like there's a there's there's a there's a, a huge amount of skill that goes into that movie, right. but I just don't think that it's it's really possible for people to enjoy it now in the same way. You can right. walk, you can you can sort of look at it in a film film historical way and go, yeah, okay, well, you know that's what they were thinking back then, but the, the I do believe the comedy is probably totally sucked out of it because it's just like it like they weren't thinking they were being. You know, I, I, everyone involved in making that movie is, right. was a liberal person, but in the context of that time, you know, we just hadn't grown up very much. And right. so like the, the, like, you know, like he is doing this goofy accent and put on this, like very love guru kind of stuff, you mm-hmm. know? And, uh, have you seen the guru? By no, time? I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I couldn't do, it. do it either. You couldn't yeah, do it. I just couldn't do it. You know, I was just like, oh, I don't know, did man. you, no, did you try now, I was off on Mike. I mean, like, I think that Mike Myers is... Oh, no, 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 not Mike Myers. Love Guru. That's what I was talking about. No, I talked about The Guru. Oh, The Guru? No. I don't even know what that Have is. Have you seen that? No. It's good. Oh, okay.
3: Wait then a minute. Which one I've is not seen that? This. Can you hear me? No, I can't. Why? 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 What, what happened? There. <laughs> now you're back. Can you hear me now? I'm going to just talk. And there. This is right a there. circular, yes. like just a Leslie no, speaker. The, guru, the
0: guru is a film... I don't, uh...
3: Is it about the guy who had that... All the girls...
0: It is a story about a guy who an uh, Indian guy mm-hmm. uh who wants to be a a, a Hollywood actor uh, uh and uh, moves oh, I think I do know what you're talking and about. and moves to New York to be an actor. Right. Uh and then uh th- gets an audition finally and realizes like oh no it's not all what it needs to be and you have to sort of like be a cab driver or whatever to survive in New York. Right and then gets an audition to be an actor, but then doesn't realize that he's actually auditioning to be a pornographer, porn actor. Oh, yes, okay, I do
1: know what you're talking about now,
0: yeah. And who's the actress in it? She's really hilarious. But he ends up meeting a porn actress Mm -hmm. who's going to teach him how to, like, sell sex in the movie.
1: (laughs) Wow. Right, (laughs) and so he's
0: like, okay, and then he takes that skill and then turns it into him figuring out that he can actually sell himself mm-hmm. as because of his eastern europe you know uh eastern background mm-hmm. uh, or indian background as a guru uh-huh. right 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 and right. sells this to like rich white people as i am the sex guru oh, so he right. takes everything yes. he's learned right. from this porn actress and, and, he, turn, and he frames it as frames it like, as as a, as a guru, yeah,
1: so the and, idea is that he is he like he is selling this as if it's some sort of ancient knowledge because then it's right like, but, but it's really it, just it's basically this porn. This, porn yeah. this porn actress yeah. well, that's kind of clever.
0: it's like really funny that's which funny. movie is this it's called the guru, the guru. but who stars
3: in it <sighs> i don't
0: that's remember. what i meant I to ask I'll look it up the, the 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 actress i'm I'm blanking on the name the actress is really uh famous, but
1: he's so not... it's he's using Oh, other, Heather other
3: people's Graham. Heather Graham isn't it? Heather Graham. Wow.
1: You're right. How'd you get that one, dude? It's I just great. fucking nailed it. Did
0: I really good. Yeah, you did. Uh you're absolutely right. I haven't even looked it up. And you- and it's a movie you haven't seen. I'm impressed, dude. Two thousand two. Yeah. I oh, know that's that. interesting. Heather so Graham, like, she uh, was
3: actually friends or is with a guy that lived below us in our apartment around oh, that time. Interesting. Okay, that's so, how I so know. I think I I haven't seen it, but I-
0: Jimmy Mystery is the main character. I don't know if you guys did, know. Right, no. Eastern no. Europe. Uh, I mean, like uh, Indian guy. Very very good. He's yeah. very good. Heather Graham plays the porn uh, actress, and she's really good. Yeah. She was in Boomerang too, wasn't she? Yeah, uh, I can't remember who the directed that movie? movie. Who directed yes. Who directed the Guru? Directed by. Uh, Daisy said, von Schulermeyer. I I don't I don't know that. I think I do know that name. Schulermeyer. Uh, Marissa Tomei is in it as well. Uh-huh. Oh, Michael McKean is in it. Very funny. I love Michael McKean. Uh, he he yeah, plays the porn good. director. Uh, that's funny. He's always good. He's hilarious. Always always good. I gotta check uh, that out. It's good. Yeah, and and they totally. Played up in a very lighthearted way. Well, because I
1: mean, the the basic gag is that he's using the fact that other people have stereotypical ideas about India and Indian mysticism to sell them sex, on, sell them sex. Yeah, that's okay. That's kind of a clever. it's kind of a clever it's, really so, yeah, so it's, it's, it's really good. Yeah, it's <laughs> really funny. Americans being it's slightly really racist. And and mean.
0: also it's it, it 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 the ending. I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. The ending is like. That's a perfect way to end this movie because otherwise, like, all right, how how are we going to wrap this up? And then, right. like, that's the way to do it. Oh, clever. A very Indian way. Okay,
1: that's cool. It must be – is it like a, a dance Bollywood sequence. dance sequence? Yes. Yeah, it's awesome. I love that. <laughs> Dude, it's like my – We uh, both said it at the same time. <laughs> Bollywood dance sequence always end movies. Have you ever seen um, uh, Takeshi Kitana's, uh version of uh, um, uh, 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 The Blind Swordsman? It, it's awesome. It's a really good movie. And it's like, you know, it's like, uh, you know, uh, samurai-style action and murder and blood everywhere. And then suddenly it ends in a giant dance number for no reason. It's not even – it's not a Bollywood movie. It's it's a, uh, it's a an Asian action film. Well, yes. But it's, but it's really I – mean, it's like every movie should end like this. It's incredible. Well,
0: okay, so <laughs> – we, I, I have tried for years kung to, fu to, to to do, oh, do it.
1: Yeah, absolutely, great. Yeah. kung great. fu hustle. That's a good.
0: I one. have tried for years to actually uh, do an IRL two. Actually, it's been requested by a lot of people to do IRL two. IRL
1: two. I'm 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 available.
0: I know. So am <laughs> I. But it's hard right now uh-huh. to try to figure out if we're going to make this happen. But my my dream, if we do IRL two. Mm-hmm. Is to actually end it with a Bollywood dance. Oh my God! Yes,
1: can you imagine putting that together? How much fun would that be? And a big drone shot. Get to stage giant. Oh my God! It'd be awesome. Big
0: drone shot of all of us doing dance. Oh, incredible! Incredible. Doing the Ray Tracy. Yeah,
1: (laughs) it's perfect. Perfect. (laughs) We can do it. We can do it. Get the gang back together, man. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. You heard it here first, Vince. This is it. This is what I wanted to do. But who knows? Wanted is past tense. I know. Want. (laughs) i want to do that (laughs) i think yes everything star wars big dance number at the end credits yeah by the way
3: what's the next movie we're doing
1: what's the next movie we're doing
3: i don't know what do you
1: want to do by the way we should have another guest oh i know yeah
0: guests have been very successful
1: they have been been
0: more more interesting than i thought mike hill was great
1: oh terrific yeah
0: Uh, rob rupel was
1: great yeah brady was great yep absolutely um when i let her talk sally Slade was amazing Sa- when i wasn't talking directly over her while she was trying to talk no
0: i it was funny i i yeah you <laughs> did she, she did great she sally is going to be back tomorrow oh uh, my god she's going to be doing uh say uh, hello
1: and i'm sorry for her. yeah
0: uh there's going to be women in technology podcast uh stuff that i'm going to be doing tomorrow oh, that's where great. here with
1: who uh, Sally. Sally. Sally so slid the uh, the person that I was rude to. Yes.
0: And Cat uh, <laughs> Harris, who's also works at Magnopus, and Emily. I forgot Emily's last name. Cat. Cat right? Harris. I don't think you know Cat Harris. She's a DD. No. No, she worked at Microsoft before this. Okay. And then uh, Emily and I don't know Emily at all because I've never met her. But they're basically all from Magnopus. Yeah. And um, Magnopus has been really good at sort of uh, giving, giving a certain a level of freedom or, or making f- women in technology feel, like, very empowered yeah. in a certain way, right. Good. Uh, yeah. which is great. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so that's part of the conversation. So we decided, like, hey, let's have a podcast about that. Uh, ben uh, is really excited about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I decided I'm going to do the podcast, but as a, uh, as a guest,
1: Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, have great. them
0: take it over. They they can ask me questions because if you're going to talk about women in technology, you kind of have to have a male perspective, in some ways. I believe. We'll throw it in there, sure. Yeah, or or for them to like, well, what do you think as a man? So then they can ask me those questions, right? You right. know, like, do you think this is, you know, whatever, right? And hopefully, I won't. I I will be
1: okay. And the right. what's great is that. If you uh, make an ass of yourself, then it's still very funny, which is right. great. The, that's the great part about it. So it's, it's a win-win either way, right? And, and the, like for instance, on that podcast, I made an ass of myself, still very funny.
0: Yes. <laughs> yep. You mansplained a
1: lot of things. Oh my to- god, it's impossible. It's like when you and getting when you're so excited to talk to I'd somebody a- about something, and you just fucking floor it. I I I, I, I blew it. Gonna do. You didn't blow it. Yeah, yeah. She bad.
0: she really respects you. Oh my God, it. dude! I love.
1: She was she was she was a pleasure to talk to. She's yeah. one of the most amazing people yeah, I've known. She's really
0: smart. Yep. She's really smart. And every time she opens her mouth, it's like three words nailed it. Yeah, kills it immediately.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, I say like seventy words and yeah, don't quite pull it together. I'm not quite <laughs> sure. <I do.
0: laughs> Even Brady was like, "Nope, not buying it."
1: I tried real hard though. I you tried, tried real hard.
0: hard to convince Brady about that ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I like he, your theory. He, he li-
1: he listened. He t- he considered it. He, he considered he, it. He did. Now is that is that podcast out now? When while we're saying this, that podcast will be out. Yes, so it okay. will be already be out. Right? Yeah, because I I was uh, I was very impressed with that kid. He was like he was definitely going. He was he was weighing it and going. Okay, I'm willing to be one of her. And in the end, he's like, fuck no, no, nah, <laughs> you can't
0: do that. No,
1: if you're dead, you're
0: not. Ju- well, first of all, my son was. Uh, 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 we do We're not religious, right? Mm-hmm. Karen and I are not religious at all. So to him, he's like, if you're dead, y- you're not thinking about other things. So to him, like death is done. It's non-existence. Non-existence. Well, right? right. Yeah, exactly. Sir. And so that's to it. him, to him, it's like, like you know, there's no like subconscious. You're in heaven. No, you're, you're not, not drifting away. Not drifting away. Ghosts yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. To him, like, which is an meat Im- for. For a kid, yeah, that's for, a pretty big For when you're deal. nine years old. For,
1: for 48, that's a big deal for yeah. people to try and, and – it's
0: like when you're dead, you're not – like if you're dead, you're not thinking about like what your life would be like. Well,
1: this, this is the way I always said. Okay, there's no way just linguistically you can hear what's wrong with the sentence. Like you can't be dead. Like being is being and dead is dead. Yeah. You can't be dead. Like you can – die and exist you exist and non-exist yeah it's like there's there's like there's only two things to choose from w- after you die one is y- you there's more stuff which is just more stuff means you're alive in some other way and you continue to be alive or there is no stuff <laughs> right <laughs> that's pretty much the two that's an on-off switch right there that's that's how it goes so yes cannot I, I agree with him you cannot be dead and you cannot just have a dream sequence where everything works out because you're dead because you're dead <laughs> <laughs> You're dead. That was his point. I think I maybe I, I'm I'm one over. I'm, uh, I take I take everything I said. It's like back.
0: you're dead. So the whole end doesn't make any sense because yep. you're dead.
1: Yep, it's true. Uh, for uh, for anyone who didn't hear that podcast, we recommend you going back. Look for Brady as our guest as we talk about War of the Worlds. My
0: nine-year-old son talking about War of the Worlds,
1: and uh, I try to convince him of why the ending is good, and he had none of it. <laughs> he had none of it. <laughs> you but go. you know what he did have? Mm-hmm.
0: He had an amazing time on the podcast. Oh, it was a blast.
1: He Loved it. It was a good podcast. Yeah. He
0: could not wait to be on another one. Yep. Yep. And and I was actually really proud of him because, you know, I'm obviously I'm biased because I'm his dad, but you know, he he watched that movie, mm-hmm. he didn't like it, mm-hmm. and he had problems with the ending. Mm-hmm. And then as he started to like this is as he started to tell me all the problems he had with the ending, this <laughs> is long before we did the podcast, he started to realize, like, he's analyzing the film. Yeah. And then he realized, like,
2: oh, wait a what minute. what my dad does. This is
0: what my dad does yeah. on Martini Giant. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And he goes, I want to be on Martini Giant. I said, okay, let's figure this out. You guys obviously agreed. He came on, at which point he had to be on Martini Giant, and he goes – I have to watch this movie again and make sure I get all my stuff together. He prepared for he
1: that. Did. Oh, dude shows up with notes. He showed I up with like it.
0: six pages of notes. Yeah. No joking around. He had them all written down. Yeah. Little things. Yeah. he's like, I've got another point. And by the way, he also kept us on track better than any one of our guests. We are
1: terrible at keeping ourselves oh, on track.
0: Right. Cause We're he, he said, that. he would say, I have another note. Let's get back on track. Let's get track. back
1: to business here, gents. Sorry yeah. about that. You know, we should, I think we should have Brady just come by. I mean, just, as a producer, he should sit here and like give us the move it along roll with his finger. Like, yeah. let's get going. Let's yeah. get this, this is going. This is going a bit, uh, bit thick. That's good. Yeah, wait, wait, what's the phrase? That's a lot of butter for time. You're roll. pretty
3: good at keeping it on track, though.
1: Oh, me? Yeah. No, that makes sense.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I sincerely mean that.
0: Uh, well, okay. Here's a typical situation. Mm hmm. Uh we're we're all bad at this. Mm-hmm. I know. And even though I claim that like I'm trying to keep it on track, I'm just as bad as all of you guys. So <laughs> it's not a thing. What's what's interesting, and I I I listen to all the podcasts because I have to QC them before they go up.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But you do tend to go on you You, you mean you, me. You, you meaning uh 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 yeah, Dan. Yep. What happens is you find something that you go, and he's like, "You have a long story planned, so your off track is not like I'm just going to go for like a no, like a it's like. A, it's got multiple stops. Yeah, there's you're, a, you're, like
1: there's a there's a turnaround station at the you're, end. Your detour, <laughs>
0: ha, your detours have plans." Right. So you go on this long rant. It's like, okay. You went on a 10 minute explanation, which was, by the way, the entire story was great, but completely off the rails. Right. It's a great story. And I love it, which is why we have this podcast. And that's really cool. Eric is like off the cuff. Yeah. Like absolutely. so off the cuff, yeah. which also is it's really the spice. good. It's the really spice. He's yeah. like, boom. He's the Salzburg. And also, <laughs> uh, so many stories
1: related back to his life, which are also very entertaining. Oh my God! I wish I, had, I wish I have lived your life. I know. Good God! No, you don't. Like you know, <laughs> like you're just like yeah. There's the time I was filming the Abel Ferrara, and I'm just like. My, uh, my, I was working at Blockbuster. My, my, my first. <laughs> I,
0: okay, I was listening. I was listening back to. I'm old. Uh, that's why. Tomorrow, tomorrow uh, like as of this recording, mm-hmm. tomorrow we are putting out the Thunderbolt and Lightfoot episode. Oh, that's right. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. which yeah. is great. It was that, was great. That, great. Was that was a good one. one. It was a really good one. Mike Hill. But I listened that's to tough. it and yeah. I'm like, I was like, I was just kind of laughing because I was previewing it. It's like we get into, we're at the beginning of this story. Mm-hmm. We haven't even. Told people what we're talking about, and Eric is already talking about the last shot of the movie. (laughs) That's the best. That's the greatest. Why would we
1: ever change this? It is a beautiful film. I understand,
0: but like, there's no, as a listener, you're like, what?
1: That's correct. It's like,
0: so when the guy dies, this is like like three minutes into the (laughs) podcast. Like, that's the end. Like, you have to give some people some context. But at, to Eric's point, that was the the most that was that's the the thing that leaves you right. Oh, and, after, we, and we
1: come back to that hardcore. Like we after you, yeah,
0: which we do come back to it, yeah. like you said, a hardcore. But like to Eric it's like, no, I I want the frosting, like I want yeah, I want like, the, give, the, give me the juicy sauce. Ju- yeah. gi- the juicy part of the steak right away. Yeah, give me the filet mignon. Yeah. No fucking uh, around. I'm no fucking around. Yeah, I, no want the, I want the emotion right now and give it to me. And that now. is the emotion, man. That is yeah. the emotion. You're not you're <laughs> not building up to that. You're like, no, I want the sauce. You yeah, know? that's it, man. That's, so it. that's Eric's no foreplay. No yeah, except foreplay. Play. <laughs>
1: Just play. That's it, dude. No, what's, I'm, the,
0: what's the line from uh what's the line from uh Three Amigos? It's like, do you know what foreplay is? No. Good. Not a desguapo. No. That's right. <laughs>
1: How can you tell it's a mail plane? Anyway, <laughs> that's right. That's funny. Oh,
0: what movie that, are we man. doing next? What movie
1: are we doing next? I, I, we, let's see. Oh, what came to mind? Shoot,
0: we have to find a guest too. Yeah. Oh, and it has man. to be next week. So yeah. we have we a, like a week. hustle.
1: We got a hustle. We, we'll, what we'll, time we'll, next
3: week? Tuesday. Same thing. Tuesday. Yeah. Same
0: Tuesday. We we record these. Yeah, on I Tuesday leave nights.
3: on a Thursday, so that's fine. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll,
1: okay. We'll figure it out. It's gonna be great. Keep an eye on it. All right. We'll there figure this we out. Doctor right. Strangelove sounds pretty good though. Did we do we did we uh, finish up with uh, hopscotch? Yeah. So
0: the guy publishes this book, he shows up in brown face. <laughs> yeah. Awkward. Uh, awkward
1: Awkward last note.
0: But Glenda Jackson It's
1: not so bad as that like, it, like yeah. if you're if you're prepared for it, you just go, well, all right, that's fine. He doesn't it doesn't it doesn't starkly embarrass the movie, but it's it's I it's, will a, it's, say, a, it's a bad
0: beat. I will say this though, if you want to put a bow on it, that uh, for people who have not seen a Walter Matthau film these are two really good ones yes. oh they're so
3: good and the new leaf the new, new leaf. leaf
0: yeah and if if you want to know like where new he became leaf. famous honestly speaking you guys should also see like the odd couple odd yeah, couple's the, great the couple. original odd couple yep. because that is a
1: very very funny movie. Odd, I would say like uh, Odd Couple, oh, Bad News Bears. Oh, what? oh, California Suite. Oh, California Suite. Sure, absolutely. There you go. Where there's he's having
3: this. the affair, yeah, the good. girl it's passes good. out, and the wife shows up, surprising. Yeah,
1: that's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I would say like my uh, the, depending uh, upon where you want to go, uh, the two directions of math out. Like there's the Bad News Bears direction. So I would say Odd Couple, Bad News Bears, or Pelham One Two Three, then Hopscotch. Those, good. Those, yeah, that's yeah. Those and those New Leaf. Pads. And then and then after that, New Leaf. I would right. Say, new, new well, nice.
0: if you're gonna if you're gonna watch your first Walter Matthau film ever, mm-hmm. Dave, I would go Pelham One Two Three.
3: Uh, super uh, that, I super think you accessible. Do what you said, sixty nine. Do the first one, big one, The Odd Couple.
1: Do The Odd Couple, right? Super, it was very likable. very likable. But I, I Pelham when I was I was really I, just do the, the Odd the, Couple. Just, just li- a touchback on Pelham One Two Three. That movie is. Really nicely shot, really nicely edited, super fun, great characters. Gets right to the frickin', Gets chase. right to business. Everything about that thing is a pleasure. That's that movie a pleasure.
0: does not spend too much time I on act one. I think yeah. if you were, <laughs> yeah. were no. going to do, do it,
3: if you were going to do it, why is it kind of hear my voice? Because, because you're leaning way like Back. 17 <laughs> you <gotta> feet in the next room. Yeah, I got to move closer, mm. You know, splash guard. Um, but the thing is, if you're going to do it, do it this way. I think this is the way to do it. You do it. A New Leaf, excuse me, Bad News Bears, mm-hmm. because both those films are him trying to adapt to a new social setting.
1: Yeah, true, true. A New
3: Leaf, he runs out of his money and he has to marry this woman who has money. Bad News Bears is that he's trying to adapt to these young kids yep, right. and it's totally a generational thing. Oh my that God, I did see super, New Leaf. Yeah. New Leaf. Oh my God. Carbon on the valves. Uh, uh,
0: is the the scene where uh, there's a scene... In that movie, I remember this as a kid uh, watching this where he's dating this very – this older woman who's got huge boobs. Yes. He's like – ah! she's, like, she's like taking her top off yeah. and is going ah! – Yeah. That's right. That I did see that movie. Yeah.
3: I My wish God, I had a I carbon on the vows. Right that
0: was pretty good. Yeah. I want to see that movie again. Give yeah. it to me.
3: Yeah, that's one On of the – On your
0: thumb drive. Marking this again.
3: <laughs> it, I have it outside right there. Um, it is so funny and it's in the deck. If you go look at my deck, it's in the as a reference because I totally want to see that movie. 71. It. It's awesome. Okay. It I'm going to tell you this
0: – I'm, I'm going to tell you guys this about movies that we need to do. I think we need to take a break from the
1: 70s for a little bit. We do, uh, Yeah. We, I noticed that we we're hitting a lot of heavy 70s, which I'm always pl- proud to do. But yeah. A lot. It's, How about a touch
3: of evil, or touch, Searchers? Yeah.
1: yeah, or 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 bring Joe Farrell back on and do Dune, which I am dying to do. <laughs> you can do that. Cat Baloo. Yeah. You know cap-a-loo. what? There, nice there's there's yeah. a cat. Cat Baloo. Cat Baloo. Great one, James. Oh. James yeah, Coburn. James Coburn and Jane Fonda, right? Sixties, 60s.
0: sixties, 60s. late 60s Sixties. 60s, 60s. Jane that Fonda. That is a hilarious movie. I will, I will that's watch it. That and, and James Coburn, right? Am I wrong? Yeah, James, James Coburn, Coburn Jane yeah. Fonda. Really yeah, good. That's good. Um, point my point blank. W- there's another. Oh yeah,
3: point blank. Lee Marvin. Ooh, that's a good. Ooh one. Okay. la 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 la.
0: A friend of mine. Um, Carol
3: O'Connor's in it. A friend of yeah, mine. that's right. Yeah. A friend it's of a mine course. who is
0: on. Uh, who? Uh, who's also a director. Uh, he said I. He, he's a non-drinker, but he said uh, like I would love to be on the podcast with you guys to talk about International Hotel. Uh, W.C. Fields 1930s oh, yeah, oh, let's
3: I do, do not, that.
1: I do not know that one. I have not seen that. I'm not, I, we my, should do that. And would, then we
3: should also do, do a Stagecoach or uh, any John stage, Ford.
1: Yeah, yeah Stagecoach is great. Stagecoach is good. Yeah.
0: But International Hotel, have you guys have ever not, seen no. this W.C. Fields. W.C. Fields, Fields It is pretty is, shallow. I don't it is. That well. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. a big W.C. Fields fan. I have his box set.
3: Oh.
1: I could do a lot of Buster Keaton. I can do that.
3: I love what's called again, like the Ealing Street – Uh. Um, like the man in a white suit. Oh yeah, those are great. The Alec the, Guinness. Those are all on
1: the criteria. Oh, uh, there's a yes. Alec, There's an
0: Alec Guinness. I have Guinness a box set oh. of it. I
3: have it. Okay. okay. It.
0: Yeah. Uh, 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 our man in our uh,
3: man Havana. Havana. man in Havana. Uh, a
0: white, uh, man man white, in the white suit. suit. Man in a white suit. Yeah. Uh, Captain's Paradise. And the one with yep. Peter
3: Sells' first movie.
0: Uh, what
3: they, Peter Sellers? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Kind they, hearts uh, and cornets. Kind hearts and cornets. Corn, yeah. Kind hearts and cornets, but also. The uh the ones were the thieves they remade it,
1: oh the the lady killers yeah, lady killers lady that's killers. Peter
3: Sellers his first movie is that is Peter? it really wow, he's in it he plays one of the henchmen oh that's lady wacky. killers is, uh, uh, lady
1: what? killers oh, great bad remake you know by the you know cons. actually
3: like, I was thinking that's the yeah. Ealing Studios Ealing Street Studios what is that I think no Ealing yeah that's right Ealing
0: uh, Street I'm Studios sure. what's the other one uh, arsenic and old lace that's yep. hilarious
1: that's funny that's uh uh Cary Grant and yeah Catherine Hepburn and and man God I used to quote that one all the time that's a great one. I was thinking old lady, super, really super funny. Super funny.
0: is remade by the Coen Brothers, disaster. Yeah, it's a bad movie. It's just a bad movie. Didn't work. You know that I went on set for that? Oh no, kidding. How was so it? So my yeah, so it's interesting. It was right here at the Culver Studio. So my friend, uh, who I went to architecture school with, she was the just um, um, uh, uh, art director on the movie, mm-hmm. and uh, she was great. I loved her. She was fantastic. And she says, oh, yeah, I'm shooting this Cohen Brothers film because she worked on a bunch of Cohen Brothers stuff. And she mm-hmm. goes, I'm doing this thing, and it's in Culver Studio lots. This is before I was in the industry. No, I might have been at digital demand. No, I think it was before I was in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so she said, you want to come on set and see how we're building the set? So I got to walk around on the stages and seeing how they're building sets for the house and stuff. And she was awesome because she – um she's really smart, really good designer. Right. Um but no but is a bad word but she, she's blonde hair. Uh-huh. She's a very high pitched voice. She sounds like a little girl. Uh-huh. Right. Right? And you see <clears throat> these big ass carpenters and painters just like hello Mrs. Wilson. It's like hi,
1: how are you? And <laughs> That's it's bubbly and voice. Bubbly That's like funny. blonde
0: girl yeah. and and she, they're like like what can we do to make sure you're happy? we're right. like, right, right, we're trying like, to brush this, the door handle, does the door <clears throat> handle look good for the shots? Right. Yeah. Just like, in control the whole totally can, But she <laughs> sounds awesome. like a little girl, right? right? And funny. she's amazing. She's really, really talented. Mm-hmm. But anyway, and he goes, well, we're going to have, you know, it's, we're breaking for lunch. So if you want, we can have lunch, you know, it's like, okay. And then, uh, she says, well, where we it, Go online, You know, you've been on set for lunch before, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, caterers are there, and they're like, "Well, what are we having for lunch?" They're like, "Well, we're going to do a barbecue today." It's like, "All right." So it sounded like more rustic, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, "No, barbecue involved grilled prawns and Chateaubriand." Oh, yes, wow. <laughs> well, well, well.
1: Dang, and it was Mr. like, Hanks.
0: so we're like, sitting, "Well, you know, Tom Hanks yes, and Coen right. Brothers and everyone's like no fooling around." Yeah, I was like. Oh.
1: Hey, man, that's how you keep a crew happy, man. It's like, Fuck, yeah. good food. Make sure you feed yeah. them well. Yeah, Le
0: Chateaubriand. Yeah. For, for, it's pretty
1: good, dude. It's pretty <laughs> it's good.
0: Ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it's too bad because that is their – I would say that's their only actually bad movie. That's just not a good movie because I even like Intolerant Cruelty, which is a an okay movie. Like but, It's kind of an yeah, okay movie. But, but it's not very good.
0: I'm so disappointed. First of mm, all, yeah. it was at the beginning of the Let's Remake All the Cool Classics. Yeah. I and, couldn't and believe they, it.
1: It was yeah. so unlike them to to jump to on be that part bandwagon. of that and bandwagon, yeah. yeah the money must have been so I w- good. I would right. I would like to so, say so for, you guys want to do
0: s- you want to do something old and black and white it sounds uh, like. Yeah.
1: I'm actually but for my I'm just going to throw this in there. I think that we should try I think we should go for something modern. Very modern. Like very like modern. Past 4 years modern. Like giant. Like giant. I was going to say Dean. Let's do Dean. Can we at uh, some point
3: new. can we do a movie that I love tremendously It's called Splendor in the Grass?
1: Oh, it's a great one. Yeah, with that
3: Warren Beatty. Well, okay. Great picture. Ilya Kazan, what, right? what is, uh,
0: Eric, what is a movie that you have enjoyed that has come out in the last five years? Like really enjoyed?
3: Uh, there's a bunch of them. I'll have to think about that because I'm really tired. <laughs> there's there's um, maybe one. Well, you know? um,
0: I think I would love to do an Eric choice
1: movie. No, we yeah. just
3: did one of mine. Let's do one at Dance in the last four years as long as it doesn't have – a. A superhero. I think we're cool. Oh, I'm
1: not, yeah, no. I, like, uh, no. If I were if I were going to do a superhero movie, then it would be Super. The Super. You've seen the movie Super? Mm-mm. No. I I would say that's a good one. Uh, I would. I would be tempted. No, nah, it's Netflix. No, it's Amazon. Rather, I I just started watching. Um, uh, uh, what's it called? Too old to die young on Amazon, mm-hmm. and it, it is i have only seen one episode. Maybe it's terrible. After this, I was blown away by this movie, this uh, this series. What are you? It's gu- so vivid and so beautiful. What are you guys, it's so Nasty. What are you what's guys it about? Think? It's uh, by Nicholas Winding uh who did Drive. Yes, right? and it is so uh, takes place in Thailand or something. No, that that's Only God Forgives, which I'm one of the few fans of. I love Only God Forgives. Um, so maybe c- color your color your opinion of what I'm about to say. But like this is um uh what's his name from uh the drumming movie uh the young kid the kid from the drumming movie uh from whiplash uh and he plays a uh a corrupt cop whose partner is uh is is killed in revenge for uh someone he killed and uh and uh the kid gets mixed up with this back and forth vengeance routine that mixes up a whole bunch of like film noir characters. Oh. Um, and the uh, cinematography and the staging and the pacing are all so beautifully done, like slow burn, but incredibly, incredibly intense uh, and so perfectly photographed. I can't even tell you. I loved it. First, What's it called? It's called Too Old to Die Young. I got
3: I'm going to start tonight. I'm going to look at it. Oh, what
0: about, man. okay, what about if we do something? Just I'm just throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do it this time or at some point what if we do something like you know i i mentioned for example how i was like totally got captivated by uh 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 forever or whatever that 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 series was oh yeah uh, right
1: yeah yeah you're telling us about this with uh on amazon yeah with uh fred armison Fred armison and uh and uh the woman he often works with right i can't remember her name
0: no 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 same
1: it's the same woman right isn't it from um not from portlandia Blumlandia. nope i thought it's it was the her. same woman
0: uh but it's a six-part series it's not a film
1: right right
0: so what if we did something streaming it's interesting I'm that you fan. say
3: that yeah anything just send an email about it but one of the things but it involves that, you having to watch six that's hours fun. Of thing. that's fun. that's fun. there's do that. a there's a series the that i just saw it was on netflix uh and I actually saw it on VHS in the early '90s when I was at grad school, and I loved it. Um, it was Amistad, Moppins, um, Tales of the City. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. That is that I haven't seen it since then. I'm like, you know, yeah, I, I haven't seen dig it in a into, long time. But, but man, that was good filmmaking back yep, then. I yep. was like, wow. And also, we have to see this movie again. And I loved it. Two films, Trans Siberian. Oh yes, right. Oh, Maya so,
0: Rudolph, why do I keep
3: forgetting her Maya name? Rudol- oh, it's Maya Rudolph. Maya, oh, okay. Maya
0: Rudolph my- and Katherine Keener and Fred Emerson. I love Katherine
1: Keener. Oh and my god. And then there's
3: another one. I forget the guy's name he directed it. He's genius. It's It's about the guy who uh basically kills his girlfriend by hitting a a, a, a farm vehicle and then he loses his memory or something. This sounds familiar. I don't remember. And what's a young actor? He's so good. Um, and his roommate's blind. And it's played by. Uh,
0: uh, by Rudolph.
3: No, you know the movie. He it came out ten years ago. The guy that directed Cra- wrote Crash, directed it. Uh huh. And it's basically. Uh, Dark haired guy. He's really a fantastic young actor. And he basically kills his girlfriend on prom night by mistake. Mm-hmm. And then it's about him. His parents are wealthy and he lives with this blind guy and he, they h- bring him into a heist.
1: Yeah, oh, uh, God. Yes, yes, yes. Shoot. I know exactly what you're Such talking about. Such a beautiful movie. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's slipping my mind. I know what you're talking about, though. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. That is
3: a movie we should, because that's a really great filmmaking. Yeah.
1: I, I would definitely like to, like, I want, I'm, okay, tell you what. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try and come up with something that neither of you guys have seen in the that that is recent. Okay. Uh, and uh, and esp- or maybe something that none of us have seen and is recent. And then uh, we'll we'll attack it live on the on the podcast. Let's do it. Um, oh, we'll but those out. names of the days. films
3: we gave out tonight, from Alec Guinness all the way up to all of those are on we, the deck. We, we got to put yeah. those on so we don't forget them. Oh, because oh, for sure.
0: Alec Guinness stuff, I'm totally on board. And WC Fields, I'm a huge yeah. W. C. yeah a put that one. on. That's a great one. Put it all up.
3: on, but we we'll forget tomorrow. I'll make,
0: no, I'll make a list.
3: We, we I'm actually going to have
0: a document that's going to have all this stuff written down. Oh, okay. and in fact, you guys all have access to that document.
1: So I,
3: are, yes, I know that one. Yeah.
1: All right, and also as usual, uh, if uh, listeners have suggestions, oh, and quickly, please, please, uh, yes.
3: Uh, uh, but but Eric's
1: request is no superheroes. No, su- <laughs> there's no there's, the, no, there's no point. <laughs> yeah. And I'm with Eric We're at this point. Like, horrible there's been shit. Enough, enough it's just the death podcast. of hope.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I brought in a new canned coffee from Koreatown for Dan tonight. So delicious. It's called UCC Coffee, and it's with milk. And I wanted to get your just a quick feedback. This
1: is this is spectacular. It's a tiny little can. It looks like a. Uh, beer. It packs a punch. Oh, it's so good. Now, it's how does run. that compare to La Colombe? Well, it depends on whether La Colombe becomes our sponsor. Uh, yeah, I think that's, that's, basically that's so, really that's <laughs> that's, that's we're dangling that one in front. Yeah, so, yeah and, like, uh, <laughs> like, but uh, what they're up against it could be the UCC Martini Giant. UCC Coffee with Milk presents Martini Giant. That's <laughs> it. <would say. laughs> yes, For the original blend. I would say that this is uh, this this uh, this stood out. This uh, this this made uh, this made a dent in my uh, my perception tonight, and I, I feel very good about it. And it also has a good.
3: It's a can. solid can.
1: Oh, that's like a. That's like a. It's steel. That's like part of a car.
3: Bring on metal! Oh, shit! It's, yeah. it's like a piston. My I
1: swear God. to God. God. Yeah. No, it's weird. Smash think, it against I, your I forehead. I think I could roll over this it. with my car would stay intact. Yeah. No. It would it's pop your, your wheel. Yeah. No, it your wheel. yeah. yeah. No Jesus Christ! Yeah. 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 It gives you a little workout as you're drinking it. There's no crunching. No. 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 Yes. Slam that against your head. This is rat for the night. Oh, listen. Yeah. Right. That, that sounds like a steel bowl yeah
3: that's in
0: totally <laughs> like like compare that to give me the lacroix can oh, yeah, I'll like do it, right, right. holy
3: cadoler this yeah, is like a quarter inch Forget thick it. like
0: that the resonance I mean like I'm looking at
3: the, the yeah you can't crush that with your yeah, fingers so, this so. I was so thinking. this is
0: the this is the UCC coffee from from Koreatown right and here is a lacroix can.
1: Yeah, nothing. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I know that LaCroix's stock has collapsed because it turns out that it's not all natural. I used to love it. Really? But I'm disappointed it's in not the thinness all natural? of the can versus UCC coffee. When did that report come out? That's like two weeks. I don't know. They had a bad day. Really, because it's not out. all natural. It's like bilge water from Detroit. Yeah, it's like everything else. Everything is bilge water from Detroit. It's fine. We're all made of star stuff. Fuck it. <laughs> and lead. We're all made of scary stuff? Star, star stuff. stuff. Carl Sagan. Carl Sagan. Oh. Sagan. Yeah. I it
3: was, what did I say? Scary uh, stuff? Scary stuff. Thinking. We're all oh, made of scary springy, stuff. Speaking of scary stuff, are you going to see the It
1: 2? I will see It 2. I was modest on It 1. Yeah. I thought it was better than the TV movie. Bill like yeah, Bill yeah, I'll go for Bill. Huh? What? Bill, Bill is in It too.
0: Oh, then I'll totally see it. Okay, uh, we got to wrap it up. Guys, ready? Yes. Yeah. Drink.
3: Talk. Drink.